Hello, fellow homebrewers. JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brew Built X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brew Built Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full two inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brew Built line of options and add ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brew Built X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brew Built Conicals. You can trust Brew Built with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brew Built at morebeer.com. Home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, beer drinkers. Get ready for an all-new experience in information exchange and beer culture. Your only source, only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers from around the globe right to your home. You're not just listening to broadcasters. It's the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Oh, man. What's going on here? What a show we got going on today. Yes. As are acting like a bunch of drunks, and we didn't even start yet. Yeah. Everyone's running around, getting need- their beers ready. <laughs> we need cool glasses. We've got multiple kegs in the studio today. Uh, we've got coolers full of beer. We've got several people to participate in the first official drunken show. Well, what do we have here? <laughs> I don't even know. By popular demand, it's the drunken show. Doc's been wanting it for days. By, by popular demand, I, I meant Doc. Doc. <laughs> <laughs> He's the popular one. Uh, also on the show today, we've got Matt Brin, uh, Brindleson. Brindleson. Brindleson from uh, Firestone Walker Brewery. He's going to hang out with us. Uh, haven't figured out yet if he's going to participate in the drunken show. What are you thinking, uh, Matt? Well, I'm a trained professional. I will be drinking throughout the show. Okay, perfect, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> now, uh, lest you think that we're just going to hang out and drink uh, like normal, you guys, um, no way. Uh, this show is, is by no means going to be a normal show. I have scheduled drinking activities that will take place throughout the show. I'm going to outline those in a couple of minutes. Uh, I've also got an actual CHP officer coming in to conduct uh, sobriety tests on us throughout the show nice. so that we can monitor our drunkenness yes. and then uh, maybe he can escort us so all I home. Be drinking. <laughs> well, you just need to remember. Everyone's going to need to remember how much they drink today. So make a notch on a piece of paper next to you anytime you uh, you finish a pint and uh, that way we'll, he'll be able to tell you our BAC. Apparently, I guess they need all of their breathalyzers on weekends because I asked him to bring in a breathalyzer and he said, no, we're short. They, were they couldn't spare any breathalyzers. So, uh, lots of drunk driving going on on a Sunday afternoon, apparently. That's good to know on a yeah. family holiday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, we'll be doing it by field sobriety test and he says that if he knows how many pints we've had, he can calculate our BAC. Wonder if he'll like check our eyes or something. Ugh. Give us He's going to do full-on field sobriety awesome. tests, which I could probably do for you guys, too, because I've been through that before. <laughs> yeah. But I figured it would be more credible if we get a CHP oh, guy yes. in here doing it. Yes. So we got that happening. Uh, I'm going to outline some of the other things in just a minute. i got some some other business to take care of before nice. I talk about our, our official drinking show. So there you go. Um, what kind of? Let's talk about what kind of beer we have in here, though, real quick, before I do the business. Doc, what would you bring? Uh, I brought uh, half a bison. Okay. And... Uh, I've got a pail. All right. And I got a fruit beer. 
Okay. Which you have to guess what fruits in there? Really? Yeah. All right, that's cool. Doc, I mean, uh, uh, John, what'd you bring? English brown. English brown. Breeded just for Matt. Yeah. Well, how about that? He actually gave me the grain bill, so I tried it. It's oh, okay. outstanding. It's good, huh? John brews good beer. Yeah. Thanks, man. He's an award winner, you know. <laughs> you, if you couldn't tell by the medals hanging from his microphone stand, he's an award-winning brewer. <laughs> I, I take them everywhere I go. <laughs> really? And what did you bring us today, Matt, from Firestone? I brought the full uh, Firestone lineup, but uh, the special piece tonight will be uh, be- uh, beer straight off the Union. Uh, okay. 100% oak-fermented double-barrel ale. Oh, sweet. Nice. I've got some pre-questions for you. Uh, people actually sent in questions uh, during the week to ask you, and some of it's about oak, so... Um, glad you brought that. Cool. That'll be cool. Uh, okay. Couple of pieces of business to take care of. Uh, let me say thank you again to Vinny Chalurzo from Russian River who was in with us last week. Uh, he left me with some questions, uh, that you're gonna enjoy, Matt, for you. Really? Um, uh, so that was pretty <laughs> cool. But we did a Belgian show last week, which is a lot of fun. You would think that that would have been the drunken show? Cause it really, we were drinking, it really wasn't. No. But not at all. We, we sipped and tasted like we were, uh, cultured human beings. We, we, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was actually kind of nice. It was a yeah. good show and, uh, Opened my eyes to some awesome Belgians because I was not a big fan of Belgians, and I, I now think, you are. I think mm-hmm. I'm converted. Yes, uh, I think sour ales are delicious. Completely yeah. converted. Uh, so anyway, that was a good show. I'm seeing that our official uh, CHP officer has come in, uh, Officer X. We're going to refer to him as. We don't want to get anybody in trouble <laughs> for hanging out in the Brewing Network. But Officer X has arrived in the studio and uh, is definitely going to monitor our drinking throughout the show. Nice. Uh, which ne- which means we can now start drinking. Uh, Doc, would you mind pouring oh. me a pint of your pail? I got a glass right there. I can do that. We we need that water. Yeah. Get rid of that water. I was about to get rid of the water for you. Here, I'll drink too. Okay, thank you. Uh, so we'll start this, and then, uh, like I said, I'll go over what our games are. Uh, a couple other uh, orders of business here um, today that I want to take care of. We've had some more forum issues. Remember, we were talking about this a few weeks ago, John. Like uh, unhappy people, or yeah, yeah. Um, Wow, you can't make them all happy, can you? No, which uh, I have no intention How of doing. How many hours of sleep did you get last, last week? Tell me. Um, I I don't know. Yeah. Four? Five? <laughs> I was up for quite a while yeah. doing the uh, the website. Oh, yeah, maybe I should do that business before yeah, I get to this. Because neg- the business I'm going to do is sort of negative business, so yeah. let me do the positive Good first. Po- yeah. How about that? Yeah. Uh, okay, if you're listening to the show for the first time, that site that you've tuned in from is the brand new home of the Brewing Network. And uh, if you've listened before, like most of you have, uh, enjoy. It's yours. Uh, I, I made that for you guys this week. And a lot of you uh, forum posters and regular listeners... Oz, Gucci, Lufa, a few of you, uh, to name a few. I know, there were, I know there were others in there. Doc, absolutely. Uh, you guys were awesome to me throughout the week. It yeah. really kept me going. I'd be in here at like 3.30 in the morning just ready to be like, God, what am I doing? Who even cares? <laughs> they care. And then I'd check the forum and they would all be posting and they're like, Hey, I'm, I'm sending you beer, fight the good fight, you know, all sorts of stuff. Like you're doing a good job. But you fought it. So they were awesome. And, um, at least the first stage of the new home of the brewing network is up. So there you go. You got archives there. I'll be posting more of them. Um, cause I know I didn't put up all the shows yet. It takes a while to upload. I actually fell asleep at my, on the last day before putting it up, I was trying to upload archives and because it takes long, it was the first time I wasn't doing something constantly. So I would hit the upload button and then kind of sit here and I'd lean back in my chair. I wake up like three hours later. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's eight in the morning all of a sudden and I'm still, I'm asleep in the studio. That's hardcore. Uh, so I will get you more archives up this week. Um, the gallery was all ready to go. Uh, it was one of the last things I put up so that we'd have a picture gallery. Yeah. I came home to start uploading pictures. 
I deleted the whole thing. Oh, no. It was 3 a.m. It was the last day. I've been going for days. I hit the wrong button. It's better are those on the website, so. Yeah, exactly. At least yeah. I didn't delete yeah. the whole thing. I would have shot myself if yeah. I hit the delete <laughs> button on the entire website. Thank you, Doc. Um, so... Uh, the gallery, uh, as soon as, as Aaron, who uh, I, I can't thank enough for the help that he gave me down the stretch to make everything really work, um, he'll get it back going for you, hopefully uh, tomorrow or Tuesday, and then I got pictures to post also. And uh, I don't know, I ordered a bunch of t-shirts this week, John, so we're going to be selling Brewing Network t-shirts through the website. Nice. Uh, to the help us. Uh, c- no, the, the limited ones? edition. I ordered They're a nice. second batch of limited edition. They're nice, and I'll I can sell them cheap, because people want to donate just like little bits of money, yeah. and these shirts weren't expensive to make. Okay. So now they can donate like ten bucks. I'll give them a shirt. Cool. Something like yeah. that. I'll do. I'll post all the details for that. Nice. Mm. Well, I like wearing those. So. Pale ale. Yeah. Mm. How's that taste? Mm. Brown. That's good, Doc. Is that the same one from a, from a while ago? Yeah, different yeast. It's sweeter. Yeah. It's really good. Is that is that the blended yeast? That's the blended yeast. Yeah. Okay. It's like cow ale with Irish ale. I think I don't know. Mm. Yummy. Mm. All right. That's my drink of choice for the night. Uh, until we get to the Firestone, and then. And whatever. Yeah. And in the second half of the show, I don't care what it is. Put it in front of me. It's going down. All right? That's the deal. Oh, my God. So (laughs) one of the forum guys told me that I was allowed to brag and take a bow about the the new website. So I'm bragging, and I'm taking a bow officially. There you go. And uh, I just hope everybody likes it. Oh, and the new uh, chat room. It Uh, it totally works. You can can put your name in, any name you want. You don't have to do all that stupid stuff I used to have to say to get into the chat room. Yeah. Just log on. Just go for it. Just do it. It's nice. And it's got all sorts of features. You can make it as pretty or as ugly as you want. You can send private messages. Uh, yeah. So Daniela, you're gonna you're in trouble with that. Everyone's gonna be sending you private yeah. messages. Daniela's in the yeah. chat room uh, again today. If you guys haven't figured it out already, saying nice things about you. So if you're just listening and you haven't entered our chat room, uh, hit the chat now button and put in a name. Go right in there. It's it's the easiest way to get to us. Uh, we monitor the whole thing throughout the show. You can ask questions to our, our brewer of the day, who is Matt uh, from Firestone Walker Brewing Company. And you can ask questions to the rest of us, too. You can even call us names. Daniela usually likes to take the microphone from John and, and let us know when people are calling me names. <laughs> so you can do that. They usually call you names. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I'm going to try to change that today. Everyone thinks I was the sissy on the, on the Hangover show. We'll see who's the sissy today, boys. We'll be talking about that yeah. near the end of the show. Well, you can handle your liquor. Okay. So. Danielle, get your own beer. No. All right, she wants to try the beer. Get your own damn beer. Okay, now i got to get to the other business because this is the kind of stuff that's important to me, and I like to rant about it because I think uh, the community needs to hear it. Okay, Matt, is Matt here? Did he show up? Matt didn't, Matt didn't come. Uh, the guy who does the posting and all the forums for us, not the Matt who's here today, the, the other guy, you know Matt. Matt Peterson. Yeah. He's fast bottoms in our forum and in all the other, all the other forums, uh, is, is nice enough to volunteer his time to us. I don't know how much time he spends each week. It can't be a short amount. He's in over 50 forums. He's in over 80 forums. Okay. I found wow. out today. He's in over 80 forums. He registers for them. And all he does is he goes to the forums and he posts, um, that, what the, what this week's show about. So, so he posts, you know, for example, this week is the drunken show and we've got Matt from Firestone Walker. That way, if some of our listeners who don't have time to come to our forum and, yeah. and do all that kind of stuff, if they're interested or if they're not a listener and they're interested in, in this kind of stuff or the, or the chat topic, whatever, they can hear about it. Okay. All right. So he does that, and he doesn't go around like asking permission. It's just a post. It's yeah. not an advertisement. He's not soliciting anybody. It's it's a post. They didn't like the topic, did they? Well, 
this particular forum, um, and I'll mention them later when I'm not being so negative because they also were upset that like we never mention any of the forums that we post in. I'm going to talk about all this, but here's the deal. This particular forum decided to, to get extremely violent <laughs> toward Matt cool. in this, uh, okay. uh, and, and let this, me. This is a new occurrence? This is a new occurrence. Because I just know he's happened. had some flack before. He's gotten it before and, um, you know, and, and we've, we've sort of smoothed over those issues with different forums and, and reassured them that we're not advertising, we're not asking for money or anything like that. Uh, we're just offering something to the community. And uh, so we've gone through this before, but this one has gone, it went a little farther than, than, than ever before, and I just thought it was interesting to talk about. Uh, I, I've actually got some of their posts here that I can, I can read to you guys, uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me do this warning before I start reading posts. Um, uh, occasionally, this is a family show. Some of you guys are at home, and, and it's a Sunday, and you're with your families and all that. So First one down. Uh, as I'm re- Dr. Scott, Damn, going to town. It's been like three minutes. As I'm reading these forum posts, you might want to get the kids out of the room, turn the turn the stereo down, put the headphones on. If anybody doesn't like vulgar language or things like that, uh, don't listen to this particular segment. You know, we don't usually go, uh, you know, uh, uh, being too vulgar on the show. But in this particular case, I'm just reading quotes from other people. Okay. So I'm just giving a warning to you listeners. Strong language. Uh, any, st- strong any, language. Any nudity? This part, it, it won't be any nudity, but it's definitely rated R due to strong and, and occasionally violent language. So get the kids out of the room, unless you're like my parents and you, you didn't care about that sort of thing. <laughs> and then they'll turn out like me. So good luck to you with that. All right. A couple other posts. So all he did was he posted this particular week's show. It's a drunken show. We got Matt. We're going to be talking about hop uh, chemistry. Come join us, basically. Yeah. And and they and just instantly they, they just started posting, like, leave us alone. Don't post these things. I'll, I'll read you a couple of the things. Um, um, that's not it. That's my news. Here we go. Okay. Stop this shit, dude. How many times do I have to tell you to stop these damn advertisements? <laughs> Review some beer, you asshat. This is not the damn classifieds in the newspaper. Okay, that was uh, post number one. You got Matt on the phone there? Okay, let me go ahead and... Uh, no, this will be, all right, you this can will hang be good. You can go. All right. Matt, People you there? Really... Yeah, I'm here. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Good. Why aren't you here, man? Uh, well, you know, there, I, I understand that there's a, a peace officer in the room, and uh, <laughs> there's a issue of warrants, and I thought maybe I better not show up. So, uh, good idea. <laughs> I've got headphones. John, on. use your last name though. You can punch him in the face. <laughs> All right, let me keep reading these these posts, and then you can give us a little background. Is that cool, right. Matt? Okay. Here's the second one. Don't. Uh, and this one's good. And this is part of the reason I'm reading this is because people don't. Let me preface this with saying this. People send us advice very often, like to you in particular, John. Yeah. Uh, hey, you got to turn your radio down, Matt. Um, people send us advice very often about how we should change the show and what we should do, right? Yeah. And then you go, hey, have you ever listened to the show? And they go, no. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. Then they shut must. up for a second and listen to the show. <laughs> yeah. And then you can tell me. Well, the same thing happens like with the with website and forums. People will will post things like they've actually seen or or, or heard the the show and they haven't. Okay. okay, this guy says this don't download or stream anything from their site. I did so last week and got two different worms in doing so. You really don't want to go through the trouble I did cleaning your computer after listening to this mess. So they're saying they got viruses basically from okay. downloading our stream. Okay. Anybody who's ever downloaded our stream knows that it's not true. Right. There's it's impossible to get a virus from our stream. Right. 
Um, it's uh, unless somebody else embeds it there, but it's not there. Yeah. Everything is spyware free. It doesn't cost you any money. You click the button, it downloads something. You listen. Right. That's it. So, well, Abacast idiot. is a secured site. I think it's too. a secured site. Right. It's a free spyware free plugin. Blah Nothing blah blah. Nothing to do with us. Another guy says. I watched the show. All I saw was midgets, the solid gold dancers, and dogs dressed up in suits. It was really <laughs> weird. Now listen. Wow. That guy if was that too were much true, beer. I wouldn't be defending us at all because I think that'd be awesome. I think, I think that's he, going on today. I'm leaving right now. <laughs> yeah. I think I think he had his own drunken show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, I would be happy if we had midgets and dogs dressed up in suits. I got no problem with that. How about midgets dressed up in dog suits? That would be fine. But the fact of the matter is, there's nothing to watch. It's a radio show. You gotta listen. <laughs> There's no video involved. There's no. There's not even a picture available on the website. I'm not no. sure you're supposed to call them midgets. I think it's little people. Yeah. I think they switched <laughs> back to midgets, actually. Because they don't want to be confused with dwarves. Exactly. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think it's okay to say midgets. I mean, I'm not saying this guy's a, a bigot. I'm just saying he's an idiot. Yeah. Because he, yeah. he doesn't know what he looked at. Oh, wow. So, again, with the, like, people think they've seen something and they haven't. They just like I think you kept video. watching that, that speaker thing going in and out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he started seeing things. And then I started yeah. seeing He's more than a. He's brewing something else up at home yeah. is what he's doing all right um what else uh this is directly to matt you know fast bottoms you piss me the hell off stop this advertisement pitch you're an ass handler which is which is true anyway isn't it matt absolutely you are kind of an ass the only handler. true thing they said yeah <laughs> now, now matt i gotta ask you is this the worst beating you've ever taken on a forum oh far and away these guys were merciless <laughs> and cruel and <laughs> And, and you cried. I bet you cried like a little girl. It completely took me by surprise because normally when I go in and, and do a promotional post, I will subscribe to that thread so I can be uh, alerted to any responses right. to it. But on this particular forum, and I don't know why this is the case, it's the only one I've ever seen. And believe me, I've been on, well, as Justin said, over 80 of them now. Uh, you cannot subscribe to a thread. So I, did, I had no idea that all this was going on yeah. you know, behind my back until I just happened to go uh, back the other on day and when say, I posted to check in. Wow. And uh, yeah, I was getting hammered big time. <laughs> so here's one of Matt's responses. And Matt Man, he, he's he's good with words. You're an Iron Man because yeah, you went back and forth with these guys. It looks like for a couple of days, and, and that I appreciate. Yeah, well, well, I was, yeah, I was in the chat room with with those guys for two hours last night. Just, in in just, our chat room, trading punches. No, on there on this particular forum okay, chat room. Okay. Well, here's one of the posts that Matt did, just so I can read what you know, kind of how Matt's trying to help us out too. Uh, in response, uh, I could see your. He says, I could see your point. If I was selling something, I'm not. The Brewing Network is just getting off the ground, and there's no advertising budget, so beer-related forums are pretty much how we do it. Forums such as this, and yes, we also have one on the Brewing Network website, should be used to help to get the word out about good beer. We should be helping beer lovers around the world become better educated about beer. But you seem threatened by the mention of another website here. You should know that many of our listeners come from these postings and this is the first negative reaction i've encountered strange that so many of you this particular forum are vehement, vehemently opposed to it i think you are cutting off your nose to spite your face but if you don't want to hear about the show so be it i won't lose any sleep over it nice that's Matt, well said, that's Matt. that's totally fine and you're absolutely cool. right and and i did a posting later on that, that basically said the same thing yeah. that if you don't want it here that's fine our point is not to to violate anybody uh, except for occasionally you john yeah, but that's okay. uh, other than that and occasional um, midget <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a midget every now and then uh you know we we'll, we will cease from posting if yeah. we get word that the majority of them well, don't well, want us to do well, it well justin you, know. you didn't 
You didn't read the post where I called a couple of those guys twat. Well, no, I didn't, but I was going to read the email you sent me and then kind of get on to that because they were really cussing Matt out. And yeah. so he was, he's not going to stand for that. Yeah. So he had to say a few things back and, and, and I don't blame you a bit for that, Matt. And by the way, after I do all this berating of the, of the site, I'm going to say some nice things Let about it out. too. Let it so out. I'm, I'm a, I'm a double-sided guy. I don't like to censor or hold yeah. anything back. So I'm just saying what I think right now. Here's an email. Uh, is this email that you got or is just a copy of a post? It was a private message that okay. one of the members sent me. Okay. And this is great. Again, if the kids are in the room, get them out. I'm going to take a drink, get your kids out, then I'll read it. Okay. <laughs> okay. This one's good. <laughs> Matt, I'm so glad you sent me this. I laughed my, uh, my behind <laughs> off. Okay. It says this. So, please leave blank, and I'll say what the site is when I'm done. You suck dick, and your show does too. You are not talented, and calling people names on a public forum is stupid. Your show is really gay, like you. Come on, promote something cool, not lame and homosexual. Fuck off, faggot. And by the way, the Brewing Network, this is the best part, the Brewing Network seems to promote homosexuals. Is it entirely run by gays like you? Well, that guy's homophobic, man. <laughs> Jesus. Seriously. And ridiculous. He's, and he's like, don't call people names, you cum-sucking faggot. <laughs> like, what, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so listen, here again, in, in Matt's defense, in the Brewing Network's defense, and in the homosexual community's defense... Yeah. <laughs> We at the Brewing Network do not discriminate. No. Uh, I, 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 I don't care what your, your, your age, beer. sex, race, religion, sexual orientation. You're welcome in my home and my studio. You're welcome on the radio show. Yeah. If you know anything about beer or if you happen to be kind of funny, yeah. you're, you're welcome. Those are my only criteria. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and tell you or describe to you how every one of us is a heterosexual. I don't feel the need to do that. If you think I'm gay, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Send me your number. What do you want? Yeah. Uh, a little late night if, call. If you think Matt's gay too, fine. Awesome. Send him your number. Send him. You know what I'm saying here? Uh, this is, it's getting ridiculous. Don't, don't, don't be retarded. Wow. Um, okay. Now in, in somewhat of a defense of the particular forum that I'm talking about. The forum is called beerpal.com. Right? Is that right, Matt? That is correct. Where'd you, where'd you find this? I just homophobic it or site. Yahoo did, or it's one of the many, many, many I found recently. Okay, there are tons of people involved in this particular forum. So my guess, and in my posting, I sort of inferred to this. My guess is that the majority of them don't hold the same opinion. Yeah. That the majority of them uh, aren't, you know, uh, homophobes or anything yeah. else. And and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that the that the that the forum is is bad or good. It, it actually seems to there seems that there's probably a lot of information just because there's so many active people on the forum, yeah. which I really like. I appreciate that. Uh, with that said, um, even though their forum uh, is is possibly larger than ours, I'm not sure. I didn't look really hard. I don't feel any competition between the Brewing Network and, and BeerPal.com. Or, well, we're not trying to compete or, with other people, though. Or, yeah, exactly, or, or any other site. So if you guys want to post anything about yeah. BeerPal on, on our forum, Go I for promise it. not to call you a homosexual faggot. Yeah. All right? How about that? We should have a like, forums link on our website. website. But I don't even though we don't have a moderator. Even though we don't have a moderator. Because we don't need one because we don't have to put up with that crap. That's right. And also now, again, in BeerPal's defense, in BeerPal.com, the defense of it, there were a couple really cool people that posted in in the middle there who actually just chose to take the Switzerland approach and and not take anybody's side except to say, hey, guys, can we be a little civil here and not call each other names and get back to talking about beer, which uh, that was awesome. Which we do. Which which we do also. So... 
listen, I'm going to give you the bottom line again, okay? Here's the deal. We don't compete with anybody. We don't expect you to compete with us. We don't do things to intentionally take business away from anybody else. We don't ask for money. We don't solicit advertising. We don't do anything else. Yes. Uh, we're sharing information. We're actually providing a pretty unique service where, pe- where listeners get access to people like Matt from Firestone here. They get to ask them questions directly. They yeah. can call us up right now and ask the guy questions. And even and if they wanted to call Matt a douchebag, I wouldn't censor him from that either. You can call me a douchebag anytime you like. <laughs> so it's a pretty unique thing, and and Matt is is absolutely right that one of the only ways we have to let people know about it is to post in forms. So if you don't want us there, have your administrator or the majority of you send us an email. Whatever, I don't. I'm not going to lose any we'll sleep over posting. it either, Matt. Like you're you don't got to post there anymore. I don't care. Yeah, you do. <laughs> we wouldn't have no, any. I'm, any I'm, we wouldn't have any copy to talk about. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yes. I, oh, wait, but wait, I will definitely continue posting there because I'm sure that these these there's like four to six guys that once I sat back and thought about it because initially I thought Jesus Christ this whole forum is a bunch of you know freaking okies. But it wasn't. It was really like four. But it really was just a handful of guys that seemed to follow one or two leaders in this. But they thought it was funny to jump you. Well, so, no, they're which is true. Listen to it, they weren't doing it because they thought it was funny. They were doing it because they were genuinely pissed yeah. that I was doing what they assumed was advertising on their website. Oh, so you were in their hood. Exactly. Yeah. It was definitely yeah. a case of this is our territory. Yeah. I, I have to say, with this particular website, they have, and Justin, you just hit the nail on the head, the territorial aspect it, the the very they're very uh, parochial there. Oh. I, it, it's a culture nice. I've never found on another website. But anyway, I will continue to post there until one of their moderators says, "No, you're violating board policy," which right. nobody has said yet. So yes. I think probably just keep doing it until they say no. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as sure I said, there, to Matt, I'm sure there are people there who do, and I'm sure some of them are probably listening to the show right now that they once that they will enjoy it and, and will be interested. Well, hopefully so. If not, whatever. That's fine, too. But let me do a last thing, then. It's beerpal.com. Check it out. It's a big forum. There's lots of people there. Uh, uh, see what they have Let's to offer. Their I'm, forum I'm not going to judge anything Some nice people, about it. So uh, not so nice. Exactly. People. Which is pretty common in forums. Yeah. My only point in bringing it up is... Well, everybody is that, grows balls behind the computer screen. Yes. and But yeah. at the same time, it's this contradiction that I that I always talk about on here where, where you can talk to people in the brew community yeah. who, who like to tell you how it's all about the community and yeah. it's all about sharing. Exactly. That's pretty much what you and say. And then at the same time, they're, they're <laughs> extremely territorial and don't like it when you get involved with each other and don't yeah. compete and don't step on our toes. And it's just, it's completely hypocritical. So I said it before, I'll say it again. Don't be a douchebag. Share. Share alike. We're sharing information. There's we'll room. give it to you. You give it to us. There's room. Come on. It's a big digital world out there. Yeah. Right. All right. Matt, you keep, hey, keep up the good work, man. Yeah, oh, thank yeah. you very much, man. Hey, you know that it, I, you got my email, right? You know that even bad publicity is good publicity, right? Yeah, I did get that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> no publicity. Is <laughs> That's right. That's right on, guys. Well, hey, have a good show, and I'm, uh, I'll be listening in, in the chat room. Are cool. you going to stay at home and play our drinking games with us? Absolutely. All right, cool. I'm going to outline those here in a second. All right, guys. Thanks, Matt. All right, later. Cheers, See you, man. Nice beer, Jonathan. Thanks. <laughs> beer number three, guys. Come on, keep up. Pier number three. Dog, yeah. Jeez. I didn't even start the drinking games yet. <laughs> your, your, your lips right, are flapping way yeah, too much. Talk amongst yourselves while I finish. <laughs> you got to let it go. Right on. What are these games you have lined out here? Okay. Every caller does what? If someone could fill the pale ale for me. I'm going to go over. Do you want a pale? Or you want... games. I want a pale. I'm, I can't, you know I can't have the Hefeweizen because I'll puke. And uh, I'm not into the fruity stuff, even though we're apparently a fruity station here. <laughs> <Yeah>, that's <laughs> I like Doc's shirt. Yeah. 
Okay, here's the games that here's here's what's going to consist and make up the uh, the the drunken show. Here's what we have to do. First of all, every time we get a caller, and we just got our first one, so you guys are going to be expected to follow this rule. You're going to have to chug half of your pint. Jesus, chug it. Well, they have to have half a pint there. You will have to have half a pint there. When we get a call, you're going to need to fill it up and drink it. Half a pint every time we get a call. So the last half or the first half. uh, Whatever half you got, you just have to drink half a pint. Everybody does. Quarter pint. Everybody. This will both get us drunk and and uh, encourage listener participation for them to call in. <laughs> so the number, which is now posted on the contact page of the website, man, that feels good to say, is 888-401-BEER. Wow. Uh, every time somebody calls in, we will drink half a pint uh, and, until we can drink no longer <laughs> if the calls just happen over and over. That's rule number one. Uh, rule number two, and Doc has already fulfilled his portion for this segment, three full pints must be consumed during each segment. Now, a segment means in between our, our commercial breaks, which aren't actually commercials, they're song breaks. What happens if I fail to do this? You will have to drink three extra <laughs> at the break. Wow. Okay. John, don't sis out already. I, I, okay. You got plenty of time. Our segments go for like a half hour before we take a break, if not 45 minutes. So, wow. uh, like I said, Doc's already done his three for Honey? this segment. Yeah, He's on baby. number three. Okay. So three full pints consumed Hope. during each segment. Uh, Matt, are you in on this? <laughs> you, you don't, I'm, I'm going to fake it as good as <laughs> yeah, I okay. You can fake it. Uh, the third rule for today. And this one's going to get good, too. Every time someone says ferment or fermentation on today's show... <laughs> take a drink? You have to take a drink. Okay. Uh, hey, you're lucky hey, I didn't Matt, make it hops since today's uh, topic is hop <laughs> chemistry. So every time someone says ferment or fermentation... I said it. I said it. That's two drinks because I said them both. He said fermentation. So either one of those words, you take two gulps. That's all. Okay. Um, I might pass out on this chair. The fourth part of the show is that uh, Officer X will be monitoring our, our drunkenness throughout the show. He's left the studio for a second. He has a beer in his hand. <laughs> He's drinking? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wow. <laughs> He's off yeah. duty. Officer, officer, I, I was going to call anywhere. him Officer Sex, which would have been, that's a whole different show. Okay. Officer X. Uh, well, will if there's be, two of them, you could call him <laughs> Officer Sex. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He will be administering uh, field sobriety tests throughout the show. We don't have a breathalyzer, but uh, he can do all the other stuff. And as long as we document our pints. Are you writing down your pints? I got, uh, yes. You've got to keep note. Make notches for every pint you drink. Or take my knife and just notch into the counter here? Mm, Yeah. Please don't. You're at three, right, Doc? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. okay. So he'll got, be able to tell. Well, I'm working on my third. He'll be able to tell our ABC by then. I'm halfway done with my third. How's that? Okay. And the final thing that's going to help us designate how uh, how the alcohol has affected us is that I have a few readings that we, that you each are going to have to do <laughs> later on in the show. I'm going to uh, give them to you, and you're going to have to read them back into the microphone. Oh, that's great. And uh, maybe I'll have you read them like once at the top of the hour, and then again at the bottom of the hour, and see what the difference okay. is. Did you play? Did you play these in college? <laughs> I, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay. There you go. Those are our rules for today's show. All right on. Okay. I've got them in front of me, so don't think I'm going to forget about them yeah. now, kids. John, that's three pints between each, each segment. segment. Okay. You got me? Wow. And how <laughs> many segments are there? Uh, I don't know. We usually end up with three. So how that's how only nine How long does it take pints. to ferment tw- three pints? I, I can't Drink that. for saying the F word. I physically <laughs> cannot do that. It's now Have the you new seen official the size F me, word. Justin? I can't handle that. <sighs> yeah, you can. Officer X, could you please take the microphone for one second here? Just grab the middle one. Um, we just want to talk to you for a second. Uh, introduce yourself. Officer. My name is uh, Officer X. Okay. That's and what I tell people after I beat them up and they ask for my name and badge. And nice. 
Good work. Now, now they, you, want, they want they want to get their drugs back. Now, now, lest uh, people think that I'm joking, and I just brought in some homeless guy off the street who wanted to hang out in the beer show. You are actually an official CHP officer. Is that correct? I'm officially homeless too, but I am an official <laughs> CHP officer. Yes. Okay. Are you working tonight? As a matter of fact, you work the night shift, don't you? I do work the uh, graveyard shift because okay. that's where I interact with the uh, most beer connoisseurs. Okay, I'm sure it <laughs> there is. You actually, go. right on. And are you working tonight after the show? I actually am not. Okay. So I have a little bit of freedom to uh, enjoy the. Cool. So you can drink product. with us as well as monitor our alcohol content. <laughs> It'll be a unique experience trying to, to uh, explain the FSTs while being a little bit inebriated myself. Right. Right. Uh, FSTs, being Sorry. that I'm a professional in this topic are field sobriety tests by the way and i told them before you came nathan that i probably could have done this myself i just thought it'd be more official if we had you do it so uh now uh, again you don't have a breathalyzer as i told our listeners but you can't you say you will be able to uh you know tell our our ab abv if we tell you the amount of pints we've had within a certain amount of time correct Uh, that'd be one way of determining the approximate blood alcohol concentration Uh the other way just to inform the viewers out there, the actual main uh, field sobriety test is actually called horizontal gaze nystagmus, and mm-hmm. it's the involuntary twitching of the eyes. Yeah. Okay. And that's actually very uh, accurate for uh, determining what the blood alcohol concentration is. Okay. Because it's consistent regardless of your size and uh, regardless of your um, uh, familiarity with alcohol. Good. So if we forget how many pints we've had, you're still going to be able to tell our BAC. Exactly. That's very nice. Wow. Now that's it. it w- that's good to know. It's a common misconception that when the cop does the follow the finger thing, yeah. he just wants to make sure that you don't turn your head and you can actually follow the finger. He's a lot smarter than you Watch are. <laughs> he could give a shit if you follow the finger. Uh, it's when he gets to the side over there, like over to the left or the right, that your eye begins to twitch. Mine's twitching. Correct, exactly, Officer Exactly. Exactly. At the uh, at the ends, it uh, it twitches at about fifty degrees, and every degree back from fifty degrees, coming back towards the center of your nose, is usually point zero one percent on uh, of our BAC. We're also also looking for uh, smooth tracking. You'll okay. notice this uh, today during the show that uh, kind of looks like your eyeballs are a marble on sand. They just kind of click, click, click. Gotcha. Whereas normally they'd have smooth tracking if you weren't okay. intoxicated. See? And then These the, things are good the to know. The third test is the Trip around the mo- uh, trip around the block on your motorcycle. Yeah, no, we can do that. Give him, give him a <laughs> yeah. hey, he's on number three, man. <laughs> okay, and then just yeah. a last question, uh, and I'm going to get to you later as as there's something to actually test. Is it true that the best thing to say if you've gotten pulled over and and you're suspected of drunken driving is no, Oscar Fur, I've not been drunking. I love that line. That's I've only had there. The only better line that will guarantee me that you are drunk is say you've had two beers. <laughs> it's uh, actually a it's a yeah. universal thing. I've yeah. heard from every uh, nation, two every beers. country. People say yeah. two beers, dos cervezas. It's always two. Yeah. That's all they've had when I ask them how many. That's funny. When I got pulled over, that's all I had had too, <laughs> and that's exactly what I said to the officer uh, because I'm not too smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah, he's, you've been drinking. Yeah, I just had like two beers. Right? Uh, That's what they always say. I just I'm not like kidding. Two beers. I, I guarantee, honestly, yeah, two beers. Right. They always say. Yeah. The, the correct answer, the correct answer is actually, officer, no, I've not been drinking. Correct? That hopefully is the correct answer. All right. <laughs> now what happens if you lost? Because all that pot I've been smoking, I don't need a drink. <laughs> 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 That's good stuff. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Officer X. Uh, he will be with us throughout the show to monitor our sobriety or lack thereof. Okay. Last thing before we take a break, which means uh, I've got to finish this pint and then another one, uh, and and you too, John. Fermentation. Mm. Now we have to drink. <laughs> Pick one. Well, okay. I got. What happens if you get if you if you lie 
and you say there's nothing to drink and you actually are caught, is it worse, like, offenses? I mean, uh, it depends on what no. Moody's in. Uh, I'm, I'm going to speak for Officer X here for just okay. a second because I've had numerous discussions okay. with him. It's not necessarily – here's the deal. When you get pulled over and they ask if you've been drinking yeah. – it pretty much they're just going through the motions. Right. They know you've been drinking. Okay. You if if you're if you're if you really have only had one beer and you say no, I've not been drinking, you're probably going to get away with it or he might pull you out of the car and check you out and you're going to be fine anyway. Right. But if you're drunk, he already knows it. It kind of doesn't matter what you say. Am I right, officer X? Just give me a, anything. I'm pretty close. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, uh, you just can't miss the uh, the smell of an alcoholic beverage inside right. the vehicle unless yeah. you just got into it five seconds ago. It's It reeks. Right. So I'd make a point that that would, that would be a good way of getting yourself dragged out of the car for 20 minutes to say, no, I have anything to drink if I'm smelling an alcoholic yeah. uh, beverage within the vehicle. Well, might as well just say the one beer, and I might actually just look at your eyes right inside the vehicle and go, yeah, you're okay. not drunk. One it actually right. did happen okay. to me once. I, I did get pulled over, and I actually had only had one beer. And the officer did just that. He looked at my eyes and he said, all right, you look fine. Get out of here. Nice. The other officer, I said, I had two beers. He said, you're lying. Get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. Yeah. So there you go. But that's all in the how past. Many, how many and, did you uh, have? I digress. Uh, not that many. I think I had... Here's the thing. And I had said this before. I had said this before about getting my DUI. It's one of the best things that ever happened to me because there were times prior to my getting caught that I had drank way, way more than I should have had and then driven home. And uh, that was just bad news. And I had done it and uh, not happy or proud about that, but I had done it. Uh, this particular time, I hadn't had that much. I think I had had uh, three beers and a shot over a three-hour period, which for me is like drinking a Gatorade while I'm jogging. All right? It's no big deal. Except that my, my BAC content is obviously over the limit, and I stink. And it actually runs in the Crosley family that if you put a drop of beer on our mouth, we stink like a brewery for two days. It just, it, it's part, of, it's in my jeans. You sweat it. I sweat it. I'm I, sorry, Daniel. I, I spit it out. I, it's all over me. It has nothing so, to do with the hurl all over your yeah, shirt. Right. <laughs> exactly. This particular, t- when, so when I got pulled over and I got my DUI, he pulled me out of the car and said, you know, do the, I went through all the tests and I passed the test with flying colors. And he said that to me. He said, well, you know, you, you actually did great on the test. Uh, but I, I still, you know, think that you're over the limit, so I'm going to give you the breathalyzer. So uh, it really doesn't matter. And again, at the point where they're giving you field sobriety tests, they already know they're going to give you the breathalyzer. They're going through the motions. If you get field sobriety tests, I'll tell you this. Here's, I'm going to save you some time and embarrassment right now. Um, if you're an idiot like I was and you happen to get pulled over for driving drunk, uh, which you shouldn't be doing anyway, and none of us will be doing today, by the way. We arranged rides for everybody home today. Who's Dr. Scott's friend? Uh, I think case, Danielle. I keep asking that. And nobody's telling me. Yeah. Well, his, <laughs> wife, his wife really wanted to know when I picked him up. So. There's a bus down the road. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's a dog's good no. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, I'm going to save the if, – if you're drunk when you get pulled over and he, and he gets you out of the car and says do the field sobriety test, just say, you know what? Why don't we just cut the chase and give me the breathalyzer because he's going to do it anyway. So even if you pass all those things and you stand on your leg and cluck like a chicken, so honesty he's giving thing. you the thing. No, no, it's no. just – I'm just – you're still going to get busted. Yeah, but – I'm just saying why stand on one hand. Like you raked over the and, coal. Yeah, don't do jumping jacks while standing on your head. Just say give me the, the thing and then pull, you know, take me away. Right. Save yourself the time. If you're drunk, yeah. you don't got to do those tests. In fact, it's kind of cool because you'll probably aggravate the officer because I think they love doing that part. I yeah. think they love making you look like an idiot, and you'll be like, "Hey, is that true?" Listen, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of making me jump through fiery hoops. Uh, and we all know buddy. you, you want to aggravate the officer, so you're stuck <laughs> in the car with him for yeah. an hour, you know, getting driven around with the different tests, right. the breathalyzer and stuff. Yeah. 
So there you go. Don't bother if you're drunk. Don't bother doing the uh, FSTs. Just ask for the breathalyzer, and and then you can get to sleep quicker in your jail cell for the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with Bubba. Yeah. Oh okay. God. A little piece of advice. Since we're on the subject, never refuse the breathalyzer. I don't care what you read in the books. Any officer, if uh, if you're that close, or whatever else, he's going to arrest you. Especially if you refuse the breathalyzer. It's and you're going to get busted. And anyway. you're going to get busted anyway. The only. T- I've had uh, I've had breathalyzer results come back that I was going to arrest the person and it was just low enough that I let them go. Yeah. So that's that's really what the breathalyzer is there for us to show are they close enough to the line that it's not worth arresting. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> However, to so, preface that, don't do it in the first place. Yeah. There you go. Don't drink and drive. Exactly. Okay. Make sure we do that. Which which we did. Pine here. Mm. We have DDs. We're good. Mm-hmm. We're good people. I'm empty again. <laughs> Doc, you're not going to last two segments, buddy. Yeah, I told you that Doc's yeah. the one who really requested this show. I can't wait show. for the hot <laughs> chemistry talk and Oak Barrel. Hey, blah, blah, blah. All right. You ready, Matt? <clears throat> Let me do some news real quick. Uh, I need to do it now because I won't be able to read in another half an hour or so. So um, did you guys read this, that the wine uh, wine in America has edged over beer as America's drink of choice? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it edged over Budweiser. Uh, I don't know. It, it, here's the study. For the first time, wine has edged out beer as the alcoholic beverage of choice in Gallup's annual consumption habits poll conducted in July. 39% of American drinkers named wine as the alcoholic beverage they drink most often, while 36% go for the gusto with a cold brew first. Hmm. And that's a dramatic switch from 92 when beer was named by 47% by those surveyed and just 27% said wine. Uh, so in the same time frame, there's been no change in the number who say they prefer spirits first, which is 21%. Uh, Gallup says the reasons are more complicated than people switching simply from beer to wine. For one, minorities and women are driving up the wine numbers, according to the report. So, And age is also a factor. Wine and beer are preferred uh, about equally in the 30 to 49 age group, while wine surges ahead for those 50 and older. Which is obvious, unless you hang out at a brew club meeting. So we'll be doing wine show in twenty years. Yeah, we might. Be. Hopefully not. <laughs> we're going to work to switch twenty that years for me. Okay. <laughs> TBN's goal is to old. promote beer, so we're going to try to we're going to fight this new trend. Um, while beer is still the drink of choice for eighteen to twenty nine year old, uh, it appears that young adults are trading in their beer mugs for excuse me for martini glasses, <laughs> helping to maintain spirits place in the poll. Uh, which is you know I don't know why young people do that because mm, it gives you a bad hangover. Yeah. Beer mixed mixed alcohol, not good. Yeah. Stick with beer. Although strong ale gives you a bad hangover, as you, as if you download the Hangover Show archive. Uh, yep. I can attest to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Matt, you got some work to do in the brewing industry to get beer back on top, buddy. We always think that uh, the craft brew industry is kind of, you know, uh, 10 years behind the wine industry, and that our peak is yet to come. Okay. Yeah. 10% of the beer industry and, and easily this uh, Gallup poll down the line. Right. How I many, think you're right. How you're many pre- barrels do you do? Our brewery? Yeah, your brewery a year? About 40,000 barrels. 40,000. That's pretty large. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my my household consumes like half of that. <laughs> so you got to get to work, man. Right on. Stop being lazy over there. <laughs> Stop uh, getting me drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Second news story, uh, a beer uh, that was produced in New Delhi. Uh, this beer is good for you, it's called. An Indian firm has launched a vitamin-rich beer, which it says protects the body from the harmful effects of alcohol, the Press Trust of India news agency reported. You know, Doc, that this is this works for my plight to say that beer's healthy and that we all need to drink it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you mentioned, what was the name of the place that uh, started this? Uh, in New Delhi. No, no, the name of the company. 
there wasn't the company. Any. I didn't say it yet. You said beer firm. An Indian firm is all it was. Oh, a firm in India. Just a firm in India. Fermentation? No, no. <laughs> hey, wait. <laughs> no, thanks doc. a lot. Doc. Like you need another Jeez. reason to drink. Ah, jerk. Okay, I need a uh, refill so I can um, fill my three pints before the segment's over. Um, yeah, you guys know that I'm always like fighting to promote uh, beer health, so this has just helped me out here. I know. You keep drilling this into us. Well, I think it's Matt, important. I think we're not healthy enough. <laughs> Ladybird. healthy for you, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. See? He knows. Here's the company. Uh, Ladybird Bio Beer contains aloe vera extracts as well as the normal ingredients of barley, malt, and hops, says its inventor. I'm not going to bother so trying to say If you're caught on fire, you're... Uh, or, or my yeah. skin will be nice and smooth as I'm drinking <laughs> okay. beer. The inventor said that research showed that it did not harm the liver or cause ulcers and gastric illness. Uh, he's quoted as saying, The results of human c- clinical trials have shown aloe vera increases the bioavailability of vitamins like B1, B6, B12, C, and E, said C.B. Jagannatha Rao, a senior vice president of the Kode Group of Industries. The beer was launched in southern India state of Kerala today by Kode in partnership with uh, Amaranth's firm, a uh, bunch of names I can't pronounce. Um, consignments of the beer had been exported to Canada, and customers from Malaysia and the United States also expressed interest. I'd like to get a hold of some of that yeah. beer. It's got aloe in it. Yeah, aloe. Al- everybody knows aloe is good. Of, that's a lot of vitamin. You can never go wrong with aloe. No. It's entirely natural, and I think it heals everything. Try throwing that in your fermentation. Yeah. What? Yeah. Fermentation? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this is fun. It's a drink. If you're playing at home, you need to drink anytime someone oh, you says play with us the two F Come on. And you got to finish three pints uh, within five minutes uh, of this whole segment because it's about to be done, and, and you will have had to have three pints. Um, okay. In Cameroon, they're using uh, beer bottle caps as currency. Hmm. So are you. I don't get to buy stuff with it. What am no, I drinking no, you, here? Why did I just get poured? Uh, my, my English John's brown. English brown. Yum. Yeah. It's like, mm. it's like a fudgicle. That's, that's pronounced it has like a fudgicle. Fudgicle. It does have like a campfirey taste. That's There's the oak. oak. That's, That's the oak. oak. Oh. Inspired by this man. Ah, All right. Now you know what that taste is. Yeah. Mmm. Mm. Kind of caramel, vanilla. That's weird about me. Chocolate. Is that my palate always picks up all this stuff? Yeah. I have no idea. What but you don't know what to call. It. I don't know what it is. I'm always saying to you guys, "What's that uh, fuzzy thing that's in there?" It's really good with a frozen glass. Yeah. Like 35, 40 degrees. It's just like ice cream, liquid ice well, cream. Well, like in t- unless you've tasted Britannomyces yeah. beer and somebody told you that's what it is. Yeah. Because you've tasted it before. And you go, oh, right. I don't right. know what that is. Yeah. And right. Right, when, as soon as they tell you what it is, you never forget it. That's right. I've now not you, forgotten since. Now you, you know, chalk one up for oak. All right. Now here we go. Beer bottle caps are being used as currency in parts of Cameroon, which is in the grips of a promotion frenzy by rival breweries. Intense competition between beer companies has seen 20 million bottles given away since the start of the year. The prizes, which are revealed beneath the bottle cap, include mobile phones, luxury cars, and, of course, more beer. With a beer costing $1, some punters are using their winning bottle caps to pay for taxi rides. Because uh, I guess taxi That's rides in New Delhi are like a dollar, so you can turn in your $1 uh, cap and, and get a beer. Virtually every consumer of beer in Cameroon has a chance of winning, says local journalist uh, Martin Etange of the Capitol. Uh, sometimes you go out just for a bottle and you find yourself coming back with four or six free bottles because of winning caps. A bottle of beer costs a dollar, and that's just over the cost of a township taxi drop. 
Uh, he says that five beer caps would be enough to cover someone's taxi expenses for a whole day. Taxi drivers are also using the caps, this is good, in their fishy deals with the traffic police. Uh, so they can get off by driving, uh, get, they can get off by giving one or two caps to the officers. Get out of jail free card. Yeah. Uh, he says Cameroon uh, traditionally has one of the highest levels of alcohol consumption in Africa, and authorities have not expressed concern about the current trend. Hmm. Good. Nobody seems to be worried about the health impl- implications, he says. The government is saying nothing about it, but people are certainly drinking more than before. So they're all healthy. Yeah, they're all really healthy, if you ask me. <laughs> but if you ask them, they're not doing so good. Exactly. Yeah. Out of uh, the collar. We got a caller, which means you're going to have to consume half a pint. Half of what so, I have or let, half a pint? Let me get him on the phone here. Hey, I, I helped install that phone line. Does that give me the right to unplug it? No, sir. Okay. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Oops, I tripped. All right. Who are we talking to? I just wanted to, to uh, this is Wichita Brewer from uh, the chat room. Just wanted to uh, Make put a- out a little shout out to my uh, my boys out there and... Uh, Call in to get you guys drinking some more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, sorry about the weird buzz you guys are getting, listeners. Sometimes yeah. we get weird uh, stuff happening out of here. I, nothing I can do about it. We're going to have to bear with it. Thanks you. for calling. All Thanks. right. So now we got to drink half a pint. I appreciate that. And uh, where are you at again? Uh, Wichita, Kansas. All right. So shout out to Wichita, Kansas, and then to, to your friends in the chat room there, too. Chug, chug, chug. And uh, anything else you want to say before I drop you? Uh, drop me. <laughs> All right, thanks I'll, for calling. Maybe I'll call back a little later and to get you guys drinking some more. No drop. All right, that sounds good. Do you want to stay on the phone while, and make sure that we drink our half a pint right now? Uh, that's all right. I'll hear you. Oh, that or you could cheer us on if we're chugging it. Cheer us on at home. Yeah, come on, guys. All right, do it. Go team. Thank you very much. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right. Okay, half a pint, everybody. Here you go. Too good a beer to pound. I'm pounding. Oh, you guys are slow. Very good. Okay. Doctor? Here's my half a pint. I started there. Uh, I started no, up here. I started here. And Danielle is checking. She's making sure. Hey, Matt, I started up wait, here. Matt, I'm really, really sorry. You yeah, are a lying cow. All right, I'll well. drink more. What, do you want to drink all of it? Because that will be never three quarters of a pint. No, he only has to drink, he only has to drink eight ounces of it. Correct. Right. I can't wait till our Hopkins Street, you know, there. The talk. Now I'm ahead of you guys with three quarters of a pint. <laughs> yeah, good for you. And good thing the segment's over. I've consumed my three pints. We're allowed to take a break now. John, Johnny P, you're only you, you've only His done two, two and a half. Man. Two and a half, man. Two and a half. Yeah. So you only got to do a half right now before I take a break because yeah. I'm not going to let you slide. Thanks. <laughs> oh man, am I going to be full? All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's. let's Measure that gut. I shouldn't have brought this beer. <laughs> I'm, I'm on yeah. this beer. You should have brought a light one. Oh, and the burps are going to be abound on the microphones today, yeah. too, kids. <laughs> you know, right, you, so you actually said excuse me on one or two of them. I know. That's weird, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that caught my ear. <laughs> All right. Here's what we're going to do. John's going to finish his half a pint. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to start our discussion with Matt, which is going to be uh, simultaneously about Firestone Walker and hop chemistry and your history as a brewer and whatever the questions we get from the chat room and callers, etc. So we've got Matt from Firestone Walker Brewing Company. Go to the chat room if you <coughs> want to ask questions or, or call 888-401-BEER. All right? You like that one? Uh, that was pretty good, John. We'll be right back. Uh, probably two-song break. Here we go. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Wrong button. Hey, I love the boss, by the way. I was supposed to press this one. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Brewing Network. So it happens. When you Saving drink. your life, one beer at a time. Oi! It's for you, John. Oi! Oi! Yeah. 
I pressed the intro again. Let's just start over. Why not? <laughs> Welcome to Burn Network. All right, we are back. Uh, we're back without Dr. Scott for the moment. He had a bit of an emergency to take care of. And I don't think it was that he peed his pants. No. Yeah. It was dental. Oh. Yeah, he had a toothache. Told you he really is a doctor. Yes. He has to do stuff. All right, we got a caller, which you guys know what that means. Oh, uh, half let, a pint. Let me oh, that's funny, Matt. That's exactly what you have. <laughs> All right, let me get him on the air, <laughs> and then we'll see what the caller's calling for. Hello, you're on the air. Justin, I just want to thank you so much for putting up those archives. Oh, you're welcome. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Brooklyn. Okay, nice. Ah, a I little New York a, action. Sweet. Yeah, I, I flew, uh, I hate flying, and I had an hour flight today, and I put on that uh, second show I think you guys did on the East, and so I wasn't even thinking about flying, I was just listening. Oh, and, uh, man. I was cracking up, and everybody next to me thought it was crazy. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I'm actually really excited about that. I'm glad you got to download some stuff and listen to it then. And because usually when I'm listening to the show, it's my Sunday night, and I'm drinking, so now I can actually listen to the shows, and uh, I've learned so much. Now I can listen to the shows and take notes and be sober for some of the time during the week instead of... <laughs> That's, you guys on uh, that totally makes sense. I actually, that's funny you say that because I was thinking about it myself the other day. I'm in here and I have access to all these brewers coming in and we have these great discussions and we're talking about all sorts of stuff and I don't get to absorb much of any of it because I'm reading through questions and I'm listening and I'm getting ready for the next question and I'm trying to run all this stuff and it's not until I listen to the it's show true. afterward that I get anything out of yeah. it. So just as a warning, Matt, I won't hear a word you say today. That will be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Yeah, now you guys can download them and take it with you and get to learn something now. Uh, but don't stop, you know, hanging out and getting drunk with us hey, on Sundays then. Hey, it works. No, no, I can get more drunk because I've got that whole week. All right, cool. Man, i got to fix the phone. We're getting weird buzz in here. I don't know what I did to it. Something, though. I'll try to fix it at the next break. Tweak with the line outside or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to drink half a pint because you called, too. Yeah, do I have to drink half a pint? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do, too. <laughs> He's like, oh. Damn. Damn. All right, I'm going to drink it right while you're on the air, so hang on a sec. We're drinking. John. I'm working on it, honey. Where's Dr. Scott? He had three pints before we even started the show. Okay, so there you he's, go. He's Have got credit pint. going. Are you still going, Brooklyn? Uh, I'm still drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. My brother's out in New York, but he's in. he's not as cool as you are because he's in Poughkeepsie. It's beautiful up there, but yeah. Yeah, but it's not cool like Brooklyn. Hmm. Yeah, True. it's nice though. He he goes to uh, Culinary Institute of America out there. I'm gonna have oh, him come yeah. in one time for a show and do beer recipes with us. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, he's a good cook <clears throat> or chef, whatever you're supposed to call him. <laughs> I call him a cake bacon pansy myself. If you go to culinary school, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the same. <laughs> Depends <laughs> on which forum you're reading. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. I just started uh, smoking uh, smoking meat as I'm uh, brewing the beer now because I'm sitting outdoors for eight nine hours a day. So I realized got a smoker and I just. Nice. Well, I'm, sure I'm you kind did. of a pansy in that sense, too, because I love to smoke some meat and make some good food while I'm sitting outdoors brewing. No, smoking meat is fine. You're allowed to smoke meat, and that's not pansy at all. If you're baking meat, now you're a pansy. So yeah. if you're smoking it and you, let's say, I don't know if you've done this yet, but, you know, when you put your hickory chips or whatever in your smoker, right. uh, marinate them in beer first. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, take your hickory chips, like the day that you're planning to smoke. So let's say the morning of, and, and just pour a bunch of chi- other chips, you know, that you're going to put in there in a bowl and throw some, like Guinness works awesome, uh, cause it, cause then it'll add to that smoky taste, uh, or, or a nice pale ale or an IPA, whatever. It really doesn't matter. But actually marinate them. Pour the beer in there, cover it up, stick it in your fridge for a couple hours, right, and then. Pour out wet down with beer. Yes, yes. exactly. Nice. And then stick it in your, in your smoker. Nice. Now you're gonna get some good meat out of that. A little homebrew smoked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just because we're talking about meat on the show doesn't mean anything. Not at all. For <laughs> <laughs> those beer pals. All right, Brooklyn. Thanks for the call. Thank Let's, you so much. Let's catch you later. Man, what's up with the phone? I hope everybody got to hear that. It was really weird. Well, sound that just traveled there. three thousand miles. Yeah. No, but it's my it's the it's the system in here. It was working fine last week. I'll, I'll get to work on it. We'll see if I can fix it by the next it worked. segment. We understood. And we got to drink half a pint. Doc, you're you're behind a half a pint. We got a caller. I'm, I'm, I'm so you got, ahead of you. you got credit. <laughs> I, I, I defended I you, Doc. You got credit. So. Exactly. You're, you're okay. No, the rules are caller half a pint. I didn't. I don't have half a pint. Get up. Well, I mean, here's what's that about? We have four kegs in here, Doc. About a quarter. Five cakes. About a quarter pint. No, it's like an eighth of a pint. What's wrong with you all? You see, that's what you do, Doc. You go all gung-ho in the beginning like I'm the man. Yeah. And then when it comes down to brass tacks, you're like, oh, come on, I'm ahead of the no, game. No, no, no. I just wanted to do the math so, you know, I could finish that and then I'll I'll, I'll buck up here. It's no <laughs> problem. A field sobriety test to see where he's really at. Yeah, that's a good thing. Oh, I, I, I just to went to the that. store. I first should ask you guys if you needed anything. <laughs> that's where you were? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> All That's right. Uh, if you want to call and make us drink half a pint or just oh, to say hi, it's 888-401-BEER. I think Danielle is answering the phone right now. Uh, in the meantime, let's get into Matt from Firestone Walker Brewing Company. Yeah, how did uh, you get started, Matt? Let's tell us about that. I'm, uh, I was born and raised in Minnesota, which uh, I'm not so sure that's known as a beer drinking state necessarily, but uh, did college in Michigan. Minnesota? Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. And uh, in Kalamazoo, Michigan, home of Bell's uh, Fine Ales, Kalamazoo Brewing Company. Oh, yeah, so Kalamazoo. while I was going to school, I was exposed to some really nice uh, craft brewing okay. and uh, never worked there. But uh, my first job out of college after I got my organic chemistry degree uh, was working for Kalamazoo Spice Extraction Company. Okay. And that was where I uh, was put into the hops division and started a job as a hop chemist for that company. Okay. Now, what does a hop chemist do? That's a good question. Yeah. That company um, actually uh, did spice extractions, essential oils, all sorts of different things, but happened to have a division that did hop extracts. Then they would do some synthesis in some cases to make light-stable hop extracts. Mm-hmm. They would create hop oils for post-fermentation um, oil additions to beers. They, uh, they did straight iso-alpha acids minus the oils. And in any case, they could manipulate a hop uh, from a chemistry standpoint. Get all the good stuff out. Yeah, predominantly used by European brewers, but also by some of the majors here in the United States. Is that the oils um, or actual true hops? Does we it would bring in uh, whole leaf hops. We would actually bring them in, go through a pelletizing process, mm-hmm. then go through an extractor. Typically, uh, liquid CO2 was the medium okay. used for extraction, mm-hmm. which is a great uh, medium for extraction. Separate the oils away from the resins and play with each of them for the products, whatever the brewer wanted. Any... Any beer that's in a clear glass bottle here in the United States that doesn't go skunky mm. is using some type of synthesized That's hop. what I was going to ask okay. you. It's purported that uh, Newcastle uses hop extracts because they have to have the clear glass because the, right? the it's product recognition. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's purported that they, they use hop extracts. Otherwise, they get skunky beer. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not. 
Not at all. Our claim to fame was that we could actually sell off the alpha, take the beta acids, which was considered to be unusable in the brewing process, and synthesize those into a usable hop extract known as tetra. And what what does beta acids add to a beer? Typically, beta is insoluble. Yeah, you don't really want those, and they're they're usually harsher. Is that what you leave behind in the boil? Um, That would be something that's not typically soluble in aqueous solution, wouldn't end up in your finished product. However, as hops age over time, beta acids do oxidize into um, other compounds that become soluble and also somewhat bitter and are sometimes fingered as being part of the astringent character of some beers made with older hops. So you, you, you... it, it kind of comes along with the whole equation. If you're throwing hops in there, you're going to get some beta. Sure. And, sure. Uh, beta. Would that be like beta a, means would bad. that be like a grassy flavor you sometimes taste in the beer? Or um, not necessarily. No. Uh, Probably in most cases it would be you would not recognize it in the finished product. Uh, interesting. Does it does it settle out over time in fermentation? Drink. I mean, that's a that's <laughs> a fermentation. <laughs> <laughs> the F word. Yeah, no, like I think it. he's saying it, it mostly shows up more in older beers that aren't aging well, and the oc- it, it would be an oxidized side an product, oxidized so it wouldn't even be recognized as beta. Okay, I think in most cases you would, you know, beta would be in such trace levels that it would be, you know, hard to find even via HPLC or other um, because it's not carried over, right? Insoluble, it's, it's insoluble. Yeah. So, so we yeah. could take this, uh, you know, this thing that was considered useless in the brewing process, turn it into a usable bittering agent that was mm-hmm. also light stable. But you know what? That's kind of boring information because as as interesting it was from a chemistry right. standpoint, I wanted to be a brewer. And I was um, somewhat possessed. I was brewing three or four days a week in my garage. I had a one-barrel system. Hmm. Um, wow. I may be one of the only home brewers in Michigan that was actually served papers by the BATF asking me to report <laughs> my alcohol. And I think really? somebody really? probably turned me in because I was wow. supplying yeah. quite a few parties in the greater Kalamazoo region. Ah, there yeah. you go. But uh, wow, and and how did that, tell me tell me the story about story. that? So you're there. Oh, I fully I fully ignored it and uh, moved. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nothing became of it. But you actually got served notice to report. Yeah, how somewhere much in my bring. scrapbook, I've got a nice. Piece well, of where who are you living with? Uh, other homebrewers. No, no, but you're homebrewer, but you're other adults in the house. Correct. Hundred hundred gallons per year per adult. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were clearly over that level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm trying. I'm trying to do the math here. We're over. Yeah. Like Don't try. Hundred gallons a year, right? Don't try. So, in any case, I, I stayed with that firm for three years doing hop chemistry, mostly um, you know lab rat type activities. Mm. And they made the mistake of sending me off to the Siebel Institute of Brewing Technology hmm. for a brewing education so that I could interface with our customers a little bit better. Right. How long did you go there for? Um, at that particular time, I only went to Chicago for a couple of weeks for a short course. Okay. But it gave me the taste of brewing. I met a lot of other brewers, both uh, craft brewers that were in the industry for a while, international brewers, and I was sold. I, I needed to... Hmm. Uh, get into the brewing industry. I had no idea I could actually make a living making beer. So, yeah. how long did you go back to the chem company then I before pretty you much out? promptly put in my resignation and, oh. uh, and started shopping? Thanks nice. for buying me my beer education. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah, nice work, man. Yeah. Really? I'm still on talking terms with those folks. Yeah. They weren't. They They're weren't, proud of me. They're well, proud of me. yeah, you could have milked them for the long course. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they understood. They weren't pissed about the whole deal. No, no. no. Yeah, but in any case, good beer. <laughs> yeah. So it was a fortuitous timing as well. The microbrew industry was really heating up. This is in the mid-90s. Okay. And I was picked up by Goose Island Beer Company, who is pretty much the, the sole craft brewer in the Chicagoland area. Okay. okay. And uh, so I started there just as an entry-level position. They're growing very quickly and in a very short amount of time. I was named head brewer of that facility. And how, okay. long, how long were you there for? Um, I was at Goose Island shy of five years, somewhere between four or five years. Nice. And I think what really gave me the edge, I think a lot of craft brewers come to the industry, they're 
home brewers who decide that they'd like to take the leap. It's not for money. It's typically for passion and sure. beer and other yeah. things. Um, but I had a lab background, and mm. a lot of these growing craft breweries needed a lab. And although my background was in microbiology per se, mm-hmm. it came very easily. And uh, so I kind of, my niche and my my segue into the industry was through the through the lab. So I set up a lab there that helped us in our quality control efforts. The brewery grew quite quite rapidly. Um, And then I got the call to come to California, originally for the Slow Brewing Company in Paso Robles at that time. Okay. And uh, spent about a year with Slow Brewing Company. And then in July of 2001, Firestone Walker Brewing Company purchased the production facility in Paso Robles. They actually bought out Slow? Yeah, they bought oh, out really? the production facility. Not the name or anything okay. to do with the recipes, just simply the production facility. Um, they bought fi- the kitchen. They yeah. bought the kitchen. Gotcha. Yeah. And Firestone was kind enough to ask me to stay on as their brewmaster. Yeah. Nice. And the rest is history. They probably knew you made a good beer. I don't know. They had nobody <laughs> else. They, well, well, I'm going to give I you... <laughs> no, I was to buy a brewery, I'd make sure the brewer could go... You know, well, it was a, it was an excellent thing for Firestone. Uh, I mean, it was both for great for both parties. Slow wanted to get out of the bottling and kegging business, and somebody came in, bought the facility that had, you know, obviously some good financial backing. The Firestone mm. family, a lot of experience in winemaking for thirty years, so a lot of experience in the alcohol business and tires. And then Firestone <laughs> tires as well, right. organization of rubber and things of this nature. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but then walked into a facility, and rather than having to build a new facility and work all the kinks out of that facility, you know, a whole brewing team, an active brewery that already was operating, and just well, turn the key. In how many times we hear that you know the owners know nothing about brewing, and yeah. it's such a smart thing to do. You got the machine ready. You got the guy that knows how to be- brew beer. Give he's it doing, he's doing a great job. Yeah. You'd be an idiot yeah. to Interfere. not keep this going yeah. and keep keep the people there. I haven't worked for a lot of breweries, and it's, I think it's often thought, and there are probably quite a few breweries where the owners don't know a lot about the process, but this is not the case with this outfit. Okay. Um, Adam Firestone, who is uh, would be the great-grandson of Harvey Firestone, the okay. guy who invented vulcanized rubber, but very active in the company, very aware of how production runs, very aware of the raw materials and what makes a good beer, hmm. and very passionate, not about making extreme beers or trying to make his mark in this industry by doing something flashy or something... Cutting edge. Or no, he, he, he wants to make good beer. He, I mean, he vocalized that he wants to stay right down the middle, he wants to make very few beers very well, and he wants good. to spend the money necessary to build in, and he, you know, he knows enough to know that in our game, uh, stability is right. a huge product. Right. Survival. I nice. think pretty much every craft brewer out there makes a great beer right. and has made a great beer, but whether or not he can put it in a bottle or put it in a keg and get it out to the consumer and, get, and keep, keep it, it that way. And, yeah. and three months later, you taste it as the consumer and you say, wow, that's a great beer. Mm-hmm. That's, this, you're, it's interesting you mentioned that. Vinny was in here talking about that last week, too. IPAs. You know, mentioning that uh, he loved to bottle his, his, his IPAs and distribute them, but he won't do it until he knows that the end... You know, product the end user right. is going to get an uh, as good as it is when he sells it in his brew pub, mm-hmm. and until then he won't do it. And and you're right about that. It is a different story when you when you start shipping it across the country or whatever else. You but know, on the, on the flip way. side, you know, he has to bottle his Belgians. Yeah, just to make them good. Yeah, and so, That's right. he's so got he's, got, he's, run, he's running both sides of the fence on that yeah. one. Yeah. Well, Vinny's been around long enough to realize that that was a that was a great way to put his first foot forward and get mm-hmm. those beers out, and those beers have legs, and by, stylistically they do well, but with age. Yes. Firestone makes a lot of products that are, you know, pale ales, hoppy beers, right down the middle, uh, and their shelf stability is always uh, the worst. Actually, it's, it's counterintuitive, but hoppy beers with all that hop oil. 
Hop oil is the first thing to oxidize. It's right. the first thing you'll notice in an IPA or a pale ale that's got a little age on it. It starts going very right. quickly, and it's no longer <laughs> that fresh beer that you're used to having. I gotta interrupt for just one second. Okay. Sorry, guys. This is good. The phone's been ringing off the hook. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Anybody in the answering? Anybody answering that? It's getting answered. Something's going on with our phone system where half the time they're picking it up and they can't hear somebody on the other end. But we at least does owe it, a half a does pint. That, does that count? Uh, it counts. Oh, uh, damn. Matt did get through, and now somebody's on right now. Is that Matt there? Does he want to get on the air here? Hey, Matt, are you there? I'm here. See how come the phone works with him now? Maybe it's just weird long-distance stuff I'm, Yeah, I'm local. I don't know. Huh. Hey, anyway, so you, you call him just to make a string? Well, the boys and girls, I, I don't know who, you know. Anyway. Yeah, I got you. Time for you boys to have a drink. <laughs> See? Thanks, thanks, Get Matt. to it. Get to work. All right. See, John tried to do a cover-up. He's like, oh, no, wait, we're having a good discussion. We can't stop. And I'm like, no. <laughs> i got to keep it focused. <laughs> That's rules not how it That's on right. good beer. Rules are rules. If the phone hey, rings, hey, no, you wait, got wait, wait, drink. Wait, wait. I'm That's defending. Right. Hey, come on. Screw beer, pal. It's a good show. <laughs> you know? and, and everyone should understand that I was not informed that this was the drinking show. They yeah, lured me true. up here to talk about something serious well, and then to proceeded to tell me that we were getting drunk get and I better pick my couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you why, Matt, because you're very well respected. So, so mean, screw we, that, John. we got to talk about that. I said, tell the guy it's the drunken show. I told him we'd be drinking during the show. <laughs> that's, But that's different. <laughs> and by the way, um, I like... It's above uh, and beyond. We I have like, a mission. I like where John's going with this. From now on, Matt, we're going to refer to you as Beer Pal. <laughs> 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 and where did Nate go with my pint? He, well, I gave him my glass. I said, cause I we, said we, pour we, me a pale ale, and he the left pale. the room. We killed the pale. Oh. Gotcha. First uh, keg. No, 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 no I, I don't want the last that. Bit of Let me drink that. That'll do a half pint because I chugged the, the bottom up when I heard the phone ring before. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to tap the show with uh, fire. Do we have now. to drink? Are we drinking now? you got to drink half a pint uh, for the phone call. Geez. Well, I, I I was dealing with your your pail there, and I missed a lot of that. So, well, you, uh, you still got to drink half a pint. I'll drink with you because I didn't drink mine either. Clinkies, baby. There you go. Hope you can hear him. John's <laughs> got to get one poured for him. <laughs> I just drank mine, man. Done. This is the time that uh, dead air is acceptable. Yes. <laughs> if you're chugging yeah. beer, it's totally acceptable. Uh, I got, I got, we need to bust into cool, some Firestone. Yeah, we're going to break I, into the Firestone I'm Walker breaking into it right, right now, all right? I'm, I'm breaking into it. <laughs> you owe us half a pint. Did you I drink it? I just drank my half pint. All right. Hey, uh, beer pal. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, what? Thanks for the call. Hey, I didn't Absolutely. ask for a growler. <laughs> we'll see you later. All right, bye. All right. Uh, wait, wait, what is that? I got lots of questions. I got weird things. Ha- what is this? Uh, cool. Okay, I got some questions from the forum. I'm gonna. I got some questions I want to field to you, Matt. But first, I want to tell a quick story about how I got to know about Firestone because I think it's a good story that you might appreciate. Uh, Daniela and I had some friends visit us from Germany. And uh, he was on the show. He was on our very first show. And this particular friend, the only beer that he drinks in Germany is Helles. He loves Helles. It's all he'll drink. He doesn't really like... I got him into ales a little bit, but it, it had to be a really special beer for him to like it. Because they obviously brew the best Helles on the planet in Germany. And he loved yeah. this stuff. All right? So I get him out here. He's all excited that I actually have a kegerator in my house. That's something <laughs> you don't have in Germany because you can just go next door and, and there's a bar. Right? So he's all excited. I call up John. I say, John, I got my friend coming from Germany. All he drinks is Hellas. Uh, you got someone on the phone, Daniela? Yes. Keep him on hold. You're going to be on hold for just a second. You can hang it up. Go ahead. Uh, uh, all he drinks is Hellas, John. I need a good beer. What do you got? And he, and he goes off this list and he says, well, I got this Firestone lager. You know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's probably, it, it, it's really good, 
I think he's going to like it. And I never heard of it, to be quite honest. I've never heard of Firestone in my life. So I go, okay, I'll try it. As long as it's not like those SUV tires, it'll probably be pretty good, right? <laughs> so uh, I bring it in, and it's the first night that the, the German kid's here and uh, takes a couple drinks. Goes nuts for the stuff, man. Yeah, nice. he, 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 and, and I'm telling you, he comes from a place. Uh, he drinks a beer called Augustiner, one of the best beers I've ever had in my life. It's amazing. And he, co- and, he, and he drinks it, and he goes, that is a damn good thing. And for the rest of the time, that's all he wanted me to replace in, in the kegerator. <laughs> He's like, I was like, well, what do you want to get now? I don't know. Why don't you get more Firestone? <laughs> so uh, just a little props, and it was just an awesome lager. Yeah. Uh, so Firestone lager, if you can find it. Where would they find it? Anybody? Only Bev- in California. Bevmo. It's only California. Yeah. Bevmo. Okay. Uh, in bottles. Bottles and draft. And yeah. draft. Okay. It is a damn good lager. I stock that and, too. Uh, and I'm not and blowing what, smoke. What style lager would you call that? Well, it is brewed up after the Hellas, and somewhat because of our water situation mm-hmm. and, and what we're doing in Very Paso. Soft. But yeah. uh, um, just also because of the yeast we're using it. It's a maltier beer, and if anyone's interested in what the recipe is, it's very simple. It's yeah, predominantly it? it's 90% uh, two row pale. Hmm. Um, it has uh, a charge of Munich and just a little bit of Brees Carapils. Hmm. And that builds in a little bit of body, but it's 100% Czech saws all the way through. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I could go with Hollertau. I like, I like Hollertau and Hellas as well, but in this particular case, we are asked to brew more of a Pilsner well, style, to be spicy. honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. What, why lab strain would they use? Um, it's, uh, boy. I don't I don't know oh, the numbers, but it's essentially Weinstefan Pilsner yeast is what it is. Oh, okay. Lager. okay. You know the number for that, John? Off your top. Eight hundred something. Okay. Yeah. Hang on, let me get this caller on the air. Yeah. Oh. Caller, you're on Vinny the air. Vinny had the list last week. You should have left. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? Good. It's, it's Halifax, Nick. Oh, Halifax. What's happening? Hey. Hey, don't call because you're <laughs> waiting for your shirt. It's in the mail. Damn it. Uh, right, you, you actually mail things to people. <laughs> I'm yeah. patient. I got my other one. You did? Oh, good, good. Oh hell yeah! Hey. Listen, I, I got a question there. Uh, have you figured out how to how to patch and pump up the Firestone if it goes flat? Patch. It's going to be tire jokes on this. Yes. <laughs> Do you get that often, Matt? <laughs> no, actually, you, <laughs> you started this. I'm glad we're going to keep it going here. <laughs> <laughs> what number are you guys on, anyways? Uh, What's that? I want to hear numbers. What number are you guys on? Uh, I'm on four and a half. I'm on four. John's on four. Doc, you got to be on. Doc's on five. Matt's yeah, on four. Like five and a half. I'm falling behind. Five and a half. I'm Firestone's <laughs> dropping out of the other runnings. <laughs> hey, he, he makes a living off of beer. So I don't care. I do. I told he him when he... Um, Firestone. Yeah, I know. It's right. He's, Firestone's <laughs> going flat already. He gets a handicap because I didn't warn him, so... Hey, your SUV's <laughs> rolling over over there, Matt. <laughs> yeah. I told Matt when he got here, I said, I know you don't know about this, but it's actually the Drunken Show. Our first and, one ever. Uh, you can choose to participate with us. That would be cool. And if you don't, oh. that's fine, too. I'm on number but, three. But we're going to... make. <laughs> We're gonna make fun of you. Well, I'm I'm at least a three. Okay. Oh, you know, wait, you called in, so you have to chunk yeah. chug half a cl- half a one. You know, so do we. A half left, but I want to hear the mics up to the Adam's apples, eh? Okay. Oh, okay. Wait. Okay. Yeah, There's gonna it. be proof wait. here. All right. Due diligence. Oh, Come on. Here. here we go. Half a chug. You got to jerk half pint. Mics up to the Adam. All right. Oh. I'm done. Ah. Uh, that was swell. Wow. Nice. Let's do that again. No. What kind of beer was that? A couple of all-around guys, eh? Oh, uh, that, yeah. that was the Firestone. Which one? That was, was nice. Uh, that was 100% off the oak barrels. So that's 100% oak fermented double barrel. Which I think I got some splinters in my tongue. I wish I didn't have to chug that. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I got IPA. 
A Firestone IPA? Yeah. Tell me about that because it's really not like any other IPA. It's got. It's a- actually uh, it's produced by our brewery Firestone Walker, of course, but it's sold under the Nectar Ales label, uh, Nectar IPA. Okay. Oh, okay. It's got and, like a. Uh, it definitely has a, a. I don't know if it's flowery or fruity something in there. It's uh, aggressively dry hopped. It's uh, heavily whirlpool hopped, and it's actually the beer that's probably done the best for us in competition. It's taken gold okay. both at World Beer Cup and GABF. Nice. Well, I, I think because it's so different. And I think that's why I got his attention too. That's a good, yeah, um, it's very different. It's not just all hops up front, there's a lot of florals in it. The malt backs it up really well. What's interesting about that beer is they came to us with the Nectar Ales line early on and they wanted to do, they, they had a lot of demand for their winter nectar, which is essentially red nectar, only higher gravity, higher hopped. So okay. it was essentially the same, same, same beer, just bigger. And they said, well, we want to call it IPA and go year-round. And I was like, well, I don't want to do the same formulation. But we kept a lot of the, the elements. We kept the multi end of it. Okay. And uh, that allowed us to go very heavy in the hopping and keep a very balanced beer. Yeah, I think that's where I can get that yeah. sweetness out of it because it oh, oh, yeah. it's just not a, it's not like a super hop well, beer. Well, commercially, I, I don't think I'd call it an IPA. If I was commercial, I, I, no, I, w- I would want to. I, I would want to call somebody's attention to it to be something different because it's it's killer beer. What yeah. would you call it? You wouldn't I, call it a that, pale. No, I wouldn't. No, it's not even. It's past that. It's it leads past you, that. it leads you to a good point though. There's a lot of breweries that have been very wise not to name their beers after yeah. the style that they're trying to replicate or not. Right. They just have a title for the beer. Like, because if I was yeah. gonna, uh, I want an IPA. And, oh, I'd try that one, and it wouldn't be. But I dig it. But yeah. if I was looking for something different. I didn't want another damn IPA. It's interesting when we compete here in the uh, United you know, States with yeah. with U.S. judges. They seem to overlook the color and the multi side of it. But if you go international, that's not an IPA color. Yeah. It was, it's, you go international, they say it's 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 too dark right off the too bat. Too dark. It's too yeah. red. Yeah. I want to make a marker right now on the show. I like Halifax. I know you're still there, by the way. So just hang on. Oh wait, are you drinking with us? Uh, Station. Uh, I want what to are a, you drinking? Uh, hang on, hang Ooh, on. Well, Doc's ready to go. <laughs> he is ready to go. Damn. All these questions. <laughs> hey, you control the master volume over there, buddy. No, I'm going to turn you down in a second. Yeah. <laughs> hang on. Hey, I'm going to this 11. Is, this is an I, important I have a question for Matt, too. But God let's... damn it. <laughs> well, who said you're in charge? <laughs> he is in charge. This, the mute button. There you go. Up. I've just muted everybody but myself. Here's <laughs> This is an important marker in the Brewing Network. That's why you've all been muted, you bastards. I'm officially uh, uh, feeling the effects of alcohol for the first time on a live show. So that's what I wanted to say. This is an important milestone for the Brewing Network. Uh, through, throughout the whole thing, I've, I've, I've stayed sober and, and, and calm and made fun of you guys for, for being drunk. And uh, now I'm officially feeling the effects. So I just wanted to make that note, and now we can get uh, Officer X back in the, into the room and start doing sobriety tests very soon. Welcome. Now you may have your microphones back. And Doc, oh, thank I have, you. I have a question. <laughs> Go ahead. Is is oak a preservative for beer? That's interesting. Uh, we have no uh, data to prove or disprove that. However, uh, it's well known that tannins, which are also polyphenols, mm-hmm. um, are active antioxidants. Mm-hmm. And there's probably somebody in the wine industry who could speak a little better to that. Um, in beer, it's kind of a it's a two way street. I mean, we're we're utili- utilizing oak for that. We're really looking for the flavor out of the oak barrels in our process. We're looking for that surface area mm-hmm. in a barrel. Obviously, a barrel has a lot more surface area. What is the, the size of your barrel? How many gallons? They're about sixty five gallons okay. a piece. Oh, I got a question. And how many barrels? barrels? Are they new barrels? Are they used barrels? Brand new uh, American oak, and we uh, we do a Medium. heavy plus. I've got heavy, heavy plus toast. Okay. Heavy, heavy plus, plus really? toast. And um, do you rotate them each year? 
I mean, to take a step back, the reason why Firestone's using barrels, it's it's kind of a, it's, it mostly comes from the wine side of the business. The right. Firestone's had the winery. They knew that oak could play an important part in beers and didn't understand why anybody wasn't using uh, new oak character in their beers. Mm-hmm. But when they first started out, they thought, well, maybe we can get away with using some wine barrels. That doesn't work microbiologically speaking. And mm-hmm. then they, they looked at what was happening in Burton-on-Trent with the Burton Union system. Right. And so that's what Firestone does, burn on. Yeah, it's essentially it's a it's a Burton Union system, so it's multiple barrels linked together to do a fermentation. Hmm. It's prime, that's the it's, F word, by the way. Oh, yeah. That means drink. If you're at home, every time we say the two F words, fermenter fermentation, right, you, you have say to drink. Oak from now on, oh, we'll, we'll know. We'll talk about oak. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> I got a question about oak. Yes. Do it. All right. Uh, there's there's a barrel here. It's 250 liters. I I can fill it. Whatever. But it's an old wine barrel. Can I use that for brewing? Our experience is that, microbiologically speaking, a wine barrel is very unstable with all the wild yeast and everything that's in it. However, I believe that you could probably make a very interesting beer. I think you probably smoked a vintage. Like an old ale. Yeah. I would suggest making Belgians Belgians, first and foremost. Okay. Lambic Um, with some Brett. What kind of of wine was in it? I don't know. It's just posted on the... Is the 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 inside of it red? I, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Well, you'll know uh, you'll know right off the bat because the inside of a, of a wine barrel will stain if it's a if it's a if it's a cab or a merlot mm-hmm. or yeah. a pinot or you something something of a red beer. And yeah. yeah, you absolutely can smell it. Yeah. Um, it also might have been a champagne barrel too. If it, if it doesn't have any of those colors, it might not just have been wine. It could have been champagne. Yeah. Um, in which case, if it is, you're pr- you can brew an awesome uh, Belgian type of ale uh, mm-hmm. or or a saison or something like that. Um, right. If it's red, uh, you could go for even a strong ale. It doesn't have to be just a regular Belgian. You could go for a high gravity strong ale. Drake's was in here with some of those. He did one out of a, out of a, uh, I think a Pinot barrel, um, that just came out awesome because it covers up the flavors of the alcohol you're going to get with your strong ale with, yeah. with some wine. Yeah. So, uh, just a couple suggestions from guests that we've had in the show. It's well, only 50 bucks. Oh really? That's well, a deal. That's it. That 250 is. liters. That's a great deal. Well, how so. does how does a pro brewery like Firestone? I mean, the amount of volume that you're doing. How do you keep bread out of your oak barrels? Hang or, on, hang on. Hey Halifax, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop you. Is that cool? Yeah, man. G- good show, guys. Hey, thanks right. for the we'll call. Talk to you again. I, I appreciate it. Thanks, See ya. All right. So back to the barrels. I mean, we basically looked to what was going on in Burton on Trent. Uh, Bass was one of the largest breweries to use the Burton Union system. Currently, only Marston's and Burton on Trent. Is the it's the last brewery in the world using right. the traditional uh, barrel fermentation systems. We're essentially copying what they did, and uh, what they found over the course of I have no idea how many years that it was in service, but 150 years, let's say. Hmm. Hot water was the best way to clean boiling hot water. Cool. Okay. So heat penetrates. Um, a lot of winemakers will tell you that that will strip some of the oak character out of the barrels. However, we're willing to part with some of that to get a very sterile or at least sanitary. Sure environment to brew under mm-hmm. and of course when we do the union system we have at this point we have 35 barrels in our union here you take beer from a perfectly good single fermenter stainless steel very clean environment and move it into multiple barrels mm-hmm. i mean the lab hates us for that because the lab has to go down and sample every single barrel and deem it how clean. long is it in stainless oh, gotcha for? we go 24 hours so we'll brew a batch of beer in the brew house we'll go into stainless steel ferment uh, pitch the yeast, I mean, allow it to go to high croissant or the you, peak of fermentation. You pe- yeah. you actually pitch in stainless? Pitch in stainless. Okay. And at 24 hours, um, there's not that much of a drop in degrees Play-Doh or, or specific gravity. Right. However, the yeast has grown, still. so if we're pitching at 
10 or 12 million cells per milliliter, we're up to 40 or 50 million cells per milliliter by 24 hours. We'll then move that fermentation into the barrels, okay, individual barrels. And we allow just the primary fermentation to be conducted in the barrels. Right. The the yeast protects the beer or that fermenting wort uh, from oxygen. Uh, that was a lot of F-words, by the yeah, way. If you're playing along at home, I think you have to drink twice or three times. <laughs> but why do you do stainless first? Is there a reason before just going straight from the... That was always what was done in the UK, and I think for very good reasons. One, you have the protection. Uh, You can clean stainless so much better. You have... Wort is so much more susceptible to to infection than Mm. pitched wort. Right. Uh, Once you have yeast uh, competing in that environment and they've grown to their max population, that wort is very well protected. Mm -hmm. Also, fermenting uh, yeast consume all the oxygen in their environment. And obviously, an oak barrel is a very porous vessel. Yeah. So when you have a fermentation going, you know, we always try to separate ourselves from other brewers that are using oak barrels. Obviously, a lot of barrels, uh, breweries are using oak barrels. However, a lot of breweries are aging in oak barrels. We're fermenting in oak barrels. We're okay. doing the entire primary fermentation. Seven days later, we push out of the oak, clean them, start it all over again. Okay. Gotcha. Do you, do you think you get micro-oxygenation in your barrels at all? In there has to be a little bit of oxygen that, that, ingress into the barrels during that point in time but the yeast consumes it all we right. test the beer uh, with dissolved oxygen meters and there's no appreciable pickup as long as we get the beer out of those barrels while the yeast is still active and you've got a good enough lab that you can do that yeah i mean it's, yeah. it's so that, that's a nice lab to have yeah what are they doing exactly to your what are they sampling in your barrels what are they looking for if we're talking, well, the the lab will come down and do what, a sterile sample from a barrel. So they'll take a sample back up to the lab, put it on a couple different medias, one that's grown aerobically to see if there's any kind of organisms that would grow in the presence of oxygen. So this is wild? Could, wild yeast? Could, could be wild yeast, could okay. be molds, could okay. be, you know, other things. Uh, but an even more important test would be a test that's put on anaerobic media mm-hmm. to see if there are spoilage organisms like lactobacillus, pediococcus, anything. Right. We don't see those things on a regular basis. If we were to see something, we would not only destroy the beer itself from that barrel, but we'd remove the barrel from the union. Wow. And the mo- most it. likely, they probably got it from the barrel, which is... It, you know, it's tough to say. It's tough there's, to say where they got it from, but it, it, it's a good possibility. There's it's obviously the a lot more exposure when you're using oak barrels than if right. you're using a, right. a cleanable so and, and as a commercial brewer, they just can't take the chance. So it's interesting, back to the, the, the other question with the wine barrel. So this wine barrel, the winemaking process, there's so much more exposure. Um, most of these winemakers are producing their product in an open fermenter. They're punching mm-hmm. down. They're looking for a lot of exposure. Mm-hmm. They obviously never they never boiled their grape juice before they fermented, so all the microflora from the field is in there. So that barrel then subsequently is, uh, you know, it's a zoo. There's right. a lot going yeah. on there. A lot of funkiness. So they'll actually, your scientists will actually say this barrel is, is no good. There's too much stuff happening. We can't, uh, What's interesting is this. the first organism, if, if any organism we see, we, we rarely see Lactobacillus or Pediococcus or any of the classic spoilage organisms, we'll see Enterobacter. Okay. Enterobacter is the first organism to take hold of a Belgian fermentation, a, a lambic or a spontaneous fermentation. Okay. We'll see that it's a airborne organism. It has no effect in beer. It can't live in an anaerobic environment. Doesn't live in an alcoholic environment. But if we see it, we remove the barrel anyway because it, it's a sign that there was some exposure. Okay. All right. I want to get to some chat room questions. Um, first thing I'm going to do is some preordained questions we've had. Uh, one of our, our longtime listeners, cool guy, helps us out quite a bit. Uh, Gucci Pilot. That's his. Uh, that's his handle. His name's Darren. Um, 
I want to know something about his background. Hey, Darren, if you want to call in and make us drink half a pint, that'd be fine too. Just uh, to find out why you're called Gucci. Yeah, pilot. just to find out because he has a little picture of a plane every time yeah, he comes to, yeah. and it's a big plane, so he's not just like some little like Cessna pilot either. I'm guessing. I think he's like. Well, if he's Gucci pilot, maybe it's the Learjet. He's in the military, Air Force. And by the way, I think, uh, oh, he is? Yes. Oh, see, do you and know he, him personally? He, he used now? to live in California. He shopped at more beer in North Cal. Oh, okay. And okay. he moved back to New Jersey. Officer X is a pilot as well, so maybe they can get a little conversation going. He's the highway patrol of the freeways. How about that? How do you breathalyze in the air? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me. D- I didn't turn you on yet. You're going to have to hang okay, on. Okay, uh, Let me do some questions real quick. Uh, so this is from Gucci Pilot. Darren, he's in the chat room probably, I imagine. He usually is. Okay. Um, what's your opinion, now this is all for you, Matt, uh, on the use of hot pellets uh, or whole pellets in your brewing? And and you could you could answer that in, in terms of home brewing as well because uh, a lot of so these guys are doing that. All these guys do. Pellets or whole leaf is what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. No, 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 no. No, pellets pellet versus, versus whole leaf. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, at our level in the craft brewing industry, you know, we're a, a medium-sized craft brewer. Our equipment is all geared towards pellets. In our process, pellets are the only thing that makes sense. I mean, we could use whole leaf in a dry hopping situation. We could use a small amount of whole leaf, but straight up our system it has no hot back, so we can't really use whole leaf. So okay. that, that's, what we, that's what we would utilize. But I would go so far as to say that I would prefer pellets, and having been a, a, a hop chemist, there's some good reason for that. These hops are grown in the field, harvested at their peak, and in the pr- in the process of pelletizing, they're ground up, put in an inert package, and frozen. Right. And that mm. freshness is captured at that point. Whole leaf, uh, if you buy them very soon after they're harvested, they're at their peak, and then as the year progresses, they're oxidizing. That that bale of hops has a lot of exposure. A lot of Can surface, they still lot of oxidize surface area. frozen? Well, obviously, the colder the temperature, the slower those processes. But right. they have been exposed, and they haven't had that oxygen right. removed from their environment. Now, there are available these days some purge or vacuum-packed whole leaf, mm-hmm. and those certainly would hold up longer. Okay. But we're talking surface area is the main sure. gig. You're worried for the outer layer of the... Well, it, it all gets... It's all surface. If you, if you pick up a pound of leaf hops... They, it's almost a, it's a huge thing. It weighs nothing, and, right. and a pound of pellet hops just weighs a ton. It's a little bit weighs a ton, and it's all compacted. So the stuff on the inside is not going to get the same exposure, mm-hmm. and you're not going to get the oxidation problems with it. Um, I was just at Anchor Anchor Brewing on uh, Friday. All they do is leaf hops, and they looked at us funny when we talked about pellet hop, pellet hops, and they've got bathtubs full of hops. Yeah, big big. Snow shovel they that they pull it out they with. They pick them themselves, don't they? No, it doesn't look like that because they're all bailed up in, in nice burlap bags and stuff. But uh, they go through them so fast mm. too. They're they're doing. They said eighty thousand barrels now. Yeah, they're a big brewery. That's huge. Yeah, that's, that's big. Well, yeah. in contrast, uh, um, Sierra Nevada is doing six hundred now, mm-hmm. which is just amazing. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're and they're another whole leaf. Uh, user, yeah. So I mean, there are there are breweries like Sierra, like Anchor, that are making excellent beers with whole leaf hops. So I'm not knocking it, right? But it's you're talking about efficiency, but, but basically, they, they well, efficiency. You know, I, I think it has to do where you're coming from and what your mindset is and what you want to mm-hmm. do. But uh, are pellets fresher though? Is that why you use them? Well, and what I was going to get at is that so as the year progresses, these these pellets are staying in their pristine shape. Okay. And so what's very interesting is the Great American Beer Festival is held 
in the fall, just before hop Har- harvest. Interesting. Yeah. So those beers that are entered, those brewers haven't had the opportunities to use fresh hops, or if they did, just barely. Yeah. So most of the beers entered. So the lighter and, and, beers, and are it's very hosed. interesting. The whole leaf hop brewers, yeah. typically in the hoppy beer categories, don't do as well as the pellet brewers. Okay. So in my mind, it's somewhat proof of this time issue. Right. Okay. However, you know. The other thing about pellets is that they've gone through this hammer mill. All of the lupulin glands have been ruptured. All yeah. the oils are exposed. All the resins are exposed. So it takes a smaller amount of those pellets to get the same effect as a larger amount of okay. whole leaf. So we talked about that a few weeks ago about yield, mm-hmm. too, on your alpha acids yeah. and, your, and your bittering. Well, and, and then when you go to dry hopping, again, a small amount of pellets with all that lupulin gland ruptured and all that oil exposed is going to give you a yeah. much bigger effect and the amount of contact time that those pellets have to be in exposure with the beer is shorter relative right there because it's cold when you're when you're uh, dry hopping. So, so. I, if you give me a beer, I can most of the time I can tell you what you dry hopped it with because if you had or, or whole yeah because really? if you used whole leaf, I tend to get a real a, a more grassy herbal character or more leaf instead of lupulin gland. Yeah, and yeah. if if you left them exposed long enough to get the oil content, you also mm. took up some of that plant material as well. Okay. Um, the other um, thing to remember about when you pelletize a, a hop. You remove the stem, so you've removed some of the vegetative matter. Uh, so okay. the lumber would that, would that be astringency or it would be grassiness, grassiness or just vegetative? Okay. Now, I'm glad you mentioned that because I would have thought I, I was going to ask if, if in pellet hops, since they're grinding them up, my first instinct would be that you'd be losing some of the lupulin and some other things because you're just chopping it all up. But but actually, what you're saying is you're you're bringing it out, well, so it's you're interesting. It's more There's concentrated. Two types of pellets on the market: what we call T90s type 90s, which means oh. that 90% of the plant material made it into the pellet. In other words, they pulled the snam out and everything else was okay. pelletized. Right. Okay. There's another type called T45, where they actually snap freeze the ground material, shake it on a screen, pick up the keef, which would be the lupulin gland yeah. portion, yeah. remove the vegetative matter, hmm. and pelletize only that, that keef, that lupulin gland material. Yeah. We don't have to drink if I say keef, do we? No, no. But, the last, <laughs> but the last time I heard the word keef, there was a, a bong in front of me. I'll tell you that but right But you now. were in Amsterdam. <laughs> but I was in yeah, Amsterdam. It was, it was totally legal. <laughs> but it's the same process. Right. So they've removed the lupulin glands from it's the vegetative superior. matter so, and then pelletized that material so you have even a more concentrated pellet. Interesting. Okay. I like concentrated we'll get pellets. Another call. I want to make a note here about John and Dr. Scott. Uh, because during the Hangover show, I couldn't get these guys to say a word if I paid them. I was, I was, I was throwing bones all over the place. Help me out here, guys! And now they look at me like I'm uh, blank stares across their face. Yeah. During the Drunken show, I can't get the two of them to shut up. It's a question over question. Let the guy answer. All sorts of stuff. Hey, we're just moving it along. Yeah, we're we're, we're curious. Yeah, I got a caller, and you guys know what that hey, he's means. He's talking chemistry, and I, 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 just I want, love that. That's yeah. good stuff. Hang on, I'm getting a caller on the air. Hmm? You're, you're gonna have to work. You're a chemist, but yeah. All right, caller, you're on the air. Hey guys. Hey, what's uh, happening? Darren or uh, Gucci Pilot? How you guys doing? Oh, Darren, there yes. you are, Darren. I was hoping you were gonna. How's come New in. Jersey? Jersey, <clears throat> it's um, sticky. It's uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I miss California. I'll, I'll let you guys know that much. Are you are you stationed there? Yeah, I am stationed there now. I'm out at uh, McGuire Air Force Base. So okay. Flying the same airplane, John. What do you fly? Uh, I fly the uh, KC-10. It's uh, basically the Air Force's version of the uh, DC-10 with uh, big gas tanks inside. You know why I know the KC-10? Why's Be- that? 
because I'm a dork and I watch the military and wings channel all the time and I watch like every airplane show that ever comes on television and I know the KC-10 my friend no, no <laughs> he's been I'm a, I'm a little stunned is that the picture that, that you always post too yeah, then right that that's is, the yeah, KC-10 right sure there what uh, it, what are you waving out the yeah. window I've seen the picture yeah it's a nice picture yeah, actually I'm pressing ham <laughs> <You're> <laughs> all right first things first um, i'm calling in so uh we gotta drink half Justin. a pint oh damn damn it. Uh, you know I what if this so happens i have half a pint in front of me <laughs> me too all right drink them yeah. up uh, microphones to the <laughs> adam's apple while we're drinking you gotta tell us what what you do for the military and what is your purpose like what uh, what do you do well uh like i said i'm uh you know, gas I'm tanker pilot and um i'm uh i refuel uh, other aircrafts in the air other aircraft, well, I was, I'm sober and I said that. <laughs> uh, actually, I just got back from Is there a plural uh, Alaska, the aircraft? And uh, if you guys read the uh, B3 forum, I'll throw on there about uh, reviews of uh, some of the micros I have up there, Glacier and Snow Goose, which is a good time. Okay. And I refueled some, uh, some airplanes up there. And we also, since it's a DC-10, and uh, we carry a uh, crap load of cargo. So I'm still hoping to try to go over to see Osborne and... Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I want to hit your ride. I'm going through uh, Travis, John, so I'm going to try to take some stuff and bring some stuff back as well. When you coming, Travis? My my father's there, so I'm hoping that the uh, in the September. uh, It's a it's a DV mission, so you should come to uh, come do a show. Yeah, okay, come on in. I'm usually down for uh, for hours, like twenty hours. Gotcha. Well, that's all right. Twenty hours is plenty of time for a drunken show. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, uh, he's got to fly back. Do you brew for all the boys on 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 the base or what? Yeah, just like I did when I was in California. Nice. nice. So you're yeah. like you're you're the most popular guy on base, aren't you? Well, yeah. I'll, uh, you know, I've I've only been uh, here in New Jersey for less than six months, but I've uh, spent about four months in the desert. So okay. there's no drinking out there. Very little brewing. Gotcha. What do you brew on? Uh, I got a 1550, a brand new one. Uh, Smoking. Nice uh, sculpture. Where'd, where, where'd you get it from? B3. <laughs> All right. John, you're being a douchebag. Uh, wait, wait. I got, I got a question. What do you ferment in? Ferment? I just want to say fermentation. Uh, you know, I wish I could ferment in a conical by fermenting conical. I need which, a refill. Uh, I, I can't. I have some questions about uh, secondary fermentation. Okay. Mad, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Do it. Go, go for it. <laughs> Wow. Hey, Matt, uh, because uh, I checked out your website, and I've actually had some of your uh, brews in, uh, in California. I'm, uh, I'm looking for some tips as a home brewer, what I could do when I enter my beers into competitions, um, especially uh, you know, getting them uh, prepped, uh, getting a good clean taste in it. And I already, form, uh, or, uh, I already uh, force carbonate my beers, but I'm looking for some other things to make me as good as uh, Jamil. Uh, that uh, the rest of the guys know on the forum. Mm-hmm. You know, we go through the same things when we enter beers in competition, and we obviously have quite a few runs that we can choose from, and nine times out of ten, it's the freshest beer that wins. You put a bunch of beers in front of a judge, and one might be hoppier than the next, but the freshest flavor, the best uh, presentation that way, always seems to win. And and I've judged at GABF enough to know that that, that typically is the case. If, if your beer is free of obvious flaws the freshest beer wins so you know just being really careful and transferring your beers from vessel to vessel and then especially when you go to the bottle whether you're doing a secondary fermentation of the bottle or your counter pressure filling 
purging all the air out of that vessel every time you do a transfer and just trying to eliminate air pickup throughout the process and waiting to bottle till right before the competition to make sure that you're giving the judge the freshest absolute product that you can give them. Mm. Um, I think if you talk to a lot of guys who win a lot of competitions, at least in regular beer styles, I'm not talking about barley wines, Belgians, things like that. Like, you yeah. know, I, I can speak about straight ahead ales, English ales, lagers, things of that mm-hmm. nature. It's the freshest beer that wins. Sure. Gucci, are you bottling from your keg? Yeah, I sure am. Uh, I use, you, uh, use the CFC. Cool. Okay, you do. That was I was, was going to ask because John. Now, right I, after I get done fermenting, I uh, I uh, usually go to a secondary fermenter. Okay. And then uh, I send it to the keg. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you're using a counterflow yeah. to bottle. Right. Okay. Because yeah. that's the other thing that you could, you should definitely be doing to reduce oxygen and, yeah. and make sure it's it's fully carbonated yeah. and all the rest. All my beers were bottled the week before they were due. That's week what you do. Conditions, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, re- I reached a, a good carbonation level that I liked mm-hmm. to style, mm-hmm. and then I, I filled them, and they were probably in the bottle like two weeks before they were actually tasted. Okay. So they were now, fresh. Doc's made a good point in the past about carbonation levels. Uh, it, per, for your beers that are that are going straight to competition, you might want to think about over-carbonating them slightly because they're going to sit on the guy's table. You know, first of all, you're, you're, you're so putting warm. it, you're going from your keg into the bottle already. And even if you're using a counterflow, you might lose a little bit there. And then you're, then they're being poured out into the glass and then they're going to sit there, like say yours is the fifth beer to be tasted or the fourth, whatever the deal may be. It's going to sit on that table. So, uh, for specifically the one, the beer you're intending to send to comp- competition, you might want to over-carbonate yeah. it just a little bit. So that way, by the time the guy gets to it, it's 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 still so got the, what you intended it the, to and have. They, they all swirl it to get the the smell yeah. and the aroma to come up. Yeah. And that will take a lot of the carbonation out. And then once the carbonation's out, the mouthfeel drops out, too. Right. Hmm. Now, with that said, John doesn't do that, and he wins competitions all the time. So uh, it's true. it's just kind of a thing that you, you, you might have He had a good about. year. <laughs> 2006, John had a baby. good year. Oh, you know, <laughs> I, I looked at what John brewed. For John. Yeah, John, absolutely. John, I goes, he goes, yeah, I've been brewing a while. Four years. You know, no, 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 no. The last, like, you got, you got in a, this... Thing where you he started brewing and brewing and brewing and brewing. Well, I wanted yeah. to show me. He showed me there was like ten kegs in a row in the walk-in. Yeah, I'm like, you got a little time on your hands in the last <laughs> couple of months. Well, yes, he brewed like a madman. I had my heart like broken. S- I decided to take it out on beer, and he did. Gucci, yeah, I got like some September of your to November too. or October, he just brewed and yeah, brewed and brewed. That's all it did. Gucci had all had also written into me some few a uh, few things I wanted to know from you, Matt. Um, and I think this is a good question for everybody, especially when you're building recipes. Uh, can you explain how you determine the use of hops for bittering and aroma? And he says, for example, I know the style guidelines for a pale ale, uh, and I can use ProMash to calculate the IBUs, but there's obviously a taste and aroma difference in, uh, you know, say, Cascade for 60 minutes or Amarillo for 30 minutes. So, you know, I think we can say... When when you're doing a recipe, how are you kind of deciphering these things and, and which one you're using for your target? Well, I think a lot of craft brewers have now caught on to this, but what we've been doing for a really long time, and this was something that I brought with me from Goose Island, was um, kind of throwing out the old the old way that brewers used to think about, you know, throwing a lot of hops in first for bitterness and dialing that up, and then a little bit at the end for aroma and and, and whatever else flavor. Um, we tend to use some pretty low alpha, what would be considered aromatic varieties of hops in the kettle, and we typically only dial in a couple IBUs up front. Okay. And we do a lot of hopping towards the end 
of the boil and a lot of hops after the flame's been cut or post-boil. Okay. What we call whirlpool hopping. Now, do you f- do you feel that like you get more bitterness out of that at the end, or more flavor from the? Hops? Well, we've proven through you know our, our lab and analytical techniques that there is a lot of bitterness derived from late kettle hopping. Mm. Um, it may be different on smaller systems. Every brew house needs to be looked at separately. So if you're using a you know even your home brew system, mm. um, you can do this just through taste, but. You get an idea of what your utilization is throughout the process. But right. as an example, our pale ale, which has a pretty good flowery hop character, really deep hop flavor, and you know re- reasonable bitterness, 40 IBUs, has very little, maybe less than five IBUs thrown into the kettle, hmm. and everything else is thrown in the last 15 minutes of the boil, and then again heavily hopped in the whirlpool. And we do that so we get a lot of aromatic quality. We can hit the beer with a lot of hops and still maintain the bitterness that we're looking for in the finish. Okay. That's what that's what Jamil was talking about too. Yeah, late, was, late, hop- uh, the, late and, hopping, yeah. Um that's what I did with my classic American Pilsner that I've got in there right now is you know, it took two pounds late on and uh at the end just to get enough bitterness up, but I did everything at the end. And Jamil, that's what he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. for a good okay. hoppy beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. We'll we'll probably taste it in about four, five, six weeks. Yeah. We'll I think he goes. said he judged uh, another lo- home brewers, and he yeah. and it was late bittering, and he yeah. thought it was the best pale ale. He I said did. it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. said just the the smoothness and the hop character yeah. was incredible, and he couldn't resist but saying, "How the hell did you?" Do well, he that? actually sent me the recipe for the cap. Okay. And he said this would be an awesome one to try with the all late. Bittering all late hop additions right. in the last fifteen minutes. Right, and I'll go. I'll go for it. Yeah, yeah. try it out. For all right, let me do. Wait, I got a question from a, from a professional brewer or a mic or a home brewer's level. Do you think adding hops late in the boil, like, do you put the lid on to preserve the actual aromatics of the hop, or do you actually do you let it? At the, yeah, at the end, I, mean, I would probably try to, to keep it as covered up as possible. Okay. I mean, uh, in our process, we have separate vessels throughout the brew house. We have a separate mash mixer, separate lotter, separate kettle, but a separate whirlpool. Mm-hmm. And the whirlpool for us is almost like a hopping vessel. So once we're done boiling in the kettle, we transfer everything over to the whirlpool to get our, our tube separation. Uh-huh. And we wait to the last possible minute before we're going to cool in to throw in hops where we can still get and form a good tube pile and still get the word out of what there. What temperature right. is the word at that point? I mean, you know, it's still near boiling. It's near boiling. It's probably dropped, but maybe, it, maybe ten degrees Fahrenheit right. at the so most. So it's hot, though. Yeah, it's and there have been some craft brewers who've talked about actually lowering the temperature in the whirlpool. They might have had some kind of heat exchange surface between the two to even reduce the amount of heat they expose those hops to. Right, and then lose the aromatics. Right, they're looking to capture aromatics. So we think about the whirlpool as you know what you were saying. We want get the hops in there, cover it up, and then right. cool in out of there as quickly as possible to maintain that really nice. Hop Which is kind of like a giant ha- hop back. Right. I mean, we're once again, yeah. we're a pellet brewer, so we can't use a traditional right. hop right. back where you, you feed whole But you don't, you don't let it volatilize. Right. So It's a very yeah. similar concept. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I hate Gucci. You yes, still sir. there? All right. I'm going to do one more. I got I got Actually, I got great questions from you, and I appreciate that. I can't get to them all because I got a, a few other guys uh, sent me in questions, too. I'm going to do one more question from Gucci, but I'm going to dump you, too, so other people can call. Is that all right? Okay. Yeah, you bet. Hey, and, thanks uh, for the call. I'm going to miss next uh, Sunday because I'll be in uh, Germany drinking some beer. Uh, oh, where are you going? Uh, Daniel's. Uh, well, call, call into the show. Where in Germany are you going? 
Uh, I'm going to be in Kaiserslautern, uh, Germany. You should see the smile on Daniela's face right now. She's really excited. She's really proud. She of has no clue where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All I'm right. Fair enough. Hang on. Uh, wait, wait. Great show. Have a have a good uh, week. Hang on. Don't hang up. Uh, before okay. I dump you, I'm going to ask you the last question from you because it's an important question, and I might get to some some of yours later on too. But don't hang up. Here's the last question. Uh, when are you going to get your bosses to distribute to Jersey, Matt? <laughs> That's the important Beer sucks stuff. in Jersey, Matt. Yeah. Come on. When are you going to do that? Mail order it or something because we're a long <laughs> ways off from the East Coast. Okay. Long ways. So Sorry. no time Sorry soon, that. Gucci. Sorry about that. Dang it. All right. Hey, thanks for the call, Darren. Take care. Right, cheers, All right, We'll see you. All right. I got other people trying to call in. I had to get them off the air there. I also got a bunch of other people asking questions. So here's the thing that's going to happen as we keep drinking and keep going. I'm going to start cutting you guys off and asking questions okay. and making them quick. So that, that's what you're going to have to deal with. What does with. that mean to us uh, as drinkers? It means I might press mute on your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that's Just, all it means, really. You, no, I mean, every time they call in, we got to drink another <laughs> half a pint. Uh, that's right. That's true. But nobody's calling right this moment. Uh, let's see. What Not do I got here? Thing. Uh Here's a little uh, uh, a helper question someone needs, so any one of you can answer. I dry-hopped an ounce of Cascade pellets in the corny keg last week and got a stuck FB? What the hell's an FB? I don't know. Fermentation barrel? Oh, you said fermentation. That was the F word. Hey, I wanted a drink, all Everyone's right? Everyone's got a drink for saying the, f- the F word. The question it's is, what's FG. up? probably yeah, I'm imagining it's FG. By the way, the phone's ringing again. Oh, it's probably him telling me, like, pee. dude, it's FG. Is we it need F- a break. And I got a stuck FG, and he wants to know what's up. Can anybody answer that? Is that enough information or not? Not really, not but information. by the time he's dry hopping, he should be almost done with fermentation. Anyway, Oh, I said fermentation. <laughs> Where's the meat pun? How about homegrown hops? About This is a question from T-Brew. Uh, about the alpha acid content in homegrown hops, is there an average for each hop style? Because he've not- he's noticed, uh, obviously, huge ranges in AAs when he-, when he buys hops, so the unknown alpha acid has kept him from using his homegrown hops in the bittering edition. So... Uh, Matt, is there an average for, for a particular hop? Well, I would just say across the board it's going to be lower than what commercial hop growers are going to get. But uh, okay. you may have more experience with that, John. No. <laughs> I, I think it's seasonal. I mean, we I grew some hops back in Michigan. Of course, you know, the sun and everything not being as intense there. Yeah. And actually ran while I was working as a hop chemist and only got about 2% alpha acid on okay. my home grow hops. So, 2%? Yeah, and these were hops that were, I think they were even cascades, so they could have been as high as 6 or 7%. Wow. But this is in a, you know, not ideal growing conditions. Maybe, you know, on the West Coast here you could do a little bit better. Your growing conditions, I mean, it's very We got awesome growing conditions. <laughs> I'm growing fat hops in my backyard yeah, you right are. now. Oh, you're so excited about that. But you know what? They're overdone because I was are working on the website all week. I should have harvested them like a week and a half ago. Slacker. And now they're getting brown and everything. Yeah. They're totally overdone. I hope you make bad beer. Yeah. I actually <laughs> <laughs> oh, wishing bad beer. Man. What the hell? <laughs> you get a few drinks and uh, it you starts getting evil. I do make bad beer. <laughs> you don't have to hope about it. I just occasionally make a really damn good beer. You do. Which is all that's important to me. Oh, the, the, the call. All right, I got a caller on the air, which is going to mean another half a pint. Caller, you're on the air. Go ahead. Oh, that's, 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 drink that plank. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he wants to do. Uh, we, 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 we should I do this every show. I appreciate that. I at least, uh, as we're drinking, so uh, do it, and then I'll put the, the microphone to my Adam's apple. Tell us where you're from. Go ahead. Uh, this is crotch. <laughs> this is crotch. Hey, crotch. I just wanted to make sure you guys had to drink more. I'm going to make sure you're miserable tomorrow. I actually stopped <laughs> drinking just so I can call you a dick. Uh, I'm going to call back about nine more times underneath different names and keep disguising my voice. 
Daniela, you didn't know it was crotch rot? You did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure she loves did. you. You're a dick, too. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. Well, right. I do have a question, but I wanted to make sure I got that point in, you know? Yeah, ask the question while I'm drinking. Um, I know with uh, with dry hopping, um, even though it doesn't add bitterness, it does add flavor, um, at least in my own experience. Hello? Yes. Yeah, yes. we're here. Go ahead. Okay. Um, at least in my own experience with uh, the fermenters and stuff, uh, when I dry hop, uh, if I add a good a majority of hops, a good amount of hops, I end up uh, getting quite a bit of flavor from it. it. It'll be a completely different beer. Even though it'll be more aromatic, there's definitely a lot of hop flavor in there. Okay. Okay. What's the question? I, yeah. Um, I was wondering, um, do you have a, a hop you might want to recommend that's real mild in flavor that would be a good dry hopping uh Hop that won't add a lot of flavor, but uh, add quite a bit of aroma. So, so you're looking, uh, something you're looking that for won't dimension. overpower the beer. You're looking for more dimension and not not necessarily to overwhelm your beer. Exactly. I mean, uh, fr- from my experience, uh, Centennial has been a staple dry hop for many craft brewers, and that's for American varieties uh, or, or, or beer beer styles that you're looking for American variety. Uh, aroma or flavor. Uh-huh. Um, if you're doing English uh, style beers, East Kent Golding is a great dry hop. It's something okay. that can it can be overdone. Uh, it gives you that nice resiny East Kent kind of English yeah, noble I, character. I'm I'm more into uh, American pale ales. Um, yeah. I put it, uh, you know, if I try to dry hop with too much Cascade, I end up with a really sour beer. Yeah. Cascade, from, flavor, from so. my experience, uh, turns out not to be the greatest dry hop. It needs to be used judiciously. Centennial is an excellent one. Amarillo is okay. another excellent one. Mm. Simcoe, in very uh, you know small amounts, can add a lot okay. to the beer. Okay. Um, I've had some really good luck with small amounts of uh, Chinook, and I always tell people that I suggest blending to give it your own signature. Okay. So okay. rather than using a single variety, go ahead and, and buy a couple of the different varieties that I mentioned. Blend them at different proportions, and you'll get a very unique flavor and aroma. Nice. I've said before, I think I'm an Amarillo fan. Uh, Amarillo is a really unique, and 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 it has a lot of the characteristics of other hops, which is what's awesome about it, because you can get your sort of Cascade and Centennial and, and, and things like that out of it, but it's it's also very different. It really does different things. The problem with Amarillo, it, and it's not exactly, it's not citrusy. It's not overwhelming. Uh, the problem is that you can't get it. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, the harvests are out of I talked to a lot of people, actually, uh, 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 brewers when I was in Portland at the fest, and, and they want to brew beers with Amarillo and either have to order well in advance or just plan that this is the time we're going to brew because after a certain time of year, it's just gone. And the crops grow each year because people are starting to like it more and more, so they're growing it more and more, uh, but, but you just can't find it. But, but to me, it's so versatile and so effective. I'm just a huge fan of it, mm-hmm. and, and you know what? And I've not even brewed a, a bunch with it. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm some sort of Amarillo expert, but I've done it three or four times, and I like it every single time. Mm-hmm. And the one time I, I planned to brew and I had planned to use Amarillo, and I went to the homebrew shop, and I and it was gone. You know, and yeah. John said to me, "Hey, You're there out. is no Amarillo, you idiot. It's out of season." And uh, I, I I switched it. I changed it with uh, I don't know what you told me to use. What'd you tell me to use? I think Cascade, Cascade, Centennial. Uh, totally different. It changed yeah, everything. 
And and it was, I mean, it was an okay substitute. That's not what I mean, but but it changed everything. Yeah. Amarillo is one of those newer cultivars that there's only one or two growers that are growing it. And it was okay. originally done in test plots, and none of the major brewers latched onto it, so they never committed to large acreage. Right. But the craft brewing industry has really gone after it. And yeah. um, even for this year's crop, 2005, we had to contract in advance. And we won't get any more than we contracted for. Exactly. So. That's what I had heard, is that you contract exactly what you need, and after that, you can forget about it. So you always, you know, what I do is then contract for more than I know I'm going to need, and then sell it to the other brewers for Atta twice boy. as much time. Really. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> nice work. Payroll. Amarillo's good stuff. So if you can get a hold of it, and, and especially in dry hopping, because yeah. I dry hop twice with it. It's the most requested. Right. It was awesome. From it, was, it was great to dry hop with. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That, that, that's my question. Thank you very much, guys. All Cheers. right. And by the way, we, we drank our half a pint. All right. Well, I'll call back in five minutes underneath <laughs> a different name. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Christian. We'll see you. All right. There you go. I got some more questions here. This one's from uh, Bug Eater Brewing. Are we ready for our third segment? Uh, we'll we'll take, a, take break. a break. Let me do yeah. one question. How about that? This one's quick. I know you do. Hey, Doc just got up and left to go pee. Yeah, well, I'm ready to ask questions and keep it going. Give me a short one. I want to make them short anyway. So here you go. Uh it's in various references you see the cohumulone levels mentioned as percent of alpha acids. So uh, Bug Eater wants to know, what the hell are they talking about? What are cohumulones and how are they related to alpha acids? When, uh, when the hop grows and uh, the main acid that we're looking at, the hop acid that we're looking at being alpha acid, um, to determine, uh, depending on the utilization of your brew house, what the bitterness that you're going to get or the isoalpha acid that you're going to convert out of that. Okay. There happens to be a number of isomers of alpha. Uh, one of these is cohumulone. Okay. And it has been recognized historically by most brewers, and it's all the texts, that uh, when you do an analysis of any given hop variety, you can separate out the isomers, the different humulones, and cohumulone results in a more astringent bitterness. Okay. So historically, brewers have selected away from cohumulone high hops, um, some of them being like Chinook, for example. Mag- magnum, hop. too. Well, Magnum's actually a, co- a low cohumulone. That's what I mean, yeah. co- low cohumulone. So brewers then have historically selected varieties that were low cohumulone for a less astringent bitterness. But more research uh, to date, there's a lot of controversy there, and... Uh, Nobody can say definitively that that's the case. However, brewers still tend uh, to to follow that. So okay. a lot of the new cultivars that are bittering hops have been selected for low cohumulone content. Okay. The, the, the idea is that all the humulones, will, there's three of them basically, and, and they're going to add into the bitterness. And they all come in different levels with the different hops. And what you're saying here is that you know traditionally it's like oh the, the higher the cohumulone it's it's people think that it's it's going to be more astringent yeah a little rougher on the bitterness i have no problem going on the record to say that i don't believe it makes any difference um by no, the way doc's okay with giving a long goddamn answer yeah. here because he just left to go pee yeah and the rest but of I us were that. totally yeah. happy with matt's answer yes thank you matt <laughs> I'll, I'll drink to that uh, we're going to take a quick break. Here's what we're going to do. When we come back, it's time to do some field sobriety tests. Uh, I will field more questions for Matt because I got some good ones. Yeah. But we will be doing field um, sobriety tests. I'm going to the store. Anybody want anything? <laughs> All, right. All right. Rock and roll. We'll be right back. It's the Brewing Network. We're going to find out how drunk we are. Hang on for, I don't know, two songs. I'll try to keep it down to one, but it depends on these guys who got to pee so bad. I don't have to pee so bad. I'm, I'm done. i got to pee a little bit, but not so bad. I'm going to pee in Dr. Scott's cup. 
We'll be right back. It's the Brewing Network. Don't. <laughs> Listening to a bunch of guys talk about beer. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. All right, you're listening to the Drunken Show, and and I'm working on it, guys. I'm drinking a lot. I'm I've I've got my tally at uh, actually seven and a half. I'm at seven and a half uh, for the show, which is is now been a two hour show. So seven and a half in two hours. Uh, you're ahead of me. Daniela says that some people are wondering why I'm not completely hammered right now, and it's I've I've tried to tell you guys before. My liver is extremely efficient. It processes things like no other. It's it's a finely tuned machine, and it's had it's been practicing for years. I mean, I was drinking Swill when I was a pup. I was just and pup. loving it <laughs> and enjoying it quite a bit, <laughs> yeah. except for the morning after. Uh, all right. Here's what we're gonna do. We got uh, Officer X. Who Where's is, Officer X? He's getting his his tools ready because he's gonna. He wants to flashlight some eyes, which by the way hurts. <laughs> so get ready for that. And uh, we're gonna do the full walk inside the studio. We're gonna have to uh, stand on one leg. He might ask you to say the alphabet backwards. By the way, the correct answer to that question is Z. Officer, I can't even do that when I'm sober. Or I can't even do it forward. <laughs> I'd like yeah, to introduce, uh, have them introduce the Firestone beers because we're drinking them. But yeah, what did we drink? We drank the IPA, which is just called Firestone IPA. Well, actually, the IPA is a Nectar Ales product. So Firestone Walker Brewing Company has two different brand lines. They have which is who we're here with today, by the way. For just tuning in, we're with Matt from Firestone Walker Brewing Company. Nice Firestone. So the Firestone beers, there's there's four Firestone beers. There's okay. fi- Firestone Lager, awesome which is beer. a Munich Hella-style beer. There's Firestone Pale Ale, which is a classic American-style pale ale that's dry-hopped. Our flagship is Double Barrel Ale, and that okay. is the beer that has about 20% of it fermented in the Union system, and it's a classic English pale ale. Okay. It's also the beer we sell the most of. And then we have Firestone Reserve. Uh, that beer is a robust porter that 50% of it's fermented in the Union. Okay. Then we make the nectar ales, red nectar, IPA nectar, pale nectar, mm-hmm. and then we make the famous hemp ale. Okay. And these mm-hmm. beers are available where? Only in California. Um, but nect- distributed to, to stores throughout California? We have distributors uh, throughout California. Okay. Um, we certainly have a, a larger following in central California. In fact, we, se- we sell about 75% of our beer in three counties. Okay. And at 40,000 barrels a year, that's a lot of beer, but that's mm-hmm. Ventura, Santa Barbara, and Slow Counties. Okay. Um, we're the number one selling beer in yeah. Slow County. We actually uh, sell more draft beer than Budweiser there in Slow now County. Now, that is an achievement. That is an achievement. Not because, <laughs> Bud's, <laughs> not because Bud's good, I think we should but because they a, can afford to sell more than you I, can. I, I never say a, I never say a bad word about Budweiser because you know they have all the resources in the world, and they're yeah. making exactly what they want to, and they're yeah. they're very technically correct. Well, if there wasn't Budweiser, we'd I be all big in wine. <laughs> All right. I appreciate both of you guys saying that, actually. I'm going to drink we, to that. We tend to bash commercial swill every now and then, and I like to hear good words about it. Actually, after I came home from Portland, 
um, and talking to a few of the, bre- the brewers up there, I did a whole segment on here about the respect that brewers have for places like Budweiser. I Brewery. mean, it's it's amazing as a as a craft brewer to be able to meet someone and then you know get into one of those larger breweries and yeah. observe what they do because they they do they have all the technology they've you know years of experience yeah. and yeah. they're still making beer and they're and they're making the most beer <laughs> basically <Yeah. laughs> all right i got a call around the air just before we get to the alcohol test uh, if you're still there hanging out hey, call uh, us make us drink more before before caller uh, making us drink half a beer are you still there i'm still here that a boy where are you calling from uh Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, have you been participating in the drinking that. games with us? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, good. Because so first of all, I am drunk. That is a perfectly legitimate oh. excuse to forget where you're from. <laughs> okay, look into the microphone and make your eyes go to the left. <laughs> have you drank every time we've said the two F words? I've tried. You've tried. And what about every time there was a caller? Did you chug half a pint? No. <laughs> you did not. Okay. No. That's fair enough. Uh, are you calling just to make us drink, or you got a question? Absolutely. I have a question about, uh, I brewed based on one of your shows of brewing it within uh, the parameters of a pale ale. Okay. And I was very bored with that. All right. With the result I got, so I threw in an ounce of uh, Cascade uh, hot pellets. Okay. And I had stuck, uh, I couldn't get it out of my keg. Oh, that okay. I think I I read this question earlier, right? Uh, Correct. You okay? So you your beer was done. You put it in the corny keg, and then you you dry hop that beer that that keg, right? I I think I actually uh, I, I put it in another keg and drank it, and I, it was nice, but it was boring. So I tried to add an ounce in the next keg, and it got stuck. Did it, Did you use a hop bag? No. Okay. Uh, did you cut? Why. Did you cut the dip tube? Uh, no, I. I put okay, in you, a you need to do one of the two, and otherwise it just gums everything up. If you're gonna uh, do your carbonation in the keg, you need to cut the dip tube. Otherwise, you're gonna get just, just gonna suck it up into the thing and just give you frustration from one point to the other. So I need to cut. As I put either either cut about an inch off the dip tube or put it in a hop. Hot bag. Well, here's the deal. He's so you correct. got, your, you, got oh, you, you had the right idea. Yeah, but you hot bag man. You had some mechanical yeah. difficulties. Yeah, here's the deal. Your 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 dip tube goes to the bottom of your corny keg, and like that's you, where like, you dry like hop. You. Right? Like a quarter inch and from the bottom. So you've thrown in a shitload of hops there, and, and they all settle right to the bottom. And they all go right to the bottom. So now, when you're trying to pour that bad boy, it's, it's just, just all getting jammed up with hops. Up. So take your tubing cutter and cut about an inch off of your dip tube. <laughs> And go go that route. And Matt, it, what are you laughing at? Have it. Use a hot bag. Because he's done it. <laughs> I never learned anything about dip tubes in brewing schools. So. <laughs> hey, don't uh-huh. let me show you my dip tube. <laughs> further and, further and fueling you the gotta fire you got to drink a here. pint for that one. With that, everyone drink your half a pint uh-huh. for accepting a call. And please put your microphone to your Adam's apple. Thank okay. you. All right, fine. So, it, no, it sounded like you had the right idea. You wanted to, like, spice up the ale. Correct. But uh, you didn't need to use a hot bag. Or your best bet is just to, like, mark that keg as your short dip tube keg and cut about an inch off of it. So you can do a lot of things with that keg. You can bread up the conical, put it in there, cold storage, 
that's your bright tank. And then pull it off of that one, and you get a lot brighter beer out of it. Okay, that's good enough, right? That's, that's perfect. Does that so help you? The best, what's the best way to cut it out? Uh, use a use a, a tubing cutter, just like any anything you would for a copper tube or anything else. The little screw wheel, and you wind it around the, the end of it. Probably uh, your homebrew shop will have one. They'll do it for you. Fair enough. Hey, what's your name? Uh, fermentation, fermentation, fermentation. <laughs> I, I can't help you. My beer is out. That's awesome. All right, everybody, drink three. I will. Don't but worry. I can't. Oh my god! Fill up and drink three. You owe us three. I think this is the best feedback we've ever had. I'm doing my third. Oh my gosh! Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, you got us on that yeah. one. All right, here's oh. here's what I was asking for. Uh, give me a name that I'll recognize because what I think is that you're actually our first, uh, you know, drunken caller, and I'm going to give you a, a Firestone Walker shirt for that. Smoking. So give me your name and then send me an email. So and, what, and your shirt. What's your email, Justin? Uh, he knows my. I'll give it to you. Give me your name. Are you there? He's gone. <laughs> All right. Oh, thank you, Daniela. Okay, fair enough. I'll tell you. you make sure I got another beer, and I have to drink three times or four times. I wonder if I dropped him. You call her. You're on the air. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, yes, I had a uh, I had a hop question. All right, go ahead. Well, let's see. I forgot. I've been calling back so many times. Where uh, Where so are you? We had a b- bunch of busy signals. Where are you from? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm in uh, I'm, I'm actually in uh, uh, Western North Carolina. Okay. Have you been playing along with us also? Oh yeah, yeah. Sure <laughs> 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 this is global, by the way. Are you also completely hammered? Oh yeah, I'm hammered. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking. Uh, fair so enough. I'm as hammered as Doctor Scott. <laughs> yeah. Now that is completely. I have not. Hammered. I have not been tested yet. Yeah. Oh, you're you, the first one. You already failed. Go ahead. What's your question? Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah, I had, I had a question on uh, on the hops. Of the um, oh, heck, I, I think it may, may have already been answered about the about the utilization of the uh, the isomers with between the the pellets and the uh, whole hops. Okay, yeah. So here's the deal: uh, use pellets. No, I'm serious because uh, basically what Matt said, it's a good question. It's fine. And even though it's repeated, it's it's, it's totally a good question. The deal is uh, if you're worried about utilization, go ahead and use pellets because uh, they've already broken up the uh, all of the the lupulins and the things that you really need to get out in your wort. So if you use pellets, you're going to get much more hop utilization and and use less hops. Uh, If you want to go ahead and use whole hops, it's not a bad thing to do, but you're going to get a – might get some vegetation type flavor, some grassy things happening, and you're going to have to use a lot more of it. Oh, yeah, I've had so, Justin's been listening. I know. I said that I don't He's hear sure shit. Got to <laughs> but, listening. but apparently, I soak it up like yeah. through osmosis. You, you I just do. sit in the room, and then before you know it, it's in my brain. He can yeah. spit it right back. Matt, out. I, had, is, I had another question too. This is probably kind of off topic. That's okay. Go ahead. But I mean, but I, you see, I grow my own hops. And okay. I've, um, I've Every time I've, I've went to harvest the hops, uh, each occasion, the, the whenever I, whenever I pulled the hops from the vine and, and, and kind of uh, twisted the vine or unwound it, yeah, it the vine has died. Okay, um, 
In case you didn't hear that, because our our phone system's a little weird, he, he's saying that he grows his own hops, and when he harvests, he you know he picks them from the vine, oh, and oh. he's he's twisting the vine off, which is what you have to do because it's winding up on something, and you got to unwind it, unless you just cut it from the bottom and pull it down, which right. is what you could do also when you're ready to harvest. You could just chop it right from the bottom and pull the vine down and, and oh, rip right. your hops off. Well, the vines uh, die every year, and yeah. the vines die. So uh, basically, chop them off. Grow new ones the next year. Yeah, well, I, I was they'll grow back. Because I read that the, 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 the actual the hop rhizome stores, uh, stores uh, carbohydrates you know, for the next year or whatever. I'm no, you should chop, it does, but you your rhizome is off. underground. But you should chop them down every year, and the next year you'll get a lot better crop. Yeah. Okay. So just you know, don't worry about that one. Yeah. Chop them down to the ground. They'll do the winter. And then right. they'll come all back up, and they're really virulent, so they're going to come back a lot. Yes, oh, I, I better hop. You get a better crop next year. I agree with the doc. I, I got uh, a question from Matt. Chop though. it right at the bottom and and pull them off. Yeah, Johnny. Okay. Uh, wait, hang on. Let me let no, me let me drop. Uh, where are you calling from again? North Carolina. Yeah, from Western North Carolina, Tennessee border. What's your name? T. Brew. Oh, we got some questions from you earlier. Yeah, All right. That. I tried to do this with the last caller, but he uh, he dropped before I got to. T-Brew, I want to send you a Firestone Walker t-shirt. Is that all right? Awesome, yes. Okay. Here's what I need you to do. Just send me an email, and uh, it's on the website. It's Justin at the Brewing Network, but you don't have to remember that because I don't either. Uh, uh, I sent you one just a second ago in the break, though, asking a question for next week. Okay. Well, there you go. Send me an email and say that you you called me and you were our second drunken caller yes. who played the yeah. game along with us, asked some good questions, Ooh. and I'm going to send you a Firestone Walker T-shirt. Okay, great. All right. Thank you for Thanks, the call. Guys. Right on. All right. Firestone Walker T-shirts awesome. for everyone. We got plenty of them. I'll tell you Not that. Much. Well, you got to send your size in too, because we've got a gambit of people. Right. With size. I know you guys got questions, but yeah. we're running out of time. How does light affect hops? What I just say. <laughs> <laughs> we're running out of time. I want to do some. Uh, I, I want to do some. Uh, some. Some field sobriety. Tests. He's, he's biting wanna, at the bit. He wants to light affects hops. I'm not going to let you answer that question. No, he wants You're to test. You're going to meet me, aren't you? Test. I got to be mean. We got to do some tests. I'll, test we'll do him, questions baby. at the end if people are still hanging out. We'll do it. Okay. Officer X. You are ready to uh, to do some 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 field sobriety tests? Absolutely, sir. Okay, I recommend that Dr. Scott is your first victim. I have a question. I have a yeah. question. Is it A or B, black or white, drunk or not? I'm going to jail. <laughs> I'm going to jail. No, no. I, I or or is it a how? Can you test how drunk I am? I made an agreement with with Officer X before the show that nobody will go to jail. Uh, he will simply monitor your drunkenness and report it to our em- listeners. Em- empirically thinking, <laughs> would I go to jail? That he will answer. I can answer you right now. That I- he will answer absolutely. But I've only had two beers. I think every listener can answer yeah. that right now. Okay. I've only had two beers. Dr. Scott, you're going to have to remove your headphones and okay. stand up. Give right. up your microphone. And uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to let Daniela and Officer X, as much as he possibly can, uh, moderate the this, this, this deal happening. Um, and I'm going to try to describe what's going on. So... Uh, Dr. Scott's now going to stand up, and Officer X, uh, who is an he official... He already stumbled, by the way. If you're just <laughs> tuning in... He just stumbled. I did the same oh. thing when I got out of my car. <laughs> Have you got a caller for us? Oh, uh, just tell him he's going to be on hold for a second, and uh, I'll pick him up. Go ahead. Uh, you're going to be on hold for a second as we do these things, and then we'll put the caller back on the air. I think uh, we're going to owe a half a pint here soon for this yes, caller. Uh, the chat room wants you to drink one and a half pints, actually, Justin, because you still seem to be sober. I'm trying. It's not that I'm not consuming. I'm now at... Uh, well, me, try harder, let then. Let me check my tally sheet. I'm now at eight and a half in a two-hour period. I'm at six and a half. It's not, it's not okay. two, it's three hours. 
Uh, Officer X, uh, please grab the microphone for one second. It doesn't go that far, so uh, be careful. Okay. You are about to conduct a field sobriety test on Dr. Scott. Yes, sir. Okay. What is it that you're going to do? I always start off with the horizontal gaze nystagmus, or HGN for short. Okay. Which is what you mentioned earlier, where you're going to try to figure out whether or not his eye twitches. Correct. And you've said to us that you can actually uh, estimate a person's alcohol content, like their, their, their BAC, their blood alcohol content, by the twitching of their eye. Typically you can, yes. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. This should so, be fun. He's got a flashlight in his hand, uh, which is which if you've ever been pulled over, and I hope you haven't, and you shouldn't ever, uh, you, you'll know what I'm talking about. So go ahead, uh, Officer X. Conduct your experiments. I'll keep uh, just sort of describing what you're doing. Okay. Okay. Doctor, I need you to uh, go ahead and put your feet together, heels and toes, hands down by your side. What I want you to do is uh, keep your head still. Follow the tip of my finger with your eyes only, okay? Don't move your head. Both eyes? Ojo solamente. <laughs> Whoa, different yeah. language. Apparently he works in Richmond, California, where he feels he needs to do it in two languages, which is okay. He's actually not shining the light directly into <laughs> his eye. <laughs> he just, uh, you guys should be yeah. seeing his eyes right now. <laughs> Dr. Scott is uh, swaying slightly back and forth. I can't see his eyes. Daniela, what are they doing? Oh, my gosh. They look like a cartoon right now. <laughs> They're about to burst out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. And uh, he's, he's basically he's doing the thing where you, where you roll your finger back and forth. I think he's done with his test. And you have to follow the finger without moving your, with your head. Uh, Officer X, what have you found by doing this test with Dr. Scott? Uh, I found that I think he's about maybe between a 1-2 and a 1-6. Uh, and what's the legal limit? Legal limit is .08. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. and, and I can move one eye at a time. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is what bumped you up. And since I've been watching him drink, I know he's on his way up, too. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh really? Now, that's yes. an interesting point, and, and I'm glad you brought that up, because here's the thing about, about alcohol, especially when, when, when you're going to get pulled over or, or do something stupid like, dr- like drunken driving. Uh, if you drink two beers in a, in a really quick time and then decide it's okay for you to drive home because you haven't felt anything, uh, it, it's, it's, it, there's a time frame where you're actually on your way up, as Officer X is, is, is talking about, and the alcohol hasn't quite hit your bloodstream, but it's really going to in a short amount of time. And, uh, and, and please explain what you mean by on the way up with Dr. Scott, Officer X. It's just X. that uh, everybody's body absorbs alcohol differently, and okay. it can also depend on the kind of alcohol you're drinking. Okay. So uh, we'll find that sometimes. That's one of the reasons why I'll be asking uh, what time you had the drinks at? What was the most recent drink? Everyone lies. I don't know why I bother asking. But anyways, <laughs> in theory, that would help assist me in determining if this guy is on his way up. Okay. Okay. In, in other words, uh, if, if sometimes you're, you're finding somebody who's on the level, maybe he's an 07-ish, 06-ish, but he's on the way up, would you then consider giving a DUI anyway? Uh, I would definitely consider that, absolutely, because uh, .08 is the absolute legal limit okay. in California, so if you are .08 or above, you are definitely considered driving under the influence. Okay. However, at .05 and above, if I have observations of poor driving or poor field sobriety tests, uh, you can still be considered driving under the influence. There's actually two separate sections of the vehicle code. It's officer discretion at that point. Absolutely. Okay. Good point. Here's what I want to do. Uh, I want to, uh, if you can conduct just a couple of other sobriety tests <laughs> on the dock, uh, maybe maybe the stand on one leg type of deals, uh, describe what those are going to be. I'm going to drink my half a pint because we have a caller. Okay. So uh, while you do those and describe what they are, uh, John and I and hopefully Matt uh, are going to drink our half a pint. I'll pass with flying colors. Okay. Drink your half pint. Uh, Officer X, go ahead, please. So the next test I'm going to have you do is uh, with your hands down by your side, 
Uh, well, first, I'm going to demonstrate, and don't start until I tell you to. But hands down by your side, lifting up either your left foot or your right foot, holding it six inches off the ground. I want you to look at your toes and count as such. 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, and keep counting up until I tell you to stop. Do you understand these instructions that I've given to you? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and begin. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Doc said yes. Yeah. He's doing it. And I'm going to tell you right now, before he even starts, he's doing the exact same thing that I did. At, and I'm t- and I swear to God, this is no joke. He's doing the exact same thing I did when I got my DUI. The instructions from Officer X were to put your leg out and stand on the other one and count. And and Doctor Scott is trying so hard to balance on the one leg, he's forgotten to count. And that is exactly what I did when I got my DUI. I stood there and I was so proud that I could stand on one leg and not fall over, and I didn't count. And the and the officer said, "Hey." Dumbass, which was really just calling me by my name. Yeah. Uh, you're not counting. <laughs> and I went, oh, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 5, 6, 1. <laughs> like whatever I did. Uh, Officer X, go ahead with your, with and, your. And the other thing I noticed is, uh, as they try to casually move his hands about six oh, inches yeah. away from his side. Okay. And then when he sees my eyes drop down to those, he kind of bends the hands in, <laughs> still leaving the wrists and the elbows out there to the side. Okay. Quite amusing. No, okay. Like, hey, I'm looking at your, you're looking at my hands, so I may, oh yeah, he said, by my side. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The, the funny thing is that in const- it, it, it's weird that oh you, you concentrate so hard to pass like the, the things that you consider <laughs> difficult about the sobriety test that you forget the simple ones, which are counting backwards or putting your hands at your side or whatever else you have or to do. Or pretty much just uh, listening to what he said to do. So if you had pulled over Dr. Scott, Nathan, and, and uh, I mean uh, Officer X... <laughs> That's right. There's a hundred names. It's only a nickname, there. man. Uh, uh, he he he's going to jail, isn't he? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. He's going to jail. All right. I would like you now to conduct a few experiments on our guest Matt from Firestone Brewing, uh, who has been conducting in our games, but I think possibly holding back a little for fear that he has to drive home. Uh, uh, we're he, hoping he's got that, a like, place to stay. I so. want to force feed him so that he has to like hang out for the night and you know get hammered, whatever you're gonna do. Crash with the end. Banging around going on. Uh, that microphone you just gave back to Dr. Scott, you're going to take that off. I've turned it down so you can pull it up. Okay. So, uh, Officer X, you're now moved on to Matt from Firestone Brewing, who has been drinking uh, since we started as well. Uh, what tests are you going to conduct on him? Yeah, I'd always do the uh, HGN. But uh, the we'll try eye the test first. The eye test first. But we'll try the uh, finger count test as well. Okay, that sounds good. So start with the eye test and go ahead and let's see where old Matt's at. He's going to decide whether you're going home or not right here, Matt. He's doing the. Uh, he's <laughs> okay, he's got the flashlight. It's pointed. Like I said before, it's actually not pointed directly into the eye. He just needs to see what the pupil is doing and and where the eyes are going. So he's sort of pointing it down. And uh, Matt can't even hold his head still. Matt can't keep his head still. <laughs> he's actually, he won't move his eyes. He's moving he his head. Good beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. This is awesome. Uh, while he's doing that, I'm going to go ahead and pick up the caller. Caller, you're on the air. Caller, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> Where are you calling from? Call it, uh, I'm calling from Wichita again. Oh, oh did oh, we get you God. before? Yeah, I was calling in earlier. Sure, I called back again much more drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even talk. <laughs> just to get us to drink another half a pint? Yeah, uh. I, you know, I just killed one of my kegs, one of my cornies. <laughs> The Brewing Network is, go- is doing good work this week. Not very happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to brew again tomorrow. 
I, I'm going to have to brew again. <laughs> I, I had a couple questions for you guys. Uh, if they're simple questions, go right ahead. They're as simple as I could think of right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Go uh, ahead. The, the first is what, you know, in the studio there, what the hell is uh, you guys' uh, favorite, favorite aroma hops? For, uh, <laughs> okay, that's a good question. Actually, it took a it's a it's, it came out in a roundabout way, but that's all right. That's why it's the drunken yeah. show. Uh, my oh, favorite, yeah. personally, my favorite aroma hop, as I was saying before, it's actually also my favorite dry hopping hop is Amarillo. I'm a huge Amarillo fan. If I were to go for a second, because uh, you can't always get Amarillo, I think I'm going to go with Cascade. I'm a big Cascade fan uh, too. So. Although, now that I'm thinking about it, I've been known to use Kent Goldings, which uh, the only problem I have with Kent Goldings is it's low alpha acid, but I love the aroma it gives. Matt, you want to answer that question for your favorite aroma? Well, you kind of touched on it. Actually, it seems like the higher alpha acid hops, mm-hmm. if you look at their uh, you know, their, their chemical analysis yeah. at harvest, have high, higher oil contents. So when you're looking for aroma, you're looking for oil. Okay. Now, traditionally, people didn't want to use high alpha hops to... Uh, do anything late in the the, the kettle program because they get too much bitterness. Yeah. We're talking about dry hopping and whirlpool hopping and things of this nature. So I've actually gone out and looked at some hops that have been somewhat forgotten in these areas, Chinook being one of them, yeah. uh, UK Target being another one of them, Challenger, and some of these that were never thought of as aroma varieties. Hmm. They were grown for alpha content or other hops that were grown strictly for alpha for the pelletizing and then later the extraction process. So Anything with a high oil content has potential to be a great aroma hop, I think. Okay. What, what's the UK uh, one you mentioned? UK Target. It, does that have another name? Um, no, it's a it's a it's an old variety. It's been around for a long time, and we actually I've not did even our, heard of that. We did our double IPA dry hopped with UK Target. And, All right. Uh, people really liked it. John, you get that a B three? No, we did not. You don't. No. I like that. I don't know. I, I, I I've actually I thought I had heard of all the hop names. I've never heard of UK Target. Oh, no, you're wrong, man. All right. Yeah, I like to be wrong. I love to hear about <laughs> yeah. stuff I never heard about. Nice work. That's why you're the man. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm gonna drink right. my half a pint, as is everybody else in the studio. I just filled what? up too. Uh, how many shirts did you bring us, Matt? Five. Five, right? All right. What's your name? Caller. Uh, oh yeah. This is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've been drinking along with you, and I've I love been drinking that. since before you guys got on. So, I love that, uh, too. <laughs> You're awesome. Probably more than you guys have drank so far. Man, I want to send you two shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No need to do that. Uh, give, me, give me your name. Just tell me your name. Oh, this is uh, Stino. Stino. Oh, Stino. I think we talked to you. Yeah, once we or, did. Yeah, right. we we've been in touch. <laughs> Stino. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm a big beer nerd, and I'm a big business nerd, so we've been in touch. <laughs> All right, Stino. Here's the deal. Uh, s- uh, send me an email. It's on the website. I know yeah. you. I know you. I'm gonna send you a Firestone shirt if you want it. All right, awesome. But you, I'm telling you, I'm drunk too, so you're going to have to send me an email and say, I'm the drunk guy who called in, send me a if Firestone shirt. If I can shirt. remember to send you the email, I will. All right, <laughs> so here's what I mean. If you don't get a shirt in a couple of weeks, it's your own damn fault. <laughs> That's fine, dude. Stino, thank you for the call. All right, we'll We're talk to you later, now. Justin. <laughs> That's right. awesome. All right, bye. Cheers. All right, how is uh, Officer X, how's Matt done on his uh, uh, preliminary field sobriety tests? Uh, just the one I've given him so far. Uh, he's borderline, to be honest. He's is that right? right? There. 
Yeah. Okay. Control Before we go on, I just remembered that we have to drink our half a pint for that caller. Oh. So half a pint here. Uh, microphone well, he, to my he, Adam's he apple. Stable, Doc, that means you too. Just quit talking and I'm start drinking. A caller. Notice that. Hey. Oh. I did that for him. Hmm. You did already. Yes, I did. He's borderline. No. That's all that matters. I'm, I'm full up. <laughs> we've we drank a fair amount of beer on the show. Okay. There's my half a pint. I'm going to have to give a belch very soon. Okay. Officer X, Matt is right on the borderline. So you're saying that you – are you saying you might actually let him go? I'm saying breathalyzer for sure. Ah, okay. <laughs> so his eyes haven't shown that he's hammered. And he's opening a beer. Not hammered. No. Well, now he might be. Now. He's about to open another <laughs> one. He's on his way up. Yeah. And he's on his way up. Mm. I got another caller on the air. I'm going to take him in a second. Hang in there. Where are they from? Okay. 45 minutes England? until they're up. India. Uh, Officer X, would you choose to give him more field sobriety tests or just go straight to the breathalyzer after that? Um, well, I haven't given him any others yet. Well, if, but if, if what I, I had, mean is yeah. if, if you were in the field, would oh, you yeah. go sobriety test or oh, go straight yeah. to the breathalyzer? No, no, no. Always, uh, always the breathalyzer is the last one. Okay, always so why don't you go ahead and give him some of the other field sobriety tests? Doc, okay. I think you're going to have to move okay. out of the way a little bit. Uh, yeah, move your chair. Uh, I don't know what other what other tests are you thinking you're going to do. Uh, we could do the uh, finger count. It's always a good one. Okay, do the finger count with with okay. with poor Matt. <laughs> <laughs> poor Matt, who thought he was just coming for an interview. He you was either your uh, left hand, or your right hand. I want you to count your fingers as such. You're going to go one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. It's important that you touch the tip of your thumb to the tip of each finger and count out loud as such. One, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. That's one set. Go ahead and do three sets. Back and forth is one set. Correct. Good one, question. One, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. One, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. One, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. Well, he did three sets. Nice, Nathan, a uh, doctor. I mean, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Hey, it's, o- it's only a nickname, all right. Officer Don't worry about X. It. It's only how, a nickname. how did he do? He did pretty good. Okay. He did pretty good. A little bit, little bit slow there, and kind of uh. Uh, lackadaisical on the the thumb to the to the finger. Okay. What I about low IQ? But what are you looking for? Yeah. Uh, does you're it stupid? And does you're it not drunk? Yeah. Does <laughs> it count that Matt's kind of dumb? Makes him look more drunk. I actually, you know, I'm I'm glad you brought that up, John. I didn't because I was going to mention this earlier. You know what's you know what I love about the brew community? No, this is really good stuff because uh, a lot of times. We look kind of stupid, right? Like, we look like thugs. We look like myself. Look at you. I mean, yeah. uh, Matt here's got a foo. He's got this big beard hanging down from his head. You you would never pick that he's a that he's a hop chemist, right? I love that, that we sort of break stereotypes. However, here's the deal. You look at Matt, and you think, wow, this guy's retarded. And, uh, yeah. And then he starts talking on the microphone. I drove all the way up here for these for guys. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, I, uh, I had the same question. It's like, uh, you're looking at him. Yeah. If he looked like you. Yeah. Would you be a little more lenient on some things? And what he means is, does he look it, it, like It, has, it has to do with presence and, and whether, you know, what what is overall impression is. What he means is Officer X is very clean cut and, and nice looking, so if he looked like Officer X, would you then say, oh, it's it's an easy deal? My no, point no. is, if you look at Matt, you think he's retarded. 
And Justin, uh, <laughs> you look retarded, man. <laughs> like myself. Yeah, I, I'm you, not. I'm not. Uh, you know, yeah. judging anybody at how yeah. I don't judge myself. Your eye goes in one direction versus my, the other one. My the left point eye? is, you sit Matt down and you start talking hop chemistry, and the kid makes you makes you feel like yeah. a retard yeah. because he knows what he's and, talking. And about. do you feel like a retard? I I always feel like yeah. A retard. Okay. <laughs> You look like a retard. John feels the need to defend our guests so that they're all comfortable. Oh, I will. Too. <laughs> whereas <laughs> Matt's the man, dude. Whereas he's I'm Batman. like, uh, he's you know, fly. Matt's comfortable. Yeah. He's fine with me calling him I'm, an idiot. Yeah, he drove four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, sure. I'm okay with you calling me clean cut. You are. Look at you. Come on. Man. Oh yeah. That's part of an insult, right? There. Would the food? This is nerd, basically, a nice way of saying that. If you had pulled over Matt, would the would the would the beard, the foo, uh, have have you know altered your judgment of him? Well, since you asked me for professional opinion, absolutely not. And okay. because you mentioned that uh, wine is now taking over as uh, the drink of choice, yeah, and it comes to this consistent problem where it's your uh, kind of uh, people who think they're upper middle class and intelligent that uh, think they can have a little too much to drink and get away with it. They can outsmart or whatever. And okay. so we're running into is not just your uh, retards right. looking types that are and getting he hammered at and, Matt, and by driving. the way. <laughs> he, he's laughing. To be honest, it's kind of funny that actually a lot of uh, a lot of people who uh, seem to come from the retard community who may have been arrested for other things are you know how DHP bad it sucks. retarded. So, yeah, some of them are. I'd say, it, but anyways. Okay. But uh, know how much it sucks to get arrested, and so they're kind of one. I don't want to get arrested for a DUI of all things. Right. Whereas again, somebody that's never been arrested before thinks, "Yeah, a few glasses of wine, a little wine tasting, a little driving, not right. a big deal." Right. And they find how much it sucks to get thrown in with the all three tards down at the jail. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, and Justin, you, know, you were there just, before, weren't you? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I you still are, uh, Matt. I just, <laughs> hey, I just was using you as an example. <laughs> and, and I was using retard in the general sense of the word. Matt yeah. was not. That was not interchangeable there. <laughs> We're looking at it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, I'm so speechless. <laughs> after the after that that second test, are are you still thinking you would move on to the breathalyzer with Matt, or would you let him go? I, uh, you know, again, I'd, I would not let him go without a breathalyzer. So if he uh, he got a little snotty with me and refused it or whatever, yeah. I'd have to take him to jail. Yeah, just to be just to be careful, you know, when it comes down to it. Okay. Hey, sure. What if he's a nice nice? Did everything he wanted, and he was just he didn't have the goatee, and you know. It's, it's with him. You're telling me it's borderline. What the hell are you talking about? Well, it, it's borderline with Matt here, and you're a professional, and you gotta you gotta make a judgment call right then, and you gotta keep the you gotta keep everything safe on the highway too. So, so I, I, yeah, it's your judgment call. Um, he's he's bringing him in. Yeah, he's bringing him in. He's bringing him in. Just as a call. Yes. All right. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna, we're moving on to John. Yeah. And as we move on to John, uh, so go ahead, John, because uh, I'm going to pass out. I'm going to pass out my own sobriety tests, and uh, so so John's going to now move on to Officer X, and we'll keep you updated about that, see how he does, and and don't worry, I'm going to get on there too. I have a feeling you guys think I'm sober, and you know it's not going to happen. Uh, Officer X is going to look me over and go, you know what? You're the guy. <laughs> Justin, gonna, you have you have an empty beer in front of you, and you haven't been drinking. Okay. Dr. Scott, you're going to be the first victim of my own personal field sobriety test. John, li- okay. don't listen to me. Go over to Officer X. Officer X, I would like you to conduct a series of field sobriety tests on John. And uh, I'm not going to give you a microphone. I just want you to go ahead and do them. Do the full gamut on John. And that way, and then I'll come back and update with you as I do my own sobriety tests with 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 the other people in the studio. Is that fine? Sure. Okay. So John is now going to go through the gamut. Uh, John, you have just been pulled over 
for not using your blinker and, or some other stupid thing. And he's and, scared uh, shitless. And, and you're scared, and, and Officer X is going to give you the full gamut, and we're going to come back to you and find out what's happening. Okay, Dr. Scott, uh, I would like you to – now, listen, I'm going to hand you a piece of paper. Here's my own field sobriety test. I'm going to ask people in the studio to read things that I've written down, and, and, and they're somewhat of a tongue twister type of thing, but I think it's always interesting when you – you know, sp- like speech patterns when you're drinking. It's English, right? Yes, it is in English. <laughs> well, I can, I can do other things. But and uh, English I have a caller easier. in here, too, I'm going to have to get to. Let me do that in one second. Hang you're, on. You already got to him. No, I got another one. <laughs> don't worry about that. I don't want you. Uh, here's what it, I'm going to hand you a closed piece of paper, Dr. Scott. I want you to open it and not look it over. Just start reading. If I feel that you're looking it over, I'm going to punish you and make you drink. Oh, so, so, so education has nothing to do with that's it. That's right. I want you to open it up and, and begin reading. And I'm gonna, and we're gonna try to feel, you know, get a feel for where you're at. You hear me? Oh, oh, wait, man. Take okay. the piece of paper. He's opening it. As soon as you open it, start reading. Doc, go ahead. I am constantly concerned about the well-being of my multifaceted existence. Not too bad. Not too bad. A couple slurs. I am constantly concerned about the well-being of my multifaceted existence. Now it's the second time that doesn't. Well, of course, because the education in me would read it first and get past my learning disabilities, (laughs) and and then I would read it. Okay. Now I'm going to have John do one, even though he's in the middle of field sobriety tests. I'm going to interrupt for just a second. Danielle, please hand this to John. John, the rules are: don't look it over. As soon as you open that, begin reading. Go. Bigger breweries brew better bitter Belgians for beer bellies. Not bad. Mm, quite Not good. Not bad. Okay. Not doing too bad here. Now, he, he Matt from bu- Firestone, bu- 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 I want you to just open it up. Don't look it over. Just read it. Go ahead. Into the microphone. Yeah, I know you're not close to the microphone. I need you to get it real close. Go ahead. It reads, I hate John. Oh, who put that in there? I hate John. Come on, that's not appropriate. Because nobody hates John. I didn't. I didn't write that one. Well, maybe, the, maybe those guys in that other forum. <laughs> yeah, they might have done that. <laughs> they might hate John. All right, I'm gonna read one. I wrote them, so I'm not gonna lie to you. But I'm still, uh, you know, they're tough to read. You you didn't write that one. I did write this one. No, the other one. About no, ha- I didn't write John. that one. Come on, that's ridiculous. Who Where, would say where'd that something? come from? Who would say something like that? I did. All right, here's mine. 54 fermenters finally finish fermenting fantastically fulfilling flocculations. So that's like, that's like four drinks. John, I mean, uh, Dr. Scott, I want you to read that. <laughs> that's like, that's like four drinks. Try it. Okay. Go. 54 fermenters finally finished fermenting fantastically fulfilling flocculations. Man, my readings aren't going so well at all. I don't get it. Alright, Danielle, I'm gonna give you one. Education. I like your dog. No, you can't read it. No, I didn't. Beforehand, just just say it as you open it. Go ahead, Danielle. John is gay. Oh, what? Hmm? The, oh, come on, that's inappropriate. <laughs> I wrote this one. Oh, no, no, you, you know what? You should have made his girlfriend sitting right over there say that. <laughs> I should have had her read it. <laughs> Uh, John, by the way, is still going through field sobriety tests. He's now w- he's so focused on his test, he didn't even hear that we called him gay and that we hate him. No, we, we need, his girlfriend yeah. needs to call him gay. He's actually doing the uh, the, or at least the, most, deny it. the most famous one where you have to walk the line one foot in front of the other. Everybody knows this one and and see how you do at it. Let me get our caller on the air and then we're gonna find out what's up with John. Uh, 
Oh, shit, I just dropped him. Are you there? I am here. Oh, I, I got you. Okay. Uh, how are you doing? Where are you calling from? I am calling from Calcutta, India. My name is Gupja. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, say, say that one more time. <laughs> My name is Gupja. I am calling from Calcutta, India. Okay. Wh- what time is it there? Fair enough. Uh, it is very early in the morning. I am an IT tech for uh, HP. Uh-huh. I am also a budding home brewer. I have a... I'm sorry, my English is not very good. I have a simple question about a word. <laughs> Do you have a Slurpee okay. machine? Go ahead. Go ahead with your simple question. The, the, the process by where <laughs> yeast is introduced to the word, I do not know what that is called. Pitching. Uh. No, no, the process where the yeast converts the sugars to alcohol. I uh. Oh, wait, wait. I think the word you want is fermentation. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. That's what I wanted to hear you say. Uh. <laughs> this, is, this is Matt. <laughs> Oh, we I thought mean, it was this is, this is Gupja. <laughs> no, 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 no! You stick away from the Slurpee machine, Gupja. We thought it was actually crotch rot. We didn't know. Man. I like that. Oh, you, the crotch is way too hammered to do this. All oh, right, that's I'm, Wichita. I'm taking a drink. Mm. Uh, plus, we owe half a beer for for the call. At least. All right. I, I don't have one. Thanks for the call, Matt. All right, guys. Have a good one. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I think we need to have a commentary from our CHP officer. Okay. Officer Officer X, X how did John do on his uh, field sobriety test? Well, John's an interesting guy. I can tell that he's a, uh, uh experienced uh, alcohol consumer okay. because uh, his eyes are showing him far more intoxicated than what his field is, what his uh, coordination test would suggest. Okay. It's some minor mistakes there, but definitely in the eyes, I can see these over the legal limit. Okay. So it's like one of those things where, you know, I'd arrest him and he'd be like you, thinking, hey, I passed all my tests, dang, I should be able to drive, but, yeah. you know, the law says, and I go by the law, hey, he's not supposed to be on the roads. I gotcha. You know, technically he's ripped. I'm sure he's feeling it in his mind as far as talking or whatever, but uh, his coordination is still there again because uh, he's used to consuming alcohol. Okay. All right. Here's what we're going to do. It's now my turn. Uh, I'm going to need someone to conduct a show, and I'm going to give that to Daniela because uh, folks at home like Daniela and, and, and you know appreciate what she has okay, to say. Okay, good, because I want this all done in German. <laughs> so the rest of the show will be conducted in German. Uh, good for me? <laughs> no. Daniela, I want you to come sit in my chair. Uh, you will be the only person to ever sit in the captain's chair, I think, here. Uh, um, you have to ramble... Yeah. The only thing that means exactly. The only thing that means is that it smells like farts, and you have to ramble. A hey, drink, uh, Justin. Oh, wait, and you got a drink. And the microphone smells like a beer. <laughs> so you're going to conduct sort of what's happening. And uh, Nathan, uh, I mean uh, Officer Rex, will also, uh, you know, <laughs> con- uh, I want you to give me now the like. I want you to throw the book at me. All right, I you've pulled me over. So the knee, knee in the crotch, then exactly. Okay, officer, you've pulled me over. I gave you the two beer thing. Oh, I've only had two beers. It's obvious that I stink, and I've I've had a bunch. Uh, I've been a jerk. Uh, you can even throw me into a to a, a, a resting tank position if you want. With like John, if, if I get angry with you and you feel the need to 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 pull one of those moves that you guys pull, I don't know what they are because I didn't have that. I was a nice guy when I got pulled over, but uh, you go ahead. And do that. That's what I'm okay. saying. You got me. I got full. Uh, full I mean, here. Here, here's what I mean. This is a a, a real situation. It's a simulation, as if you're in CHP school. Officer, um, I'm serious here. You can't because so, he does not have his nightstick. It doesn't matter. I bet that he doesn't need it. I am. He does. Be, I am With you, behave. he needs it. I'm going to set the example for why you shouldn't drink and drive. Okay. You already have. So if I get angry or 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 start throwing punches. You know, you do what's necessary. 
He you does not have his nightstick. Officer X, are you with me? It's on. Yes, wait, wait. Can I help him? On. Are you with me? I'm with you right here. If you become okay. out of hand, can I help him? No. Okay. Because he's an officer and he shouldn't need help. So I'll tell me, are you in a car full of uh, other inebriated No. Fellas? It's, it's, call, it's called backup. Here's the situation. I am being pulled over. Okay. I'm apparently over the limit. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I might be less than cooperative. Okay. And, yeah. uh, might. and, but, but it's just me and you. Okay. Now, now you may have called for backup. I don't know. Okay. Or may feel the need to do so. Okay. But uh, it's it's me and you. There's nobody else. I, it's not a car full of people. Uh, I have a previous DUI. Okay. I don't want a second one. And I'm and I'm and I'm going to business with you. So it starts like it's a regular stop, right? It's a regular. I'd stop. I call for backup. Okay. It's a regular stop. But I'm going to get up and I'm going to come over there. Uh, and, and, and then we're gonna we're gonna start this whole thing. Okay. So uh, Danielle, I'm now giving you control of the show. Let's go, Danielle. Uh, although I also Bring have home, a, girl. I got a caller on the air. Do You're I need to take a call now. now, Nathan? Hang on. No, uh, caller, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Hey, I've got a question uh, hey, about first caller. word hopping. You know I'm about to get my ass kicked by a CHP officer, right? <laughs> Excellent. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to let you direct the question to Matt. I'm going to get right. up and go for my for my questioning, and then, and then Matt, uh, Daniela, you're going to take the microphone. Ask your question, caller. Go ahead. All right. So uh, basically, you know, on uh, some of the forums and whatnot, there was a, a link that came up to uh, some guy that had posted on a forum who had been to UC Davis and a bunch of other brewing places. And he had said that what he had studied now at, at those places is that first word hopping is no longer done. The Germans don't do it anymore. And so I just I wanted to talk to a, a professional in the business that knows hops and see what he thinks about this. Go for it, Matt. I think that uh, the whole first word hopping was short-lived for a few different reasons. Uh, first and foremost, there's a lot of degradation that happens as soon as you expose hops to wort and oxygen and the longer period of time that they're exposed, the more degradation that's going to happen. And I think that the argument for it was that humulene, what gives um, a lot of hops their noble oil character, is actually very slow to come off a distillation column. In other words, it's an oil that's pretty heavy that stays with beer throughout the boiling process, throughout fermentation, and is evident in the finished beer. And it's also the favored aroma by most uh, Germanic styles, by, by a lot of German brewers. And, and then a lot of craft brewers and home brewers and American brewers took that to mean that they were going to bring the same hop quality that they recognized as a hoppy beer, maybe American aroma, to their finished beers. And it wasn't true. And um, a lot of people now have gone to double IPA standards where they're using hops in the mash and doing first word hopping and everything like that, those are completely different styles than what the Germans were originally trying to do and that kind of faded away back to you know, we keep going back to the traditional methods of brewing and uh, they've held true for so many years mm -hmm. uh, By the way, we own half a we owe half a beer for the caller <laughs> uh, Okay, it's Justin here, I'm about to get my field sobriety test uh, and, and I want you all to know uh, I'm willing to get my ass kicked by this CHP officer in order to show what happens when you get pulled over? So uh, I, I'd like him to do it with a beer in his hand. Uh, Officer X, do it with a beer uh, in your hand. All right, I got a beer. Well, but that's not going to be realistic. Let me. Let me. Well, let no, me you got to drink that no, first. No, 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 you got to yeah, do the whole realistic thing. You, you do your half a glass now. 
The thing with Justin is he looks totally sober right now, actually. He always just looks sober and he's he drunk every day. <laughs> but, but just well, a little bit retarded. A little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, I've done my half a glass. <laughs> and I've just gotten right. pulled over. So I'm now okay. getting out of the vehicle. Okay. Or, or, let's well, that's, that's the first thing I'm going to do is okay. uh, I'm coming in and I'm smelling reeking of uh, alcohol coming out of it. You're the only person in the vehicle here. Yeah. I'm seeing you're wearing a Firestone shirt. <laughs> and uh, I'm seeing spilt beer on the Firestone shirt. Yeah. So w- there's a lot of what we'd call here probable cause for yeah. taking you out of the car and uh, thinking that maybe I need to do an investigation here. Okay. So the best thing, first thing I'm going to do after I get your license and registration is please step out of the car and meet me back in my patrol car. Okay. That gives me a chance to watch you get out of the car, stumble over, and hopefully not fall into traffic and get run over because then the investigation's <laughs> kind of over, but that's okay. <laughs> and I'm out of the car. That's okay. <laughs> and, then, and then you can claim that I beat the crap out of you. <laughs> I'm with you now, outside of your door. Oh that was gosh. a good burp. He just burped off his <laughs> He just burped in my face. face. <laughs> this is where I put in the report, and I noticed a strong odor emitting from the mouth of uh, subject. Uh, oh, yeah. Can I say all, your name? All, yes, you can. You can say my name. Everybody knows my okay. name. JC. Yeah. So I asked him to me over my patrol car, and in front of it there, good lighting, hopefully a nice, good uh, level area. It's all in the report. And, uh, that's where I'd ask you all these pre-field sobriety test questions, such as... Uh, how much have you had to drink? What have you been drinking? When did you start? When did you finish? You know, what beer show were you listening to at the time? Um, asking you questions such as uh, when did you last sleep? It's always a big question there. I got Definitely. asked that when I got my DUI. It's a big thing. Fatigue okay. can go right there with... Uh, I'm going to be honest in this situation. Okay. Uh, I slept quite a bit today. I slept till about uh, 10 a.m. today. So okay. I, I got and a how good many hours of sleep did you get? A, a full eight hours. Full eight hours. Full eight hours Okay. Of sleep. And when did you last eat? Uh, just before the show, I ate at 4 o'clock. Okay. Then I'd be asking you questions such as, uh, have you had your head hit recently? Uh, by, <laughs> yeah, by, by Danielle me. over there? <laughs> yeah, I know it. Uh, I don't blame you. No, I've not had my head hit. Okay, you're not in the care of a doctor or dentist? No, I'm not. You're not taking any medication or drugs? Uh, I do, n- I do not take drugs. Okay. And, uh, you know, recent surgery performed? No, no recent surgery. No, no. physical impairments? No, sir. Okay. And by wait, the way, wait, 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 wait. Uh, you are physically impaired. No, sir. I'm not physically impaired. And by the way, uh, first of all, stop moving the microphone. And second, because it has that windy thing happening, so easy. Uh, always use sir. When you get pulled over, guys, you're you're all about the sir. You hear me? Listen. Unless it's a female officer, then I highly recommend not using the sir. <laughs> right. Yes, ma'am. And I so, highly, highly recommend not calling her sweetie or honey or any other uh, feminine degradation kind of terms. What if I call you sweetheart? That would also uh, <laughs> get, <laughs> okay. definitely find its way into the report. Uh, so no, know, sir. Hey, honey. Uh, I, I'm told I, I've eaten recently. I've slept. Everything is fine, sir. Outstanding. Okay. So, uh, finally, last best question is: Do you feel the effects of the alcohol, uh, sir? I have not had anything to drink. And I just watching your eyes lie is the best part about that. This is my favorite question. Let to alone ask. two beers, officer. Right I am completely sober. Uh, I've, I've, I actually don't drink anymore. I've gotten a DUI before, and I, I, I don't drink. And this is where I'm offended because he just burped the worst <laughs> beer stuff <laughs> in my face like two minutes ago. So he thinks I'm Officer Moron, but that's okay. And Officer X, what would you say about him standing like this with his hands in his pockets and just trying to keep it up and his beer belly all fat out there? <laughs> I, mean, I, I wasn't going to mention the beer belly because I respect Justin a lot. And <laughs> no, you don't. But, no, you uh, don't. <laughs> now that you mentioned it. Again, that's part of that. Yeah. Uh, Not anymore. It's right, I, right with the stain, too. Isn't that perfect? The stain's right there, kind of <laughs> highlighting the, the beer stain um, right there over yeah. his belly. But anyways. Oops, on my shirt. <laughs> but I don't see it. I had burritos today, sir. Uh, burritos are very filling, and I occasionally my, my uh, stomach bulges because of that. Uh, and your okay. gurge. Yeah. Okay. Just don't tell me you're pregnant. We'll be fine. I'm not <laughs> pregnant, and I've not had anything to drink. Okay. Outstanding. So now we move on to uh, the actual test. 
Okay. And uh, in my hands here, can you take the mic? Here we go. So, uh, so sir, go ahead and put your uh, heels and toes together, feet together, hands down by your side. What I want you to do is, uh, leaving your head still, follow the tip of my finger with your eyes only. Okay, don't move your head. He's trying really hard right now. The big head. Bring it home, Jay. <laughs> now the uh, witness holding the phone here, or holding the uh, microphone can tell you his eyes have about three positions going from left to right. <laughs> <laughs> they like oh. one, two, three. One, two, three. This Center, left, and right. <laughs> this is what we call lack of smooth pursuit. Okay. 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 That's how it gets written in the report. Time. Do the same thing you just did, Nate. Okay, so right here, uh, I take them all the way to the side. I'm seeing how bad they're twitching, and I start coming back and seeing how they keep twitching. Oh, my God. Oh, they are twitching. Are you saying they're twitching? By the way, while they're twitching, I actually see two fingers. Are you sure you're not holding up two fingers? (laughs) No, it's the one in the middle. (laughs) I've had people ask me, sir, why are you flipping me off? I've had them ask that there. It's great. This demonstration is really, really impressive, actually. You can totally tell that you're hammered. Yeah. Now, because by just looking at you, just having a glance, you wouldn't tell. But now, oh, my God. Look at my eyes, and uh, all of a sudden, I'm Captain Drunk a lot. I've never seen that before. And now, every night. You're gonna say, "Honey, yeah, honey, your know. hammer." Right. Let's move it along. Go ahead. Okay, so now we've done that. We're ordering out. Um, to be honest, right now it's it's really clear that he's seriously intoxicated. So uh, honestly, from here, just to let you know professionally, it's kind of all a formality. We're Give me a BAC, but, uh, estimated uh, oh on what man. you've seen. Uh, honestly, like one six, one eight. <laughs> I, I was thinking two. And on your way up, too, is the thing. Like I two. said, I'm just kind of what I'm seeing. Okay. But uh, like, so you just had half a pint right there, and, yeah. uh, and anyways, recently, so. Uh, Right now, I'm just going to do the, the, the absolute standard test, which okay. are the one leg stand, the walk, and turn. So the next thing okay. I have you do is with your hands down by your side. What I want you to do, wait till I tell you to start, is uh, lifting up either your left foot or right foot six inches off the ground in front of you. I want you to look. Wait till I tell you to start, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. What you do is... Uh, yes, sir. Is, uh, <laughs> looking foot. at your toe with your left hands foot. down by your side, I want you to count out loud as such. 1,001, 1,002, 1,003. Keep counting as such till I tell you to stop. Now, if you should have to put your foot down because you lose your balance, that's okay. Just pick it back up and keep counting where you left off. Okay. Do you and you don't care which foot? I don't care which foot. Okay. Okay. Ready? Sure. Go ahead. 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, 1,004, 1,005, 1,006, 1,007, 1,008, 1,009. He went to the gun position. 1,011, 1,012, 1,013. God damn it. He keeps looking. I can't even count this high. 1,014, 1,016, 1,017, 1,018. And Justin keeps looking at Now I'm falling over. And I'll tell you, that's one of the things, again, somebody who is accustomed to drinking lots of alcohol. It's right about that 20 to 30 seconds that they actually really can start to lose their balance. Really? Although you were kind of doing this, like, swaying. I did. With, like, Pele there, trying to kick the ball. I did my one foot that was up. (laughs) So I'm on my, uh, I'm standing on my right foot, and I got my left foot up. And and in order to keep my balance, I'm trying to keep my hands at my (laughs) side. So I'm moving my left, the one that's up, I'm moving it side to side to keep my balance. And And you're absolutely right. It it did move. And as I got to 18 or 19, I totally, uh, at 19, I fell over. And I had to put my foot down. What was really interesting was Officer X here went to his precautionary stance. (laughs) He did. He just, just, I don't know if he thought about it. He just did it. 
Um, well, this guy looks like he's ready for a fight. I mean, he's already talking yeah, about it. Yeah, and I asked you about, if you wanted me on your 90. I didn't talk about anything. You just pulled me over. I, I asked you if you wanted me on your 90. Yeah. <laughs> all right, where, where else? We, all right, so I just, uh, whatever, I just did that test. Wh- what are you going to do now? Uh, next test we're going to do is the walk and turn. Okay. Well, I just stood on my foot. Test. I thought I did fine. Yeah, everybody thinks they did fine. Anyways, uh, if you want to run th- right now, just play a game. <laughs> like, oh yeah, sir, absolutely. Yeah, you did. There you go. Thank you, sir. Uh, next test, I want you to do and move on. Let's just do. Uh, let's do the uh, finger count, just so you don't have to walk around so much. Yeah. So what I'm have you do is using either your. Le- oh, actually, I got a better test here. It'll be fun. What I want you to do is uh, putting your feet together, hands down by your side. Yeah. What I'm going to have you do when I tell you to start is you're going to tilt your head back, and then I'm going to say estimate 30 seconds. Then I want you to close your eyes and okay. estimate 30 seconds. When you think 30 seconds is up, go and open your eyes and look at me, okay? <laughs> That's a 60 seconds. He's going to fall over. Yeah. I did, uh, by the um, way, I did this one as well. Then <laughs> <laughs> okay. you're Do the instructions then? Okay. okay. Feet together. You want me to together. Look Hands down by your side. Uh-huh. I'm going to have you tilt your head back looking up. When yeah. I say actually, when I say start, go ahead and close your eyes and then estimate 30 seconds. <laughs> when you think 30 seconds is up, open your eyes and look at me again, okay? You look so scared right now. It's incredible, Justin. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's reliving it all. Yeah. I had sex with your mom. <laughs> Wait, till I tell you, your start. thirty seconds is over. He's trying very. Hey, close your eyes. I know I'm not supposed to until he says start. Okay, finally. Hey, focus, all right, boy. go ahead and start. Drunken fool. Nice background, John. He's just standing there. Oh, Matt's thinking. Hey, you said there wasn't going to be police here. Why are you drooling? You never said there'd be police here. I think that's about 30 seconds. No, you're way off, man. Let's focus, focus, man. <laughs> hey, I was supposed to say when thirty seconds. I said that's about thirty seconds. <laughs> Not both. So uh, you forgot to open your eyes. You forgot to look at me, and uh, you didn't follow close, the though. direction. Twenty-four seconds. Huh? Twenty-four but, uh, seconds. That's not, bad. that's not bad for where you, uh, you're but actually at. But you, uh, your eyelids were flitter, fluttering too. I was you, out you did them. not follow directions. You're not, and you had a little sway going, going. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. I didn't sway. I was just moving my feet a little bit to keep my balance. <laughs> he said do A, B, and C, and well, you didn't. All right, so I think I've passed all the tests. It's, uh, I can go, right? Officer? All right, see ya. So here's where I have to give you the uh, PAS admonishment. It's actually legally required to say this to you. That, uh, sir, I need to ask you to do the preliminary alcohol screening device. This is not an implied consent test, though. And uh, therefore, if I believe you're under the influence of alcohol and I place you under arrest, you still, by state law, have to submit to either a breath test or a blood test. Yeah. Do you understand? Do you want to take the breathalyzer? Well, what I understand is that I've done all your tests, and I think I've done just fine, so uh, I think we're ready to go here, officer. I understand that, but I'm asking yeah. you to take the pass test. Do you now, want to take I, the test or do you want to refuse the pass well, test? Well, what I think is uh, I've given you my license. I've participated in all your tests. I think there's not a problem here. I've done everything I was supposed to do. I'm about to get back into my car, and I'm going to get out of here, okay? So uh, thank you for everything, officer. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Then you stop right there. <laughs> yeah. Officer, I'm yeah. officer. No, he's cuffed now, no, baby. Wrestle him. Officer, <laughs> use your nightstick. There's a fight. No, he's down. No. He's down. Officer, Oh, and the pit bull's on him. Biscuit did not like that. Officer, Yeah. The pit bull almost took out the CHP officer. Officer, good pit pit bull. I got taken down. Very impressive. Officer, you totally took me down. Totally. I was on my way out the door. Justin is like 6'2", and the officer just took me out. Justin, do you remember what he said when they say, please, could you take... 
the breathalyzer test. Yeah. And he said, always do it. Yeah. And <laughs> um, I said, no, I'm out of here. You pretty much always do it. Yeah. Oh, you know You're what? Right. You wrestled the ground and the pit bulls on him. Yeah. It's See, that's the, that's the one thing I had going. I got to keep the biscuit in the car all the time. Right. I had to, at least I had the pit bull going for me, but she wasn't very intimidating. Oh, she, she's was licking she? my knee until she's like going after the CHP officer. <laughs> officer X, you took me down. Yeah, I had to say I had to adjudicate the situation. You deserved it. I appreciate that. All right. All right. Can, I, we, can we get a round of applause, made, please? That made the show. Thank you. Oh, because he had to be taken down. Drunken fool. Wow. What's wrong with you, man? All right, so there you go. Somebody Loser. had to do it. Drunken he really bastard. did take me down, too. It was not only a foot sweep, but it was a neck hold. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way. Yeah, he really got the... Did you do, did you do the dragon hold? Oh, he got the whole carotid? He got the whole Oh, no, we didn't do that. He really... Uh, he took charge. Uh, I appreciate that, actually. I can show you that. That's what I think you should do. I just thought it was important to oh, show... Oh, we got redneck. I have a question. You know, everything that was going to Are your services done? No. No. They're uh, not. Well, no, because he could drink then. This is the longest show oh, ever, he can by drink the way. anyway. Didn't he drink? <laughs> no, I mean, he's done. So he can drink now. No. I, I thought you were drinking anyway. So, so <laughs> let's talk about... Oh, uh, we need to have him drink. Let's talk about hop chemistry here. Officer X, do you want to have a drink with us? Absolutely. All right. There we go. There we uh, go. Again, please, a big round of applause for yeah. Officer X for hanging out. Mostly and, uh, for wrestling you down to the ground. I appreciate that. I was afraid you weren't going to do it, and I really wanted. There was to get no it. video on that either. Yeah, yeah. Web, <laughs> webcam there. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's what we're going to do. Uh, it's it's late in the show. It's it's eight. It's the longest show. I think it's the longest show ever. Yeah. Why is that? I wonder. <laughs> because because alcohol is the time continuing thing, and it just like squishes it down. I, I, I thought he was I grilling. Like, I, I thought he was grilling me for 15 minutes, and it was only like eight. I have hop- I still have questions. John, read this, please. Okay, cool. Uh, don't <laughs> oh, John didn't read. Yet. Don't look it over. Just open it oh, up. Oh, wait. Justin, and, Justin, and, Justin. And read. Hey, I'm, I'm focused. CHP I'm officer has to read something. Yes, okay. we'll make him read, too. Go Boulder ahead. barley wines frequently ferment for four fortnights. Damn. Wait, you said what? You guys are all too what was that? What was that F word? <laughs> You're all too sober. I just John. spilled beer. No, John, John. I just spored a, I did, yeah, spored a beer. John, what was that F word? Fermentation. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. That will be a drinking verb. Uh, and it was and a microphone stand. <gasps> Officer X, you're in on that too. <laughs> yes, so you, are you have in to drink too. All right. Here's what we're gonna do. Your services. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. I know it's late. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna wrap it up with Matt. We're gonna do just a couple more questions. We're gonna talk about next show. We're gonna get the hell out of here. It's it's. Uh, right we got burgers to brew. We got burgers to to to, to ferment. <laughs> Give me five minutes. Do I have a caller on on there? I could check. There's somebody dangling. No. no oh, no, 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 no. No call. They wouldn't call you. All right, so give us a short break. I'm going to do one song. Take a pee real quick, guys. I'm going to come back. We're going to wrap it up. Oh, wait. Just, Justin doesn't pee. Fair enough. I've never seen it happen. I, it's it's only been once this year. I've never seen it happen. It's because I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. Don't make me get my flamethrower out. I don't remember if I played the song already. That's how drunken show this drunken show is. You know what? It's forgivable because of the drunken show. Hop questions here. I don't care, John. I do. Don't make me come over this (laughs) counter. It's after eight o'clock, and I don't care. I want to know how light affects hops. We'll be right back. It's the Uh, badly, bad, 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 bad. Oh, it didn't work.
All right. I love that song. We're oh. wrapping up the drunken show. If that song's older than you are. Yeah, but I still love that. That's what I, I like sing it to it. you. Oh, darling. And there you go. That's what you oh. know. Go ahead, John. Please believe me. Because <laughs> I'll... Never, Never do you no harm. <laughs> uh, by the way, you me. I had to shut him down for that part. Uh, that's why we're brewcasters and not singers, kids. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just talk about. Hey, we're as drunk as you are right now. <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap it up. It's a long show, Matt. It's a good show. You're the official Matt, participant of the longest show in TV. Oh, and, and by the by the way, I'm arrested now. You are. <laughs> You're officially in jail. That's why we have a designated <laughs> driver for you, Doctor. Oh, yeah, because you, like, scooped me up. Yeah, we did. We're John, <laughs> I've been cutting you off all night. Please ask your final question to Matt from Firestone. My final question. <laughs> How does light affect hops? Oh, that's been coming up all night. I know, but I never let him get an answer. I know. Fine. Exactly. <laughs> it's bad. Tell me why you're known as Batman. Batman. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. That's a, that's a now, that's a question, question from Vinny. That's a good question right yes. there. Oh, 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 yeah, that was the one from last week. Yeah, yeah, Vinny wanted I want to know why light affects hops and how does it lead into him being as Batman. No, you can't ask it that way. It's a two double, it's a double sided question. You can't ask it. Let that me way. ask it and stop You have to ask it, like, why are you. <laughs> Turning you both off. The problem is that Matt, that John knows the answer to the question. I hate it when you answer, when you ask questions that you know the answer to. I'm not turning you back on. Vinny, Vinny left me with the question, why are you called Batman? Why does he call you Batman? Why are you called Batman? Let's start so, with that. Why? Why? It could be a long answer, but originally, brewing answer. in the Midwest, we're a little uh, further north, sun's not so intense, and brewers obviously, especially in a craft brewery, we're making multiple batches a day. We're exposed to a lot of hops. We talked earlier about the pellets being ruptured, lupulin glands. Yeah. And a brewer walks away from the day covered in hop dust. Okay. And um, go out to your car, drive home. Back in Chicago, never really noticed a whole lot. You go home, you smell kind of like hops. Okay. No big deal. Go home with a girlfriend, no problem. Gotcha. California, sun is very intense. These brewers work around all this hop dust. And in our brewery in, in Paso Robles, we have passive solar, so... Uh, no lights on during the day. The uh, the sun's coming through, and by seven eight o'clock in the morning, I mean the sun's just barely up in the sky. The brewer starts smelling literally like skunks. It smells like a skunk has sprayed in the brewery. Okay, stinky, stinky man. Okay. And and most people know that have studied any hop chemistry that uh, the UV late light radiation will cleave a mercaptan off of the isoalpha acid and create the same chemical constituent that skunk, comes out of the skunk. yeah the acid of a skunk. Okay. And thus, you know, a lot of imported beers and flint glass or green glass can get the classic skunked character. Okay. So it's just light on hops. I gotcha. So that's why he calls you Batman? Well, so... How do you add your hops to your fermentation or No, no. I'm turning you off. Turn it back up. Just to answer the Batman question. Yes. Vinny gives me a lot of shit because I like to dry hop after the sun has gone down. I like to dry hop at night. We have... A lot of light in the brewery. I don't want to skunk the beers. Okay. I'm a little anal retentive that way. All right. And the other question from Vinny then is, tell me the story about the record store. <laughs> so I got done with the day of brewing. Uh, I'd worked uh, eight hours on the, on the brew house, done a few batches. Uh, hadn't been very careful. Got a lot of hop dust on myself. I was new in California, didn't know any different. Went down to San Louis to buy a couple albums at 
Boo Boo Records. Yeah. And when I approached the counter with my albums, the first thing the person told me before she'd even take my money was, you can't bring that in here. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't quite sure what she was talking about. I'm yeah. like, I'm a paying customer? What are you yeah, talking about? She's yeah. like, leave your dope in your car. Oh, yeah. And you just stunk so bad. That, yeah, exactly. See, now that is a good story. And in fact, Vinny said he, when he left, he's like, you ask him that question, you're going to love it. That's a good story because you're totally right. It really stinks. Hops, hops stink, and they're a good stank. Like it's a stank of stank. Guys, <laughs> so guys you're right. Like that stink. You guys like that stink. Women don't like that stink. <laughs> I love that stank. But you're right. You go into a, a, a you know an establishment that doesn't know what they're smelling. Yeah, I told and, her I was uh, a brewer. She didn't believe me, but she still sold me the albums and told me to get a lot. A brewer of what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little did she know. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so now we know the secret of Batman. Batman. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can we call you Batman? He's okay. Batman. <laughs> you can call me whatever you want. Yeah. So Matt, what's you the you deal? Have been on that. Are you <laughs> headed back to Paso Robles tonight or what? Uh, is the CH officer still here? Yes, yeah. yes he is. He's still here. Need <laughs> some more drinks, man. I think I'm going to stick around for a little food. Not a boy. A little wind down. We have yeah. food. We have food. All right. It's nice a long show, back. kids. It's been a long one. Yeah. Uh, it's the longest be, yet. Know, it's going to be a good archive. A record, a record, a record. I want to say thank you to all the callers that called in. We actually uh, had a record of, of callers as well today, too. Yeah, that was um, the best. Yeah. And my beer's empty. The chat room, as usual, was, was awesome and, and really helped us out. I think that we fulfilled all the goals that I set in the beginning uh, as far as drinking. Um I'm I'm definitely more intoxicated than I've ever been on a show. The question is, can we have you on as a guest again, Matt? Uh, uh, not not, the, not on the, the drug show. The sober show. The sober show. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Good. <laughs> really yeah, good. Yeah. You'll only come I, back I, I on the sober show. <laughs> I want to tap his brain a little bit. Will someone yeah. come and pick me up yeah. for the show? We will. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what we got to do. We're gonna fly you up next. Yeah, time. Yeah, we will fly you up <laughs> to do that. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is going to sound weird at first, but I'm going to compensate for it. I was hoping you were going to bring your girlfriend up uh, because she's actually totally cool, too. I met I met you and her at the Portland Brew Festival. Yeah. And uh, the problem with the Portland Brew Festival, uh, and the problem in this sense, so don't get me wrong, guys. Uh, I just met a bunch <laughs> of dudes. Like, everyone was all beer, beer, beer. And, 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 and she was one of the only people I met who could just relax a little bit and hang out and talk and say what's happening. Yourself as well. Because, you, you know, you and I didn't feel the need to do the interview and, and talk about all the beer because you were going to be in here for the show. So we were just talking about the food we were eating and, and kind of hanging out. And uh, your girlfriend was totally cool. So. She, uh, Melissa spent a lot of time in Portland. A lot of time in Seattle. Okay. She already decided that uh, Bridgeport IPA was her favorite beer, regardless of what I brew. Oh, very wow. nice. So, uh, I had to introduce her to Carl Eckhart. <laughs> yeah, but. yeah, yeah. That, I don't know if that's good or it, it sucks. <laughs> I have something to live up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Motivation. Actually, I'll give her some credit for that. Bridgeport's a damn good brewery. Good. I love their IPA. That's a nice Did beer. Did they brew a porter? Uh, I'm not sure. What I've had is their bottle-conditioned IPA. Which is mm. which is very nice. Yeah, it's okay. a, it's well, if they don't, they should because Bridgeport Porter. Yeah, it, w- w- it works. <laughs> well, uh, what I'm saying twister. is, uh, my official invite the next time you come on the show is also for, for no. Melissa. So. It was a pleasure having you. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. we appreciate it. Uh, although I got I got shit to give away. Oh 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 oh! What do you have to give away? Shirts. Well, uh, how you many? Brought, like, uh, Matt brought, like, yeah, you've been slacking. You've been getting drunk. I gave and away slacking. two. I gave away two shirts so far. Let's play Stump the Brewer. Oh, oh 
Damn, we didn't play Stump the Bird. That's a good thing. Can you move Dr. Scott, please? <laughs> <laughs> don't make me come over there. Cause you're uh, like, for whoever's last, we're going to do a quick away. game of Stump the Brewer. Uh, Stump I'll take it in the chat room, and I'll take one on the phone, because I got, I got two shirts to give away. So uh, chat room, Stump the Brewer, uh, add your question, or call 888-401-BEER. And by the way, we're going to have to drink half a pint. If they call in, <laughs> oh, and, and, and it's by the, the way, end of the show. Uh, doesn't mean the rules still apply. Um, Jonathan's wearing my shirt, so he, he should not give me any shit. <laughs> I got another shirt in my trunk. Sticky man. Yeah. <laughs> you want to smell my armpits? <laughs> Come on. I want you guys both to read I, these. I, okay, I, I can read them. I saw I've the, done well. I'm I two saw for how two. The CHP guy took him down. I'll take you down right like that. Doc, I want you to open that and read it. Right. Don't read it over. Open it and read it. Quick. Read it, Doc. Go. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers prior to performing Pilates. That <laughs> <laughs> was close to messed up. John, same for you. Don't read it over. Just open it up and read it. Stump the Brewer, 888-401-BEER, or put it in the chat room. Nathan's uh, taking down things there right now. I'm going to open it up. And open read. it and go. Happy hour hustles hurly by before I... Bought my mother more malt for her beer battered buttery <laughs> biscuit bites. <laughs> Not bad. Damn it, my 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 readings didn't go over well at all. <laughs> no, I thought you guys would turn into retards. That's why we're co-hosting and drink at the same time. Yeah, I guess yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, 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 we're a bunch of professionals. Oh, no. Eight 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 four zero one beer. Stump the brewer. Uh, Nathan, how you doing in the chat room there? You got some questions? Nope. They all went to bed. <laughs> I got shirts to give away. I'll tell you what. I don't have to give them away. I'm happy to keep them. I'm already keeping a hat. You got a nice hat. We can give them John, away next week. John, next week. Yeah, I will give them away next week. Uh, John told me I was allowed to keep a hat because I worked hard in the website. Yes, she. So of course, I'm keeping man. the hat. Which is like, do I have the thing on the back like yours? No. No, no I don't. What is your hat <laughs> What the what hell, we man? Drink around here. Why you got to bring me the cheap shit? <laughs> No, I'm kidding. That's perfect. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Okay, one thing I want to like add <laughs> in a is uh, next week I will be here, yeah. but the week following that I won't be, but I, I will call in from the playa. Who do we have coming up in the future? Is anybody going to be out in the desert with me? Can you say that again, Dr. Scott? Who's going to be out <laughs> in the desert with me? Because uh, I'd like to hook up with home brewers out there on the playa. <laughs> Where are you going again? Dr. I'm going to Burning Man. Well, what Burning are you going to do? And what, what happens in Burning Man, Doctor? Uh, hmm. I drink a lot of beer. Okay, good. And are you are you bringing any type of fire? He's got a. Yes, got a I, I I um I I. There's this thing I call a <laughs> flamethrower that I'm going to bring out with me, and you guys have seen it. Yeah. You know what I love about Doctor Scott? Here's what I love about Doctor Scott. He's the guy that you can ask all the questions to, right? Hey. You got a tough question, you ask Doc, right? And, and everybody knows that. They listen, they call in, they ask Doc. He's also the guy who gets hammered. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, you're, you said favorite. I could. I know, yeah. you're absolutely right. You said I should. I got a stump the brewer question. Okay. You ready, Matt? Mm-hmm. Come on, Matt. Come on, Matt. Come on, Matt. This is okay. a, this, you're not going to get this one. Yeah, uh, we can we can help him. And it's one of those ones Matt's they ask sharp, that are Pete. that are kind of random. I, I don't think I could help him. Hey, we're not asking you, Doc. Yeah, I'm, I'm turning you off, Doc, because you'd like to answer. No, no you're off. He's off. You're <laughs> off. Here you go, man. Uh, what are the average cohumulone levels for pearl hops? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what they do. That's tough. <laughs> that's tough. I'm, I'm going to throw out actually a, a guess, though. Okay. I'm going to say. Uh, 
per, per right. lay. Did they put an answer in the chat room, Nate? Hold on. Natty's working the chat room trying to figure out what the deal is. 24% of the total alpha. Uh, per alpha. lay. <laughs> Doc Scott lost to say, but yeah. I've turned him off. Have another beer, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I have no more beer. Yeah. You have <laughs> a beer in front of you that's full, man. Half full. Uh, oh, Matt, you got invited to the drunk yeah. show. <laughs> Matt, well, let's talk about how Matt drove, what, four hours up here? Yeah, yeah I drove four hours. You got me drunk, and now I got to stay. <laughs> I like that. Do you play poker, Matt? Because uh, we could do that. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay for your poker. <laughs> you we could get some poker going. Yeah, I'll donate. We also got burgers. I owe it to him. You got an answer, Nate? What's your, what's your email, Matt? Hey, John, give, give, Nate the, give Nate the microphone. What do you got, Natty? I haven't gotten the answer yet, but I have another question. So if you want me to just do it live. Um, name, this is for the brewer and for Dr. Scott. Name the four chambers of the heart in order of blood flow, including the names of the valve. All right, that's for Dr. Scott. I'll, read, I'll, re- I'll restate the question. Name the four chambers of the heart. In order of blood flow, including the names of the valve. I don't know how that stumped the brewer, but we'll give it to Doc. Uh, it's right ventricle, left ventricle. Um. Shit, I could have said that. No, no, it's right ventricle, right, no, right atrium, left ventricle, or right atrium. Left right, atrium. No, it's right, right, left, left. Yeah. Um, ventricle, I think you have it. Atrium, ventricle, atrium, ventricle. Uh-huh. So, right Atrium, left ventricle, right, left, atrium, <laughs> left atrium, left ventricle. I think that pretty much is a stump. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 wait, let's, right. okay, wait, let's, let's give him a second because I have the answer okay. to the other Okay, question. right atrium, right ventricle, left atrium, right ventricle. Uh-huh. In order of blood flow, including the names of the valves, though. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, we have answers for those two as well, but keep going with that. Um, the qu- the answer is to the for the first question, right? For the first question, question, um, yeah. it's actually twenty seven to thirty two percent, which according say? to Hop Union, twi- I said twenty four, twenty four. Okay, yeah. you know what? Stump. I would because say it's a stump. It's a stump. We'll di- we'll give it to you. Uh, hey, three three percent. We'll give it to you, Nate. Please write down the information, and that person who asked the question, uh, send me an email, Justin at thebrewingnetwork.com. Thank you. Uh, hey, Doc. Okay, what? <laughs> not not mom again? Okay, good. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Don't make me come over this counter. Uh, hey, press me, man. Come on. <laughs> All right. I think you're stumped, also. Although well, I know you have the information in your head, that's not what I'm saying. But uh, you don't have it readily available. I'm not a cardiologist, and I if I thought about it, yes, I could. And here's the thing: if we only had two shirts to give away, I would say that wasn't a valid question. But because Matt was mm-hmm. nice enough to bring a bunch of stuff to give away, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it away. Yeah. Are you alright with that, Doc? Well, wait a minute. Was I halfway <laughs> right and give you half were, a shirt? You were absolutely Ooh, halfway half right. Shirt. Okay. But good. I'm going to give him a full shirt. <laughs> But okay. you were to- you were halfway. Can you right? fly me out there to give it to him, <laughs> Doc? You can afford to fly yourself. I'm not, out I'm there, not flying to the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Osbrewer? Because I'll go there. Yeah. Who was it? Who were the questions from, Nate? It was Osbrewer. Give him the Brewery. Give him the Bug Eater Brewery. And who else? And then it was MedTech. And MedTech. MedTech. Yeah. I'll, I'll, okay. Bug Eater is every week, man. That's all right. That's okay. No, he's not. He's not every week. That's all right. Here's you got to write this stuff down for me. You doing it? Yes. They have your okay. emails. So I don't want to mess up prizes, even though they have my emails. MedTech did not officially answer yet because he said he's too tired. <laughs> so are we. Wait, wait, is, right. does, does tired 
constitute drunk? Yeah, go uh, ahead. What was that question, does, Doc? Does tired mean the same as drunk? No, it doesn't. I'm too tired. <laughs> means it's, honey, I'm too tired. No, honey, <laughs> I'm too drunk. <laughs> Dr. Right. Scott, how many children do you have? Two. Two. Okay. I got a large Jewish family. And, you have a, yeah, and what type of pets do you have? I've got a goat. I've got two dogs and two cats. I love goats. And a goat. That's right. I'll bring the goat in. I'm just laughing because I love goats. <laughs> All right. We're out of here. Listen, we're out of here. We are That's the drunken show. That is the drunken show. And that's what you get. I hope you, I you hope asked you. for it. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I don't know. It Matt will be on in six months. It wasn't exactly um, the most informative show we actually, ever Actually, I'd like to hear some feedback because I do check the forum on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, uh, but you don't post. Uh, you know, cause yeah, I'm, I'm upset that about that. I'm that guy. No, I'm. Upset I, I will get that. sucked into like blah 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 blah, and I will get sucked into so it. So what? Post. Oh, yeah, I will post. Doc, but, okay. it is your duty to post. I mean it. And are John, you, hey Matt, are you I, going okay, to get your email? Okay, I will start to post. Will you post? I am registered. Email? Okay, post. I will post. John, fine. If, if, fine. if Matt fine. has any hop chemistry questions or oak barrel fermentation questions, you can email Matt at. Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W, at mm-hmm. firestonebeer.com. Matthew at firestonebeer.com. firestonebeer.com. Yes. John, you got to start posting, too. I should. I'm, I'm trying to book, man. I'm I didn't say should. I said you have to I start have to. posting. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, we need some interaction there. Okay. Okay, so it's, uh, is it firestone.com right now? Firestone Beer. Firestonebeer.com. That's where I got the logo that I put on the main page. If you click on the main page right now and probably for the next two days, you'll get directly to Firestone. Uh, you can also then uh, go to Matthew at Firestonebeer.com. Yeah. Uh, questions, find out about their beer, all of that. Yeah. Uh, Matt, we're going to have you back on a sober show. <laughs> <laughs> Rel- relatively sober. Uh, Maybe not though. Yeah, we know we we will. <laughs> Matt's full, no no. Matt is full of information. I'll tell you yeah. what, very inspirational brewer. Full of info. You want me to give another question that I got from? The I got a bunch of uh, yeah. What the hell? As a home brewer level. What I got here. Got hop questions. Do you use batch blending in your brewing? And if so, how do us schlubs do it? Batch blending. Yeah. Yeah, we do a lot of batch blending. We, we do. would do a lot of multiple turns the brew house into a single fermenter so okay. it would be similar to if you had a 15 gallon brew house that you were working on and fermenting in a 30 gallon fermenter okay or in our case we do four batches into a fermenter and then in the case of some of our better selling beers we would take multiple fermenters and blend them into a single finishing tank before we package okay fair enough <laughs> Uh, how can home brewers successfully utilize oak in their brewing? How much or how little oak in recipe calculation? I would actually challenge home brewers to get a barrel that makes sense with the size of their brew house. So if you've got a smaller barrel, I mean, we're working in 65-gallon barrels, but they get a 15- or 30-gallon barrel and actually play around with doing fermentations in barrels. I think it, it, it's an amazing thing that's been lost in the art. Um, like I said earlier, it has everything to do with surface area, but more importantly, what oak can impart on the finished product. Okay. And I'm well, sold on it. But you, you have to let it mellow. Yeah. But the yeah, malt, the malt over time. All the way on? Like, what, what the hell is that? What about oak cubes or oak chips? How, I'm really impressed with the oak chips mm-hmm. um, and, so. and the oak cubes. I think both. Uh, I haven't worked as much with them because we work so much with barrels, but uh, obviously you can impart oak character with those. Well, yeah, if you can't, if you can't afford a whole... 
barrel. Uh, I think and, and I asked John. John did his uh, brown. brown here yeah. in oak, and I said, how long has it not been on the oak? Right. Because I've pulled things off oak, and right away it's just like, God, I can't drink that. I did it cold purposely. And wow. I'll, in three, four weeks later, damn, that's a damn nice yeah. beer. The, the, it really know, is. A hundred years ago, the, the brewers in Burton on Trent, they were fermenting in barrels not because of oak character. They were fermenting because of the geometry of that fermentation vessel, the surface area. Okay. And mm-hmm. they could not uh, reproduce those beers in their cylinder conicals or even in their open fermenters. It was something unique to that vessel. And so that's where the real magic so is. So the size and the amount of fluid in the in the barrel. Yeah, the surface area and, and, and how oak interacts with yeast. Mm-hmm. That's okay. where it's at. All right, we're out of here. God damn it. <laughs> we could do a six-hour show Justin, based on this. What you, time is it? You need to it's make me a cheeseburger. Nine. It's like 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> Thank hey, you, uh, man. Doc, Thank you very much. Uh, we didn't get to it, so which fruit did you use in your fruit beer? Uh, boysenberry. Yeah, you did. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me tell you this. It was now, horrible. Now you got me going. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to walk to school, like third grade. Yeah. And there, I was in L.A., and nothing grows in L.A. Nothing. Yeah, right. Nothing good what, anyway. What part of L.A.? Uh, Norwalk, uh, Los Angeles, like Woodier. Well, no. Downtown kids, kids, L.A. Kids don't even grow in Norwalk. Yeah, no, they don't. But I did, <laughs> which which might explain a lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, but there was a boysenberry tree that we passed. Man, that was good fruit. Um, it was I, the only fruit that grew in Los Angeles County yeah. that was a Damn good fruit. I grew up in Orange County, which is just south of there. Okay, there you go. And uh, grew up right next to Knott's Berry Farm. Okay. Birthplace of the boys in Berry, so I had to do it. Yeah, I appreciate that. And everybody in here is like, I, I kept asking, well, what fruit did I brew? I didn't try the beer. I didn't drink it. You bastard. I know I'm a bastard. I'm going to drink it off Don't the make air. me come over this. Damn. I apologize, but at least we know it was boysenberry. That was a boysenberry. question from the chat room, by the way. Uh, hey, and, and really quickly, Doc, uh, the chat room also asked, uh, you know, hours ago, how'd the big brew go? It sucked. <laughs> it, it did not happen, and that's why Justin is going to eat 40 hamburgers. That's right. I'm glad you guys didn't show up, because I got a bunch of hamburgers. It sucked. All right. It was not well publicized. Here we go. The new website's up, so please Homebrew check song. out our, uh, our our archives. I will I'll put this up one uh, this one up soon. Uh, you can you can go to Firestone Brewery right from there, um, and lots of other shit. I don't know gallery, and that's coming soon. And 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 just click on links. Enjoy the new website. Uh, this was the official drunk show. You're not going to get another one for a while because a I'd, long time. I'd actually rather be sober. Me too. <laughs> to be quite honest. Yeah. Uh, John, you're a sissy. Well, I learned from you. <laughs> um, I had a good time, and I, I really, really wanted to, to push it to the point where you said, "I want this the drunk show." Yeah, I appreciate that. When I say what the theme is, Doc sticks to it. Like he means business. If I say it's a drunk show, he means it's a drunk right, show. That's what I did. Hey, and I, I want to talk about light. And I, I'm not joking, Doc. I did, I did not drink for two days so I could like condition my liver so I could. And that live, I appreciate. Live through this. <laughs> All right, Matt. Thanks for coming and hanging out. Thank you so much for having me. All right, enjoy. Can, can we feed him? Time. Are we gonna feed him? We're gonna feed him. Oh, excellent. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. Is that cop. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna feed you all. All right. Oh, there he is. It's the Brewing Network. Uh, all right. <laughs>
<laughs> hey, thanks to Matt Peterson for doing a bunch of stuff for us. And oh yeah, and taking the heat. He, yeah, he's our official beer pal. Uh, taking the heat. Thanks to Matt. Daniela. Hello. I just gave Officer X a ride. Oh, oh you drove him home already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to. Did you that excite to, you? You had to drive home our official officer. Well, yes, I needed a ride, so I gave him a ride. Oh, yes, it's good. Because the only point is that they will nab you, and if they catch you, you're fucking under. That's I'm glad you guys reminded me of that. Uh, let me do this just before we go. It's going to be the last thing that's said. Uh, it was the drunken show. Please don't drink and drive. Uh, stay at home. Enjoy your homebrew. I am by all means not a supporter of drinking and driving. We, we planned ahead. Yeah. In fact, uh, definitely. Uh, I would, I, I'm entirely willing to call you all sorts of cuss words and several other names if you're drinking and driving. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a perfect example of being able to sit up here and say that I'm retarded and I did it once and I, I will never do it again. Do not drink and drive. So, uh, of the entire drunken show, Drink at home yeah. and then stay there. Stay there. Stay All right. Stay Everybody just, here has a ride home. Stay at Justin's home. And uh, other that, other than that, they're they're sleeping here. Who is their ride? I'm the ride for everybody tonight. <laughs> well, at least it's a ride home. I didn't yeah, say who no, it was. And Officer X actually said he really appreciated us talking about that as well. It's yes. very important. He said he sees ugly, ugly things every night. There out you there. go. That's true. Cool. That's true. I can only be thankful that I didn't do anything stupid and kill anybody or whatever else. So uh, please do not drink and drive. And that's the final word of the Drunken Show. It's now time for our favorite song on the planet, Matt from Firestone Walker Brewery. Thank you very much for coming in. Uh, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, we hope you do come back and, uh, you know, drink again, too. <laughs> Thank Dude. you very much for having me. <laughs> All right. All right. Enjoy the archives and the website. We'll see you next week. Pale ale is a friend of mine, and I should like a good body wine. Chocolate porter, cherry stout, don't you know what I am talking about? Don't you give me that American crude, boy, the want a real homebrew. Homebrew, don't you really love it? Homebrew, can't get enough of it. Homebrew, it blows my mind. I love homebrew all the time. Yeah, I think I have me, well, I have the one right now.
Give me a wheat beer on a hot summer day. A bark will do me when the skies are gray. I'll take a Belgian crew anytime. And the women think the lamb is fine. But don't you give me that American crude, boys. I want a real home brew. Home brew, don't you really love a better home brew? Can't get enough of it. Home brew, it blows my mind. I love home brew all of the time. Yeah, I think I'll have it. Well, I'm the one right now. Love of it. Home brew blows my mind. I love home brew all the time. 